Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome into the 2022 NFL Draft, the fourth annual live stream. And I don't know if it was live all four times, four. But, I, wow. <laughs> but I do know that this is the fourth year that we have done this. And uh, it is always a good time with our buddies from the Westlot Pirates. You can find them at westlotpirates.com or whatever your favorite podcast app is. Gentlemen, we have already got multiple, multiple picks in, and it feels fantastic already. This thing has gone uh, off the rails a little bit. Not exactly what everybody was expecting even just a week ago, even just a few days ago. Uh, we have got our first wide receiver off the board. Let's go ahead and roll through the picks that we've got thus far, and then I will let everybody else talk. Uh, the Jags take Trevon Walker. The Lions take Aiden Hutchinson. The Texans take cornerback Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU. That's right, Mr. Chris. The Jets jumped in with Sauce Gardner. The Giants take Kayvon Thibodeau. Panthers, at number six, take offensive tackle Iki Ikuanu, and the Giants have taken uh, offensive tackle Evan Neal, and I believe that the Falcons just took, uh, who do we say, Drake, Drake, Drake London? Drake London, yeah. Drake London. All right, let me update the ticker here. Uh, gentlemen, let's uh, let's start off with you, John. Uh, thoughts so far? So, first of all, it's hilarious. You were saying, I can't believe we, this, we're already on the fourth one of these, which is amazing. <laughs> but it's hilarious because we were joking before about uh, Laramie Tunsil. And when, I, you know, I think two years ago, and I don't know, I think we all knew each other at that point, I feel like. But there, but the when the Laramie Tunsil gas mask thing happened in that draft, which is what, 2016, I think? It's, uh, I think it was talk about that, like, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. But are we talking 2015, 16? Yeah. But the, the the degree to which our world has changed. Because if we if we could have gone back and then and in that moment when I was watching him and be like, don't worry, he's gonna mint an NFT with that. <laughs> and then you'd be like, what are you talking about? And then it's like, this is where we are right now. But I'm but I just I love I'm thinking about Laramie Tunsil. And I'm like, Laramie Tunsil, Hugh Freeze. Of course, Hugh Freeze special because he helped bring this group right here together. Yes, um, he did. That whole backstory. <laughs> and then, of course, Hugh Freeze uh, deeply involved in this draft class as well. So, the uh, yeah. But aside from that, I mean, I I mean, I mean, guess we were, we were talking right before we went on, right? That, okay, yeah, a few things are out of order. But, I mean, honestly – who has what pegged with this draft this year? I mean, I more than any other draft, I feel like it's such a crapshoot in terms of what is going to happen here. Oh, I, I've got no idea anymore. I mean, no clue. Uh, Drake London going as the first wide receiver taken uh, after missing most of the season this year. Uh, we all knew he was talented. Has been for a long, long time. I mean, he's unbelievable. But, yeah, this is uh, strange. Interesting, but I guess if you're looking for the most talent, I mean, it goes to show Derek Stingley hadn't played for basically two years. Drake London played, what, seven games this year? No, no, six games this year, something like that. Uh, injuries don't matter. Like, if you got the talent and you have put it on film somewhere, they are going to draft you, and, and, and they do and not that, care. And that's the thing, like, you know, 
this is a long-term play, right? Because oh, yes. you know, you're, you're, you, maybe you miss some of their rookie year, but how effective are rookies, I mean, game-changing rookies in the first year, right? You're not, you don't see guys necessarily that often complete, completely change the game. So, you know, you get someone, you rehab them, you get them in, you know, slowly through their first season, and then you still have them. It's a first-round pick. You've got them for three or four years on a rookie deal, and, you know, as the Chargers are showing, a rookie deal is how you, you know, really get things going, especially with, like, a quarterback. You know, you're paying a quarterback on a rookie deal, you can spend money elsewhere. Uh, whereas, you know, when you have to pay the quarterback what the quarterbacks are going for these days, that kind of hamstrings the rest of your squad. So I, I can absolutely see how it's how it makes sense to, you know, take a guy who's recovering from an injury, especially like a Drake London, who was going to be the first wide receiver taken even before he got hurt, right? So he's now the first wide receiver taken. You know, you tell me the last last year that that was what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely, it makes perfect sense. So, you know, yeah. But uh, real quick, uh, the Seattle Seahawks are on the clock right now, except that with the number nine pick, the Denver Broncos. Select Russell Wilson. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Most certainly. And now the Seahawks uh, pick looks to be in. We don't have it just yet. Uh, but, yeah, looks, we, had, uh, we had multiple people saying that they could not hear anybody but me. But that should be fixed now. <laughs> that's it. That's that's you're, listen, you're in charge of that, Captain. It's, oh, I know. I know. I got to fix now. I got to fix right. now. We, we should be good. Should not I, have this year. I'm, there are some, I'm if, you, if you're seeing I'm the Seahawks pick is in, yeah. then then you're y'all because I'm seeing they still have three minutes on the clock on my stream. I'm I'm looking at the uh, ESPN draft tracker, um, and uh, then on, uh, I'm not watching that. I'm watching the live stream. I've got three or four I'm windows just, open here. I'm just sort of multitasking. Yeah. I'm that's, just that's what I'm doing. if if my audio is off, I can't stress enough that. The things that I said were life-altering, ground-shaking things. I mean, you might as well Everybody just missed those. Get, give it, now, give us I mean, a webby for the this. The three yeah. gentlemen on the screen with me—they're all changed by what I said, and now everyone else, everyone oh, else missed out. Now, yeah, we that's should. Yeah, those three yeah. minutes—that—that's uh, uh, that's pretty important <laughs> yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the other thing we should mention is so last year. I mean, obviously. Westlot Pirates were Northwestern guys. Last year was a special draft for us, right? We had we were coming off a, a West title. We had two guys go in, you know, in the first what fifteen picks of the draft. No, when did twenties? Newsom went twenty-five, twenty-six. Yeah, yeah, twenty-five. The Browns took him late. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and since then, um, we won a field hockey national title. Yep. There you go. Um, so, so we won a field hockey national title. It's a big deal. That's what we should focus on. We don't need to talk about football field since that point. Hey, our, 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 football anymore. Our, our lacrosse team is ranked top five. Our softball team is ranked top ten. Right, right, oh, exactly. Good. Non-revenue sports and women's basketball have been fantastic. Yeah, Veronica that's Burton taken with the number seven pick overall. Right. The WNBA exactly. draft. I'm just I'm just saying that there are some 
some Northwestern fans tuning in right now who, you know, are looking to drown their sorrows and we're here, we're happy to help. Um, and we should point out go. too, right? Exactly. <laughs> raise a glass, but raise a glass to Rashawn Slater and Greg Newsom, who Hell got yeah. drafted and then went yeah. kick ass last year. So well, Charles Cross. Well, not just not just raise a glass. Greg Greg Newsom might have been might have been the best player in that draft so far. I mean, it, it, it could be Pretty him possible. or Jamar Chase. And that's I think that's the list of like the most impactful out of that draft year one. So five years from now it might not be the same, but last year, Slater Slater was undoubtedly better than Penay Sewell, who ever oh, yeah. had consensus first. So let's you brought up John in, in your spiel that everybody missed about like some things went out of order. And I just don't think there is an order at all in this draft. And, and if you if you have any concept of I think this guy should go here or this guy should go there, I just I just think that's wild to try to go into this draft and and yeah. put them in order. That that just looks like walking onto a farm full of chickens and trying to figure out wh- where they all belong when they all just scatter. But you just, there's nowhere to put them. And I, I wonder that how much that's going to impact any trades. Because, you know, we're, we're at pick number 10 and there haven't been any trades so far. Yeah, now, that's a little strange, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, you not necessarily get I mean, trades in the trade top partner. 10. Exactly. Yeah, you, you need a partner to be able to trade. Uh, and I don't know that there's – I don't know that anybody feels like the top of this draft is life-altering talent. No. Right? Yeah, and I think, like, this is going to be the kind of draft where – Teams fall like there's not guys that everyone falls in love with, and there but there are guys that a team falls in mm-hmm. love with. So then you're not going to have trade partners because teams are going to be like, yeah, I want this guy, and everyone else is like, well, good luck with that. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, no, it's it's funny. Like we're we're looking, and I've been kind of trying to break down. Okay, well, of the guys we saw, right? Like the guys we saw Northwestern play, who were you know. Who are the guys that jumped out to us? Or like guys, okay, guys I saw on TV, guys that jumped out to me. And it's funny. I mean, like I my list definitely like a Jameson Williams. I mean, we we're talking about guys, electric wide receivers who got hurt. Like to me, Jameson Williams is right at the oh, top. Yeah. Um, like Nicobe like Nicobe Dean. And then for me personally, you know, in person or on TV, and I, you know, we had and Sam also saw him in person george karloftis yeah. is an absolute terror um and we saw him for several years but i think there's a lot of people coming to us being like hey aiden hutchinson you saw Aiden Hutchinson?" yeah i saw him he was great we watched aiden hutchinson several times great george karloftis effing terrifying um hey, by the way let me interrupt you right quick did you see all the guys when they came out i guess it was like six 30-ish, somewhere around there, where all the guys that are in person at the draft all were uh, introduced and they walked out and they stood in the line and all that. Everybody else had on, like, these new stylish suits and all this kind of stuff. Karloftis came out and looked like he came straight from the Naval Academy. Like, he was (laughs) dressed, like, head, uh, not shaved all the way, but, you know, buzz cut, and had, like, just the most basic uh, suit that you could possibly wear and didn't look happy, didn't look – I mean, he was all business. <laughs> he was the only one. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that. well, he's all business. That guy oh, yeah. is – I mean, he is the – I think of the comp um, that I think of, and again, I think Karloftis is the better football player, but 
Chase Winovich, when he played mm. Northwestern, was absolutely terrifying in terms of just energy level and everything he was doing, trying to double and trying to triple him. Karloftis was the exact same thing. So it's like Hutchinson, it's funny because all the hype he's gotten in the draft, when we played Michigan, they wouldn't shut up about Aiden Hutchinson from the <laughs> jump through the entire game. And it's like Hutchinson is, I mean, he's the real deal. Like he deserves to go oh, yeah. really, really high. I'm just telling you from our vantage point, I didn't see. But I mean, it's like Williams, Nicobe Dean, George Karloftis. These are guys that like, I like them as many as much as I like hardly any of these guys. And they're all going to be available like what, in the 20s? Late. Yeah, in the 20s. Yeah. Now, yeah. Nicobe Dean may not make it in the first round yeah. uh, based on nothing other than he's 5'11", 235, right. and he didn't run. That's right. It. Like, he, he's going to be a steal in this draft. Uh, just based on, like, that's, Chris, you and I have talked about this a ton. Why we have to have the combine stuff and everything else, I just do not understand. We have film on these guys. We've got the GPS stats. We've got all that. How how guys, like Trayvon Walker, for example, yes, he is an absolute nightmare to deal with. But uh, the fact that, he would like he would jump over Hutchinson based on nothing more than his combine results. Like I don't think that was, but I don't believe that that's I don't. But that, yeah, no, I don't believe what everybody that, said. that was. I don't believe that was any of it. That's I mean that's my opinion. I don't believe that was any of it. I mean, okay. he, he now you can well. call me wrong on that. Um, but yeah. I mean, if we look at the film, if you just look at the film, okay, one guy was a both of them were monsters all year. But at some point in time, they both played the best team that they were going to play. And uh, Walker played Michigan and then played Alabama and had unbelievable games. Hayden went against Georgia, a great offensive line, and, and kind of got shut down. And so at some point in time, that has to matter when looking at films. And you're splitting hairs. I, I think Hayden's a great player and he's going to be great in the NFL. But if I'm looking at I want the guy that was a monster against other monsters. Because when you get into the NFL, that's what you're playing week in and week out. Yeah. I, I don't I, think I, it was I, the combine that jumped Walker up. I think at some point in time, somebody looked at film and said, what the hell are we talking about? This son <laughs> of a bitch right here can't be stopped by anyone. I got to go jump him. in here. I got to jump in here. I'm sorry. Um, the Jets just took uh, Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. And yes, ESPN yes was doing a package on comparing Garrett Wilson to Lynn Swan. I'm sorry. Jesus Pump H. the Christ. brakes, people. <laughs> like So are we we totally missed the fact that that the Seahawks took Charles Cross, a Mississippi State boy. Yeah. A Mississippi yes. guy. Which which is interesting because uh, like So we, we didn't even talk about that. Well, Offensive line. That's that's Pete Carroll just wants to run the football. He's well, got a shitty quarterback now. Yeah, so he sure does. Ball, he say, that's, his op- that's his options. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm thinking, like, yeah. if, if Denver doesn't make that trade, who is there for the Broncos, who, who makes sense for the Broncos? And, like, Charles Cross is not going – like, Denver doesn't need – No, no, it's there. not an offensive lineman. It's no. probably an edge rusher, yeah. maybe. So you just can't have enough of those guys. No, it's true. I mean, I, I, I watched the greatest football team that I – the, the 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 undefeated Patriots go up against the the Giants and they just threw 
for like five years straight, their first round pick was just defensive line, edge rusher, defensive line, edge rusher. And everybody was like, what are you doing? And then they go up against the greatest offense that, that I've ever seen in my life. And, and they just threw guy after guy, after guy, after guy at Tom Brady. And there was nothing he could do. There was nothing that offensive line can do. If you have a, an embarrassment of riches. Okay. If you really don't have a need or a hole, just take the best defensive line or all uh, uh, a defensive edge rusher you can get because you can't have enough of those guys. They rotate in and, and and they're just super valuable. That's who I think the Broncos would have taken because Sam, I don't know that y'all have much of a hole anywhere. I tend to agree. By the way, welcome Scuzz. What's up, y'all? Hey, buddy. <laughs> I, I was so worried that Scuzz wouldn't get on before the Vikings took Malik Willis, and thank goodness <laughs> he's here. Wouldn't want oh, to. I, I know that's not happening, but I'm prepared if it does. I'm just, I just the funeral arrangements in Pittsburgh that Hell. must be being made. Uh, we still got, uh, we still got like ten picks till we get there. But Lord, I'm so I gotta ask us who do you who do you want? Can we? I mean, can we just like you the- make up make a make a reasonable pick? Yeah. That's all I care. Well, so I, the Saints just traded what is up. That, what the is Saints just traded pick? up to with Washington? 11. So Saints are now on the clock. Are they going quarterback here? I mean, I'm not the the Vikings yeah. are looking quarterback, but uh, they, the Vikings better not look quarterback. Is all I'm going to say. I want. I I would love a corner, especially with all these wide receivers going kind of unexpectedly in the top twelve. That feels like there's. Uh, uh, a good cornerback, Kyle Hamilton, would be an awesome pick for the Vikings. Now, that's a very Mike Zimmer pick, um, but it seems like we're still living in the Mike Zimmer era. Like, nothing has changed. So, The Saints could draft up. Willis and play him at tight end. They've got a good track record. Kaysom, <laughs> <laughs> they, could, they could run it back. Let's see. Oh, uh, by the way, in the chat here, uh, McKinnon said, here comes the wide receiver run. Uh, let's see. Patrick Houston said, how does Hutchinson compare against the Bosa brothers? And, uh, I mean, you look at him, he could be a Bosa brother. Yeah. Like he, he uh, not be, comparable. He, like, I think, I, I think, mean, I think, I think he's good. Yeah. I, I would take both the Bosa guys a hundred times over a hundred. Uh, Denver Gator said he's here for the love chat. Bring it on, Chris. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, That's right. It'll be later. Yeah. McKinnon jumped in, said, uh, I was wondering which guys was going to make an appearance. Welcome, man. So very children, nice. children are a uh, a blessing and a curse. I can understand it. Yeah, I'm waiting to see. Like we've had one dog so far. I'm waiting to see how many kids we get at some point. Oh, there he is, right there. Oh, oh, it's a fifty-fifty proposition uh, <laughs> yeah. that that I'm gonna have to leave again. It'll probably happen right as the Vikings announce their pick. More than likely. Yeah. More than yeah. likely. Uh, but it's, it's it's funny the the Hutchinson thing though. The thing about right Hutchinson compared to the Bosa brothers. That kind of sums it up for me. Is that like, like yeah, either Bosa brother is a god in this draft. Um, oh, and it's yeah, just, yeah. it's not that kind of draft. I'm just, I mean, there's plenty of guys to be had. And, um, you know, especially later, like late first round, like we were talking about. I mean, hell, like again, like a guy like Carlock just could go 25 and then be like a, you know, multiple time pro bowler. So, but I mean, I just, if you're for guys at the top, I mean, I, again, I think a lot of these teams, at least like Hutchinson, he's a really solid player. Walker, I think, could be a really solid player, too. I mean, it's like at least you're not pegging yourself to one of the quarterbacks in this draft that high, which would be a nightmare. But this, um, See, this is where this is where we just – I just can't – I can't handle that. I don't know. I don't understand why you think the quarterbacks are that bad. 
Let's do I it. Did a, Let's I, did a, I did a draft you where Josh Rosen was taken, and everybody on this thing thought Josh Rosen was going to be great. Why in the hell do we think that it's just all of a sudden these other guys are going to be trash? Guys are trash it, every year. Sam Darnold is hot might, garbage. Baker Mayfield might, is is weird. I mean, they. I mean, Josh Rosen was trash though, and like that doesn't like I like there are a lot of these guys. I don't know. I mean, again, you're right. I mean, there's probably a chance at the end of the day that one of these guys hits. I That's, just I just can't tell you who it is. Um, I mean, I I so think this this is before we went live. Before we went live, I, I I told you guys, I believe that there's a better chance that four of these quarterbacks make their second, uh, 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 what's it called? Contract. That's the word. Um, they're starting to kick in. And uh, we will see. We will see how that, how that affects things here. Because I don't think three quarterbacks from that Baker, Rosen, Sam, uh, draft are going to make their second con. Well, them, Lamar and, and and Josh Allen are absolute studs. Are absolute stars. We might not have a star, but if we get four quarterbacks in this draft that make it to their second contract, that are that that are making playoff runs with certain teams or, or have their teams, that's that. So so I, I'm is, I'm curious Chris which reason for everybody else. Yeah. I'm yeah. curious which QBs you have, Chris, because I have, I have like, I think Matt Corral. Ooh, I, well, that's, I think that's, Matt, that's Matt Corral is the best quarterback in this draft. I think Matt Corral is the best quarterback in this draft, and I think in three years from now we're all going to look back and say Chris was right. And then I think Ian uh, Desmond Ritter so wait, wait, is is really good. Really, ben. really good. Define best. Like, does Corral have the highest ceiling for you? The low, the highest floor, the best. I think he has of- the highest floor and the highest ceiling okay i think he has a chance to be a star i want listen i live 45 minutes away from where this guy played all right that team would not have made a bowl game all right they would not have been six and six without corral they do not have another professional player on the roster at Ole miss that he played with this year all right and he took them to 10 wins in the SEC West, a thing that has never happened in the history of Ole Miss. All right? That's a big deal. And guys that take bad teams to heights that we've never seen before usually do great, not good, great at the NFL level. So the Saints are taking Chris Olave. It's the yeah, run of wide receivers. The aforementioned run. And yeah. not just a run on receivers. guy receivers. Um, again, I, Chris, I, you know, it's one of those things where I wonder about any inside intel relative to injuries or whatever, and it probably means nothing. I'm just, I would take Jameson Williams over every other. I just, there's guys who are fast and there are guys who are, I just, Williams to me is one of those guys where I'm just like, he just is a different level of speed than everybody else. Um, but, it's funny, you know, with the quarterbacks, I guess you could talk me into just about anything across any of the QBs and be like, yeah, you know, maybe Pickett will be the best. I'd be like, sure, maybe Coral will be the best. Sure. Um, maybe um, Ritter will be the best. Sure. Like, I, like I, I don't, I'm not very much against any of that because all of my hot takes are all just 
put in one quarterback basket, which is like, I'm not 100% sure Malik Willis is a power five quarterback. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know. Like, had he transferred, had he stayed at Auburn, I kind of lean against he never starts at Auburn. I've seen some really um, bad, I've seen some really bad quarterbacks in the SEC. Yes. be pretty good. Malik Willis is better than 80% of the quarterbacks that played in the SEC last year. Here's okay, the thing, Malik, Malik Willis. So that's an insane comment. He, I, don't, definitely, I don't. He definitely has the highest ceiling of these QBs, in my opinion, but the least likelihood of hitting it. I don't. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not being hyperbolic here. I, so first of all, this, he didn't, you talked earlier about the combine. He didn't run. And he didn't run at his pro day either. Um, because he, we don't, but hang on, so do, fast, does he need to run? Does he need to run? Because he's we watched so him run fast on tape, uh, except for the part where he <laughs> took way more sacks than anybody else. Okay, if he runs in a sprint against Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson dusts him. Vikings, Vikings just traded, sorry, Vikings just traded down with Detroit. Oh, interesting. In that's interesting, though. Does Detroit, but does Detroit, you know, are they going to reach for a quarterback there? Um, but but I'm just like, Willis to me, his upside is crazy strong arm. There, if I finish, I, I don't, there's, and there's lots of that guy. There, there's a, there's just, a lot of Jamarcus Russell uh, to, to the evaluation of him. I was, so I was, well, so first of all, too, like, no aspersions against Willis's character or anything. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great guy. Like Jamarcus had all those on-field, off-field things. And yet there was a little part of me that was hoping Willis would go that high to get Jamarcus off the shelf as being that ultimate bust because <laughs> Willis is to me, I'm just, I, I'm, I just, I know it's like, Again, we, I feel like all my hot takes are baked into one guy in this draft. We should, and again, we should, we and, should and move on until until he gets drafted. But I think like this to me is the opposite of your hot take on Johnny Football, where you where well, you were hot taking the okay, opposite direction. Can we talk about this? So I I apologize for my hot take that the Heisman Trophy winner who cooked Alabama and played all the best teams in the country was going to be good in the pros. Um, I know it was a scalding hot take, but, but the juxtaposition is like Willis, he didn't, he didn't play anybody. He played a bad Virginia tech team. Yeah. A so, so North Carolina state team that cooked him. Um, an Ole Miss team that was a good football team with a bad defense that handled him. I I will tell you Um, this, every good defense that he went up against his numbers, dramatically decreased so yes uh, jamal by the way josh oh, allen well oh, yeah. yeah yeah for sure uh but for every josh allen there's always you know guys that are reached for that do not reach that right so well and we uh, talked about that too yeah jamal there's cooper that. jumped in on the youtube chat uh he said first off it makes sense that uh, jameson williams was behind all these ohio state guys certainly certainly makes sense uh, and number two, he said, I'm from Montgomery. I heard uh, Malik Willis beat Bo Nix out in the spring, but Bo was the legacy at Auburn. And I will tell you, as SEC guys, Chris and I have talked about this a lot. We heard the same stuff. Yeah. Like, we heard all of it. The Bo reason Nix he transferred. Not be the starter. 
was because Bo was never not going to be starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Bo didn't. Bo Nix didn't get the start because of how good he was. There, there's Jamison Williams. Uh, no, right? No. Is that who the Lions just took? That's what it's looking like. Yeah. Unbelievable. How are you getting on wide receivers faster than me? Mm-mm-mm. Sources said. I don't. I don't have it on mine, but I'm streaming. I don't, so. I don't like it. Twitter, my friends. Twitter. Like I said, I, oh, I don't like wait, the Twitter. Oh, yeah, wait, come on. Oh, I, don't, I don't do that shit. Sam, I don't do that shit, off the Sam. Twitter. <laughs> no, letting them, letting them tip picks. That's bullshit. Some Adam Schefter bullshit. We don't do that. Hey, we don't do that. Elon's feeding me information here. I'm getting, I'm getting straight from no, Elon. Listen, no, listen, no, he's, he's not. He's not. He's not a football fan. He could be eventually. If he, hang on. All right, so Scuzz, if Elon was going to buy an NFL team. Vikings wouldn't be a bad one, right? I mean, I, I don't know how, how to answer that question. <laughs> how does Elon like, feel? Like, yeah. like, like, I don't think the Vikings are a bad franchise to own. I don't know what the connection to Minnesota would be. I don't think the Wilfs are going anywhere. This is, a, this rich, is very... a rich guy coming in to throw around a bunch of money, man. But that's what the Wilfs <laughs> are. They just have a very, like, pedantic way of going about Hang it. On. They... The, all right, I do not see your franchise as one of a Jerry Jones uh, franchise that comes in how, and just how a big swinging dick that's going to no, throw around a bunch of money. They're owned the by show. billionaires. They're billionaires, does, but they're cheap. How does well, Elon that's, Musk, but that's a problem. But how does how does Elon Musk feel about chickens? That's the real question. <laughs> <laughs> Got to know. I'm pretty sure I could guess, but I bet he, <laughs> I bet he doesn't own much in Iowa yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh is not a chicken man, so I mean, you know, he he's okay with the protest. <laughs> it, it, it's not it, a fan it, of the nervous bird. Is Jameson there? There we go. Yeah. Wow, bad. they moved up from thirty-two to to to, to take Jameson. Thirty-two, and they gave up the yeah, thirty-four. The, thirty-two, thirty-four, and a, another late pick, and and the second round. That's a a core of young wideouts too. Like they've got Amon Ra and him, right? Um, yeah. There. Those are two. I mean, again, like Amon Ra was another guy awesome from college who just was not didn't get the chance to play on the kind of teams Williams got the chance to play on, um, which I don't think I don't think was in his plan when he picked USC. But those are two young dudes that can. Well, Ra's fast. Williams is. I mean, this dude is. Oh, he's unbelievably a fast. And and, and now Philly is on the clock, so Houston just traded back. So. Of all the trades that were not happening early, now we're getting all these trades. Yeah. Boy, this is interesting. Uh, McKinnon jumped in. He said, "I bet the Eagles pick Burks." Do we think they would take Burks? Oh, down? I don't wow. want him. I don't want. I love Burks. I don't want him to go to Philly though. Yeah, I don't know. What if uh, they take Malik? Because they've made it clear we want to have a lot of quarterbacks, oh, and we're all pretty sure they're not sold on Burks. Let's put it. Let's put it this way, Sam. Uh, Chris, I definitely don't disagree, like, in principle, with your idea about the second contract thing. But I'll tell you, one of those dudes ain't going to be Malik <laughs> See, this is just insane. Your argument against him is, is he can't beat the fastest quarterback that we've ever had that might not no. be named Michael Vick my in a foot race. Like, that's insane to me. Like, that's my not argument enough. Against him, he can't throw over the middle. He can't throw right. He takes way more sacks than everybody else. You're saying he a lot of things that no he can't do because you didn't see him do them. All right. 
I'm certain that he's capable of learning how to do these things because he's kind I, of a freak athlete, I, and I don't I, think he's a moron. Right now, Spencer Rattler and, to a larger extent, Hunter Johnson are like, oh, my God, if we would have just gone to Liberty for the past couple of years, right? we could be <laughs> yeah, top that's... five NFL draft picks. Well, so long as they had, uh, it, so long as they had played for Hugh Freeze. Spencer Rattler is a moron. See, this is where we disagree. One guy can't read, and the other one seems to be like a pretty sharp guy. The other one I'll can't look. read defenses. That's, that's, my, that's my issue here is Malik Willis. Like, yes, there are a lot of things to like about him, but there's wow. also a lot when you look at the tape. Like, I mean, the turnovers last year, him throwing those interceptions was a problem. I just, he, I just think, I just think y'all are focused on the wrong thing. His yep. tape doesn't matter. Like what he did or didn't do at Liberty against who he did or didn't do it again is, is doesn't matter. What the NFL GMC, oh. whether we agree with it or not, right. is the possibility to create Josh Allen all over again. Yeah. And right. now that is a that is a, or Justin Herbert, frankly. That, now that's a rare thing that a guy makes a leap like that going to the next level. But that's the drug that is being smoked right now, and the value oh. you get out of a QB on that on that rookie contract. It's too worth it. So, like, y'all remember that risk, that risk reward? Even oh, if yeah. Malik is as bad as you think, John, it's still worth the risk of a first round draft pick. But it, it's still worth that gamble. And in this situation, now we're we're looking at we're, we're at what thirteen now. So now all we're, of a sudden we're, we're in the zone. Yeah, we're in the zone. So you you know you get the guy with a first round pick. It means you're getting that extra year option. So you know someone that I mean that that's why the Ravens traded back into the first round to get Lamar, right? Because they wanted that extra that extra year option. Now, yeah. maybe you're Daniel Jones and you don't get that extra year picked up, or maybe you know you're in a different situation. Like it, it makes sense that Malik would go to a situation where he doesn't need to jump in right away, right? You 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 put him on the bench, you back him up for a couple years, and and groom him into what you want him to be. Yes. Yeah, I mean that. I agree. I agree with you. I agree with Scuzz in terms of like that's what they think and that's what they're gonna do. This part of this all started because like I just couldn't resist calling a guy from Liberty who's in this situation Prey Lance because he's Trey Lance <laughs> to me in so many ways and also from Liberty. Uh, but that's the flip side, right? Is like how many years has Trey Lance been on the bench now, and it's still One. like. While these one. questions of is he <laughs> like his middle of bitch for a decade, man. it was just last year. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he right. got drafted last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, Jesus you're Christ, right. how you're drunk right. were you? You're right. <laughs> I'm making Sorry, dick jokes bad. at the end of this thing, and I remember it. Right, my bad. Last <laughs> year, but this idea that I don't think he's going to start <laughs> this year, like, I think it's going to be Jimmy. Okay, and all right, and like, I guess, like, my point is, like, I just don't, like, I don't know when he's going to see the field. But and who cares? He's growing. Like I don't. But hang on. Agree. They, you're comparing. Once again, you're making a comparison to a guy that's going to go bottom fifteen in the first round to a guy that they traded three first round drafts to move up to the second oh. overall pick to get. Like that's a no. bullshit comparison, John. You're the well, smartest guy I know, and you're making dumb arguments. I'm a moron, <laughs> and I know this doesn't no. make sense. No. So you're right. I mean, because a lot of this was baked into because like the elephant in the room here, right, is we still don't know when he's going to go. And well, that's right. And he didn't end up that's going right. high. And it no. could be that because there's been so much smoke and 
Again, but no quarterback went high, so we have to compare him to the other quarterbacks that he gets taken around, right? Right, right. So, like, if he's the first quarterback off the board, that's like that's a pretty strong, you know, statement saying that that GMs believe him to be the the first quarterback or the best quarterback out of this draft class, whatever it is. Sounds sounds like the Eagles are taking Jordan Davis. Get, get off Twitter! Get off Twitter! Come on now! <laughs> Come on now. No, put it away, Sammy. Put what? it away. They're showing it. No, they're not. I'm watching ESPN right now. They're not showing, they're showing anything. <laughs> Chris's pink Chris's pink elephants don't want to hear about your Twitter. <laughs> no, I don't like tipping picks. We're we're watching this thing for a reason. I hate the guys that tip the picks. I just hate those people. They serve no purpose to society whatsoever. But for some reason, ESPN feels the need to pay them gazillions of dollars. To serve no purpose. This is Nicole Auerbach. Their services, their Chris, services Chris, do not matter. This is Nicole Auerbach. Yeah, so we like. Then why is she tipping picks? She's Stop not. It. You're better than that. The the picks been <laughs> the picks been in for like five minutes. Okay, let let, let Roger let Roger Goodell tell us the pick, or some special needs kid come out here and tell us the pick. All right. I was I, gonna say. I was gonna say if you have asked me who I wanted to tell me who I want to tell me the pick Roger Goodell or Nicole Auerbach, that's a pretty. That's well, a pretty man, I'd rather pick. it be Nicole, but tell me on the TV when everybody hears at the exact same time. We I should. Do, I do like that idea. We should mention like- too, right? That that through kind of fate, I guess like ten part organization and ninety percent fate, we're all on lives. We're all on internet feeds i think right so yes a yeah, lot of you streaming. are probably seeing the picks a few seconds before we see the picks but at least we're all I've, I've, I've got my espn app up too though like not the tracker not, not stream just the tracker and it still yeah. has it says nothing so it still says pick yeah it says the pick is in on the cbs tracker but it doesn't give us a pick yet how how like who all are you getting these from sam Oh, um, Nicole Auerbach. He Nicole Auerbach, talks. Michael Lombardi. Are you listening? Um, oh, okay. No, I know. I know Nicole Auerbach. I just, it's like, how would she be that tied into to every pick? So that's why I was saying, like, who else is? Um, she's a hell of a journal. Michael journal. Lombardi, journal. Andrew Brandt. Gary, um, we, we can't tip this stuff to you, but we're really, really plugged in. Okay. Like, that's we a... don't want to, we don't <laughs> want to say connection who everywhere. our connections are. Okay. Uh, the 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 Northwestern Illuminati here. His is his name rhymes with nice tube, and he's really close to the stage wearing a Raiders jersey. But I can't go. tell you anything more than that. Really <laughs> I thought he broke. I thought he might have broken the uh, the microphone when he got up there earlier. Yeah, man. When I was listening, I thought so. I thought he was dropping f bombs and everything else. I was like. Oh, maybe that's why they. Maybe that's why the microphone seemed like it went out. And, well, yeah, because he was doing like the. Yeah, everybody say yeah, and he said everybody say fuck yeah. I'm like yeah, you say I'm, a, that? I'm gonna. Did you just like quietly say it as if the people listening couldn't hear you? No, I'm, like I'm, that I'm, only we can hear you. I got a Wait room a full of suburban white women in there, man. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Give me an my hour. My daughter is trying to. My daughter's trying to sleep like six feet from me, and I was just swearing. But it's okay. Give me an hour, and, and I will have I'm a terrible dad. Down, and I'll be perfectly fine. All right, it, yeah. it's now up on ESPN's DraftCast. Are, are we happy? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Rogers yeah. announced. I refresh CBS. He ain't announced it yet. So I'm. What is Roger doing? As as I'm concerned. The Athletic has posted it. 
Here CBS it is. still hasn't posted it. Jordan Davis. Now it's Wait, on it's, ESPN. It's been on our tracker for a Jordan while. Jordan Davis. I got so, it. So, so I'm going to ask up. this question because I, because I, Fire um, away. I missed obviously the, well, none of y'all were on, none of us were on at the very beginning of the draft, but then presumably y'all talked about the number one overall pick, uh, Walker, Trevon Walker from, from Georgia. I feel like there's a similar story here with Davis of, not are they going to be successful in the NFL because I think they're both going to be very successful in the NFL, but they played somewhat limited snaps at Georgia because of the depth there. They're going to get asked to play more at the NFL level. Oh yeah. Any concerns with that? No. Spending no. this, no. this type that of is, capital? That is, that is miles not on the tires. Okay. Exactly. That's a good thing in my <laughs> that, eyes. Not a bad really thing. That's, that's a really a, good point. That's a really good point. In today's world of, of these guys are overworked and and yeah. and whatever the game is faster, stronger, hit harder than they've ever hit. Like that's a good thing to me. That's a, that's a very fair point. So it's it's interesting to bring it up though because the, the it brings me back to Carlafis again, right? Which is that interesting thing of a guy who gets less reps in a stack defense versus a guy who sees doubles and triples every snap, right? And not only that. But Karloftis, I mean, his numbers, like, they're, like, they don't compare to Hutchinson's numbers. And Hutchinson got a lot more help on that line. I mean, he had, like, another, you know, going to be NFL draft pick, high NFL draft pick lineman on the opposite side of the line. But not only was Car- did Karloftis get no help, he basically got buried. Who's the D.C. last year? Why am I blanking on his name? Um, Scuzz, um, Notre Dame's finest. Um, oh, uh, Oh, we're blanking nope. on his name, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Purdue's DC last year switched to a three-four and buried Carlotta's. Carlotta's is many things. A three-four end is not one of them, and he just was basically put on the moon last year. Um, in were you interior. trying to think of Marcus Freeman, the new no, head coach? No, 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 no. no. Oh, no, I was about to no. say. Wait a minute. What? Uh, Diaco? Was it yeah, Bob, Bob, Bob Diaco? Diaco? Bob Diaco. Who, who, when, and, we were, uh, when we were Googling about, like, we were previewing Purdue going into 2021 or 2020. And we were looking at Bob Diaco and trying to figure out if he was truly in, in, installing a 3 4 out of nowhere at Purdue, right? And we Googled Bob Diaco 3 4 and the article at Purdue. And the article that came up was when Bob Diaco was at Nebraska and changed Nebraska's defense. Whoa. And it was. Um, we just lost Scuzz's mic. Sorry, he's back. He's back. Am I back? We yeah, just got back. too many right. people Damn trying it. to do this shit. Well, anyway, <laughs> anyways, it was really. Funny I vote that we like... do it in person next year. We can rent like a cabin in Gatlinburg because that's my favorite place to hang out. And, but that's whatever. You guys oh, have families okay. and you're too good of parents. Anyway, Bob Diaco has been a shitty defensive coordinator for a yeah. long time. But, and he so yeah. buried George Karloftis, which is a, yeah. like, an insane thing to do. Right. Like, and Karloftis basically had no numbers last year uh, through no fault of his own. And when you look at how good he is. But it's funny because it's funny to just juxtapose and be like, yeah, like, what do you take? What do you go with? Right. Because George was just so stacked this year. But I think of a guy albeit I guess he's going to go next year and he's going to go super high. So I guess it's a bad comparison, but like a Tim Williams, right. Where are not Tim Williams. Um, who's the guy. No, last year, the year before, who was the pass rush specialist for Bama? Why am I blanking on his name? Wasn't it Williams? Williams. It's Williams. Who is it? Williams. But no. Yeah. No. And just like. You're talking about Will Anderson. Will Anderson. Will, yeah, Will yeah. Anderson. That's, That's it. Will something. Like. What? Yeah. And, uh, 
but a guy it's, like that, it's, right? It's he's not, just like a, a specialist, right? Who's used in that super specialist role, but on an absolutely stacked defense versus a guy who's got to do everything. I mean, there's no like hard and fast rule. Like, I mean, like, you know, both, both of yeah. those guys are sweet, but no, no, you're right. You're right. All right. The, uh, the so I'd like to, so I'd like to, I'd like to shit on another point that John made earlier when talking about <laughs> when talking when talking about like like he's he was a he's a three four but he doesn't do well there so he's got like a guy can't be a beast he can't be a monster and because of the format that you run on defense like well he just he just can't play in that system. I just think I mean, that's bullshit. Three, four, I think I that's mean, complete three, bullshit. A three-four end is practically a defensive tackle. Carlos okay. is many things. He's just not three hundred pounds. Like he's not. Like, but if you're a monster, if, you put, if you're a first-round pick, if you're a monster, then you got to be able to play. If you put Trevon Walker at three-four end, you're not going to see a heck of a lot of production out of Nick, Nick Bosa bullshit. Too. I oh, bet I, no I, one. I, I bullshit. Nah, no, no matter I'm where you put him on the field, nobody's running his direction. It does not matter if you put him on the edge, put him in the middle, whatever. They ain't running in his gap. Trevon Walker played like 190 snaps at linebacker. He played like 283 at defensive end, and then he played like 80 something. No, no, no. It was over 400 uh, inside. So he's like he played everywhere, like he's, that, he's insanely good. He did not have the production this year, but if you just look at one on one battles, like he destroyed people. Like Trevon Walker is awesome. Uh, that's but the difference that, between that. a guy being a real monster who can play anywhere, yeah. and a guy who's a system guy. And they could be a star. They could play in the league for a long time, but they can only be good in certain situations. Those guys aren't monsters. That's the difference between first overall, top five guy, and a bottom 20 guy. I guess. I don't know. So, I'm just so, like, why, so why did Randy Moss suck as a Raider? <laughs> oh, because he didn't give a shit. <laughs> Randy Moss was only bad at places where he didn't want to be good. That's yeah. it. That's the list. Because outside of an absolute freak and possibly the greatest football player of all time, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss is the most unstoppable weapon I've ever seen on a football field. I mean, he didn't care half the time in Minnesota, and he was and still, he was still great. He was still yeah. great, but he had a quarterback that could throw the ball deep, and so he could half ass run by DBs and catch the deep ball for touchdowns. Yeah. He didn't I, have that in 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 uh in in Oakland. See, yeah, I just, Ravens, I believe so wherever the hell Oakland was playing, at, uh, the Raiders were playing at that time. Let me let me dive in here. The Ravens take. Uh, Kyle Hamilton, safety from Notre Dame, who might be, you know, pound for pound the best player in this draft. I mean, yep. got an absolute steal with getting him at fourteen. And, um, and it's the it's the Ravens this, too. This is a perfect example of what we we're just talking about. Yes, because if you're a team, um, if you try to use Kyle Hamilton like Jamal Adams, yeah, he is not going to be good. No, because Jamal you, Adams only he's a, he's a he's a He's a quarterback sacking. He's a blitzing safety. He's yes. not a cover safety. Yes. He's a run-stopping yes. blitzing safety. This, They're this different. A, it's a perfect example of what we were just talking about. Yep. Because you like this system, the way that the Ravens are going to use Hamilton is going to maximize what you get out of him, and he's going to be a monster and worth every element, like every mo- molecule of this pick. Are, yeah, are you surprised at that? Did anybody else see that stat? This is what? the highest uh, drafted Notre Dame player since 1994. Wow. I mean, but that doesn't surprise me because they can't. 
they can't look at the talent that's been coming from the elite football programs. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, There's a reason Notre Dame, Notre Dame can make it to the playoffs, but then when they get there, they get housed by 40 because they just can't get that top 15 talent that that's going to get drafted. So if you're Notre Dame, which stings worse that you haven't had a guy drafted that high since 94 or that it was Rick Meyer, which is the, which, which hurts worse. Uh, <laughs> who, 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 dra- who drafted old Rick? I was yeah. about to say I'm gonna bet I'm gonna bet nobody on the planet. Rick Myers fan didn't family didn't know that he was the last guy drafted. <laughs> so 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 hold on. This is this is nonsense. Um, unless so it would have to be the 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 highest drafted defensive player because Quentin Nelson went sixth overall and Mike oh, Bucci okay. went ninth overall. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, chicanery. I don't care. No, I don't like. I don't like when you put like little subtitles to make the something other, special. So the other, what, the other uh, thing, what did, Ronnie Staley went sixth to the to the Ravens. Um, yeah. So that so like this is just it's just a defensive. The last defensive player drafted close was Harrison Smith at twenty nine in twenty twelve, which is ironic because this is basically Harrison Harrison Smith reincarnate. Um, if Joker didn't have the medical issues, he would have been higher. Yeah. Well, the other piece of it too is, I mean, it's not to it's it's not to cast dispersions at Notre Dame really because they've had a great defense over the past couple of years. They just get a lot of it done with depth and whatever. Yeah. They just they just haven't had a well, lot. It, of it. Yeah, it's depth and steaming. They've also right. had some of the best defensive coaching we've seen in the country for the past decade. Yeah. True. Speaking of which, it's. We we cannot let the Kyle Hamilton pick go by without talking about who who Notre Dame is replacing Kyle Hamilton. Can, 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 before we get there, can I make one other inter- like more interesting Notre Dame stat? So whoa, okay, si- go ahead. Big since news since that 1994 draft, um, the other defensive players drafted out of Notre Dame first round: Jerry Tillery. Harrison Smith <laughs> and uh, 1997 Ronaldo win. That's, that's it. Insane. Three defensive players drafted in the first round in the last 20 years out of Notre Dame. That's crazy. Uh, 25 years. Kenyon Green, offensive lineman out of A&M, goes at number 15 to the Texans. Uh, some more news from the Ravens. Uh, uh, they just had a trade. trade. Just traded Hollywood Brown to the Cardinals. Yeah. Oh, now, what's the rest of that trade? We don't though? know the compensation yet. Yeah. yeah. We don't know the, We don't know yet. They hadn't reported it. They already had, like, the most draft capital. <laughs> now they get more. I mean, my God. Well, yeah, they might not so- have traded for draft capital. Uh, Kenyon Green, by the way, uh, is this a? I mean, this is a bit of a reach, right? Like, he he was one of the lowest graded. Like, obviously, he's got all of the, like, he's got the size and all that, and you see him, and he he can whip guys. He's a big old boy. Uh, but as far as actual ratings go, Gary, are are you suggesting that Lovey Smith and the Houston Texans organization made a? had faulty reasoning here is that what you're <laughs> suggesting i i don't know that i have seen uh many grades that had kenyon green uh higher or, or yeah any higher than like 22 23 somewhere around there 
that's that's like, where I'm seeing him as twenty six. I mean, that's not like that's not. It's crazy. not a huge reach, but I, there were there were a lot of mocks that didn't even have him in the first round because of but, of how low his grade was. Um, I. You, Listen, you really I, don't. We, see, we could try to compare him to the other guys. We don't. We just don't know. I'm going to tell you this: he's head and shoulders better than every offensive lineman on that offensive line. That's not named yeah. Larry Dunsel. All right, uh, the five of us right. might be able to compete for offensive linemen there. All, all right, right, so and I'm completely useless. So, so uh, Hollywood Brown and pick 100 to the Cardinals for number 23. So, hang on. What does oh. the wide receiving core at Arizona look like right now? Uh, do we have a depth shot chart with them? Yeah, I'm did they lose some people in the offseason? Because uh, I know they got Nuke still. I know they got uh, a boy from 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 uh, Purdue. Yeah, Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore. Yeah, uh, this is still. Have, I mean, it feels uh, like uh, you know that they're trying to um, placate um, brain part right now. Kyler, uh, Kyler, Kyler, yeah. With, with a guy who he played with at Oklahoma. Oh, they, they did lose oh. uh, A.J. Green, didn't they? Well, yeah, but A.J. Green, they didn't really lose A.J. Green. A.J. Green wasn't very good, good last year. A.J. Green that's was That's a great call, though. He, uh, Jamal he and Brown are probably close. Tristan Kirk went to uh, went to Jacksonville. Right. But, For I mean, you still got Rondo Moore, DeAndre Hopkins, and, you know. Now Hollywood okay. Brown. Now Hollywood Brown. I mean, that's a pretty loaded one, two, three. Yeah. If you hang on, if you can get it, this is probably going to be the best we're going to see Hollywood because they just haven't been like he has not been good at all for Baltimore to be a guy that was supposed to be a speed guy. He cannot separate and he's definitely not big enough to go up and get it. But when he's the third banana, I mean, you know, shit, he could probably put up some big numbers there. Yeah. Well, this is this is not just placating um, Murray, in my opinion, either, because like that team has been electric on offense for what, like the first eight games of the year for the last and then they couple, and then they season. nosedive, they fall off a cliff. They've got to figure that out because it's their identity. It's well, the only thing they have going listen, for them. That is that. Listen, that that is that. That's fine. That's all well and good. That is what you're going to get when you take a guy like Cliff Kingsbury, who yeah has yeah. has never been able to beat anybody for an entire season with X's and O's. Okay, he didn't do it in college. We just assume that he's going to come to the pros and be great. I, I don't understand that when you get to the second half of the season when everybody has film on you, everybody knows what you're capable of this season. They just all able to stop it. Even bad defenses were able to stop it. Hey, they, yeah. uh, they signed that guy's uh, not getting smarter. Hey, Jamal jumped in, by the way, said that uh, green signed a one-year deal. So they do have AJ green back uh, as like a, I guess a veteran presence of some sort. Uh, but they also signed uh, Zach Ertz. So like Ertz will be good with them. Well, Ertz, uh, Ertz will probably Ertz be fine. played half the season with them. They traded for Ertz in the middle of the season last year. I was about to say Ertz went there last year. Yeah, at the trade deadline. I would yeah. like to make a list of the thirty-two veteran presence of some sort on each team. I think that would be really <laughs> well, fun. My question is this: You get a veteran like you. You sign an AJ Green when you have a, a roster like the Bengals. You know, a really young New Hopkins does not need a veteran presence. Noop Hopkins oh. is the veteran president and the yeah. best receiver in the room and one of the best receivers in the league. Like he, he don't need a daddy. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> one, one of the five of us, he, he might need five, a backup though. One of the five of us is wearing the Jersey of the apex veteran presence in the league right now. One Trevor oh. Simeon, who's Trev veteran presence, baby. Trev's going to we get, were, we were told that that decade. was a Russell Wilson. Uh, veteran this is, this is a Trevor Simeon Jersey. 
that we were told happens to be the same number as Russell Wilson. I, I said that right off the top. Right. The greatest draft meme that we've ever gotten in the history of the draft has got to be Russell Wilson and the white girl just looking like she hit the damn lottery, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, like, there's that. not a better draft meme in the world than that. Because that yeah. face is the face of a chick that says, I never have to work again the rest of my life. Well, again, to cycle back to something that no one may have heard because we all may have been on mute then. Literally, there's something that was made into an NFT. From... <laughs> That's not, listen, the gas mask is not as good as the the chick that, like, had they got married and lived happily ever after and that dream came true, that wouldn't be as funny. Yeah. Jahan right now, Dot- it's pretty damn funny. Jahan yeah, Dotson to Washington. Scared, I, I would bid on that NFT, yeah. I I am not, like, I don't understand what's happening. Maybe I'm just crazy, and I'm, I'm doing what, what, like in my head, I have a an idea of what the wide receivers should look like. None of the wide receivers are going in the order that I think they should go in. Um, speaking I of agree. wide receivers, I mean, Jahan Dotson just goes to uh, Washington. To Washington, and it sounds like the Titans are trading AJ Brown to the Eagles for number eighteen. Oh. What AJ Brown for the eighteenth overall pick? Yep. And the Eagles, just- the Titans just got fleeced. Or, well, and, the, and another mean, third round pick. You don't so do that pick unless... The Titans got fleeced. You do not trade a talent like A.J. Brown and get and, and get a receiver in this draft. You just well, don't. You, well, you don't do that at all unless you are resetting. I mean, that, yeah. isn't that a no, signal that, that they're, they're about to draft the, the, the QB they think could be... Yeah, the, the, that was about thing. to say. Yeah. Or they're trading up to go get Traylon Burks. Maybe, maybe, but man, Burks, I Why love Burks. Burks Brown ain't AJ Burks. Brown. Like you're drafting Burks, hoping he will be what AJ Brown yeah. is. That doesn't make sense. Know, Chris, you and I have talked about this a lot. Yes, I agree. I agree. But uh, you also know that you have to pay AJ Brown a lot of money. Uh, Jamal okay. Jones said Titans going from worst to, or from first to worst. To worst. Uh, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. AJ Brown okay. was was hurt for a lot of the year uh it was not the passing game hey maybe they know something it's possible let's see the chargers are in at 17 and i gotta pee (laughs) (laughs) i guard zion johnson from boston college two two guards two guards in the first round you don't really see wow. guards getting taken that high. There's uh and and we're probably gonna see a third one, right? Uh, Tyler Smith. I mean uh, again. Uh, maybe maybe not, maybe not. Sorry, he's he's more borderline. My 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 I was I was searching for guards after the Kenyon Green pick, and uh he's 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 a bit further down. So. I would uh, I would say it's a, do. I would say it's a statement on this year's quarterback class that we're going to have multiple guards go ahead of quarterbacks in what is not regarded as an amazing guard class. Um, It's just, again, at some point, there's probably going to be the run. There's going to be that QB run. Well, so does Tennessee take Tannehill's uh, replacement here? Yes, I think so. I mean, you don't, I I just don't think that you make that move unless you're planning to reset your whole, your whole deck. Yeah. I mean, you might be right. Like they're, they may be going after after Willis here, and it it, it jumps more, more, it jumps ahead of like, New Orleans. Right? Yeah, 
Yeah, whoever they like. Like that could be Willis, yeah. that could be Ritter, that could be. Um, well, not not New Orleans. Uh, they jumped ahead of uh, who did New Orleans trade with earlier? Well, no, New Orleans is sitting at nineteen. Yeah, so but they Tennessee, traded a nineteen pick to move up to uh, like eleven. To no, no, the, they they got nineteen from Philly. They uh, had they had two picks. New Orleans had two picks. Uh, you're right. You're right. Okay, so they traded ahead of the Saints and ahead of uh, the Steelers. Yeah. So if they want oh, yeah. if they want Pickett here, or, I think or, I think it's going to be Pickett, Ritter, or, or or Malik, one of those three. I just I can't imagine Pickett being the guy. There's just no way. I can't imagine being Zion Johnson and having the pressure of having to live up to the like when when the same team made one of the greatest offensive lineman draft picks ever in the previous year. <laughs> And you have to live up to that kind of pressure. Yeah, like pro ball or bust, right? Good luck. The last offensive lineman the Chargers took in the first round is going to be their cornerstone for the next decade. So good luck, young man. Hey, have, the, uh, have the Eagles made a bad deal in like the last, I don't know, five, six months? Like it seems like the Eagles are are hitting on everything right now. That time frame was critical because this is a team that Jeff <laughs> Rager ahead of Justin Jefferson. I was Jefferson waiting for you to ago. finish that sentence. Be like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they've they've been turned back into the sun. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it, just, it seems like it's all coming up roses for uh, for the yeah. Eagles right now. Yeah. Like that. I mean, they get Jordan Davis, which you know. Well, but when you waste a first pick, uh, a second overall pick on a Carson Wentz, like. You were still able to win a Super Bowl with that roster, which is unbelievable because the rest of that roster was great. Just imagine the run they could have went on had they not taken a bust for a first-round pick. Um, as a quarterback, I, I just – they have a lot of pieces for some – well, and it's because of the ineptitude, the moronicness of other franchises, right? Like they picked the pockets of the Colts last year. For some reason, their dumbasses gave them a first-round pick for Carson Wentz and then now now they get Brown for this year's first round pick like what the hell man are, are these other franchises just saying Philly we feel bad for you do, do, do they have like does Howie Brown have you know like pictures of these guys wives like doing it's stuff gotta be something Pete's it's gotta be something uh hey Terry jumped in by the way uh first thing Terry said I don't think I read it off earlier he said uh I don't hear any slur, uh, slurred speech. Everyone needs a shot right now. Let's get the show going. And, uh, <laughs> he said, might have joined late. Uh, he said, might have joined late, but who do y'all think the first quarterback picked will be? I think we're about uh, to find out. We we might. Uh, I will I will say this. I had a Desmond Ritter plus 1,200 as the first QB taken. Um, I don't think it's going to be that if this is it. But I, hey, but I did have Kenny Pickett over pick 10 and a half, and I had – uh, Malik Willis over pick 13 and a half. So I won those already. So I, I, I'm going to officially guess Ritter. Really? Boy, that'd be awesome. a little bit of geographic sense too. Well, if I hit, if I hit plus 1200 on this thing, Ooh, shit, baby. <laughs> yeah. oh, they're going to be shots. They're going to be shots. Oh, it's going to yeah. be a lot. I'm going to be drinking a lot of scotch, my friends. A lot of scotch. Jamal yeah. Cooper out here saying Eagles winning the NFC East. Man, come on. They're swimming in the kiddie pool. All right. It ain't that damn hard to win that division because all those teams kind of suck. But even still, they still need a quarterback. Like, I love Jalen Hurts. I do. But, I mean, you got to you got to have somebody that can get these guys the ball. Like, I just, I don't know. Is Foles available? Yes, he is. <laughs> he I was is. just about to say, 
There's no doubt he could be available. Listen, Baker's available. Hang on. All right, honest question. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Baker for a fourth-round pick for the Eagles. Straight up, you do that. You do that deal if you're the Eagles. That that would that be the end of the de- the Eagles making good deals for the last five years. <laughs> yeah, right. Got all good, eventually come around. A good five months. Straight slump buster. Yep. Yeah. NFC East, a race to the bottom, said Patrick Houston. Then McKinnon jumped in and said, Sam Howell kind of seems like a Vrabel guy, if I'm being honest. Uh, the value ain't there, but seems like a guy Vrabel would like. Yeah, you ain't trading up to go get Sam Howell. You can get him in the second round. Like that's But hang on now. You're working under the impression that these guys understand what shit costs. We've watched this thing for years, and these guys don't know what things the Titans, cost. Oh boy. The Titans have actually oh been boy. really good in the draft. I've, Daniel Jones, Garson, like that, like all these guys are talking about, you know, guys that were taken either way too early or way too late. This, this is going to be interesting. I, I'm, I'm seeing some reports. I'm not going to say anything. Don't tip it, Sam. I'm Damn not it. saying anything. I'm not Sam. saying anything. I'm going to walk looking. away. I'm going to walk no, away, like and I'm going to go be right back. Life, man. Look at him up there, smugging <laughs> his knowledge. Blake, if it's a QB. Orange jersey. Oh, oh, this is like going to movies with my wife. You know what she does before we go to movies, right? She YouTubes or Googles. Then YouTube, she's a reader. She YouTubes <laughs> or looks up. What the fuck? She's a reader. She she <laughs> she Googles what happens, and she reads everything that happens before we even get there because she doesn't like anticipation. She doesn't like, like – like someone telling a story and finding out what happens. It drives me insane. Uh, oh, wow. That's really funny, Chris. Now we're all waiting for the other shoe to drop. This thing Sam knows that we don't know. That we well, don't know. While we're waiting, I'll tell you guys while we're on the subject of significant others, uh, this is how my night's going. My wife texted me a, a little while and said, do you think I could leave the car here? So that's that's how my night's going. <laughs> oh, oh my god what in the world leave the car where she's in a she's at a friend's birthday party um, <laughs> has everybody I was, seen the pick this is why i was late because i was putting the kids down so um i have not i see mike Vrabel looking um not very sure of himself chris what? did you see it no i didn't oh see it oh my goodness i just see the pick selected Hold on, let's let Chris watch it. And I'm on like a ridiculous delay. Hang on, I'm about to go to CBS and find out since you all know. It's, I, I don't know what stream you're watching, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm watching. I'm watching the. Uh, oh wow! Wow! Oh, Traylon Burks. What? All right, so I like this guy. Well, we we literally just said this was crazy two minutes it, ago, and well, it's only it's only crazy because you're drafting him, hoping that he becomes the guy that you're getting rid yeah, of. You just got rid of, yeah. right? Right, like I, that math I, doesn't make sense to me. This no. guy, AJ Brown, is a star. You're drafting the guy that you're hoping is that guy. You already have this guy. Okay, you got to pay him. Yeah, you got to pay these fucking guys. They're worth a lot of money, so you got to pay them. Yeah, that's right. Because the problem is that you have paid Ryan Tannehill and you can't get out of the deal. Cut you his ass. Out of the AJ Brown deal. Listen, trade him to the Eagles, <laughs> and you're all right. <laughs> I mean, who, seriously. Who, hang on. This is an honest question. Who's because I, I cannot think of it, and I'm just not going to look it up because I don't give a shit. Really, who's the Colts' quarterback right now? Uh, Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. Oh yeah, I, I was say I knew they traded for somebody. Okay, Matt Ryan's better than 
right, he's better. So, so wait, here, here's here's my question: Like, is this? Why do you trade up to make this pick? I don't. I don't. Well, because I do think that somebody was going to take Burks. I don't think if Burks is the guy you want, I think there's a chance Burks is best you, receiver in this draft. Do you think the Saints or the Steelers were going to take? I think oh well, the Patriots are sitting there at twenty-one, so maybe you had to get in front of them. I, I was about to say, yeah, I think enough. you got to get in front of Bill. Yeah, I do think fair, you got to get in front of Bill. That's fair. And, that's and where Vrabel, I wanted him to go, but if he would have gone, yeah. gone, gone to New England, there's no doubt he would have been a bust. So, and it's a classic run too. I mean, like wideout is one of the best position groups in this draft. Like, I mean, it's like, and the guys are going. It, it is, but all of these guys aren't going to be great. Well, there's oh, no. going to be a Jalen Rieger in this thing. There's going to be a Nikhil Harry in this thing. Sure, but somebody's going to look like an ass. But everybody's sure. looking at last year's draft. The NFL's a copycat league, right? Like everybody's looking at Chase and at Jefferson and saying, "I want mine." Right. Well, and, and, it, and probably they're they're seeing the the contracts that these wide receivers are getting after their rookie deals and saying, "Hey, yeah, I, so. I I can't afford this uh, Devontae Adams deal, so let's get a let's get a rookie." I mean, AJ Brown. He's on the last year of his deal. He's about to get paid. So don't pay quarterback forty-five million dollars, and you can give a you can break a little bit off for your receivers. <laughs> you have to pay a quarterback forty-five well, I mean, million dollars. No, you don't. Thing, right? like, no one... I'd rather take my chances with another quarterback and have a guaranteed AJ Brown oh. than have than play revolving door with wide receivers hoping to find an A.J. Brown and not having a good quarterback. Disagree, as someone who's been in quarterback hell since 2015. Yeah, but just because you can't get it right doesn't mean anything. There's a lot lot of guys that have gotten it right. Is wide receiver becoming the new running back? No, wide receiver has become the new left tackle and edge rusher. That's what they are. PFF, and I wish I could give credit to who I saw this from, but PFF, at the end of last year, did like a thing, and they basically said the analytics show that a number one elite wide receiver is the second most valuable asset to a franchise now, yeah. which is why those guys are getting the thirty to forty million. Right. Well, and that was, and you can flip it around the other way too. Was the fact that they are getting thirty forty only increases that, and it's it's like taking you back to the 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 quarterback thing, right? Where it's like. Now everyone's going to want one of those guys on a rookie deal because the back-end money is so expensive. Well, Schefter is saying A.J. Brown's just about to sign a four-year, $100 million extension with $57 million guaranteed. So, yeah. yeah. It's 25 so in a year. Decent. Yeah. But that's, what, but that's what a tier one wide receiver is going to cost you nowadays. Everybody just needs to, to, to budget it. The cap is going up a lot. So you've got the fucking money. I wonder if there's something else at play here. Like, is there something that's going on in the Titans locker room? Well, no, A.J. Brown made it clear at the something happened, and A.J. Brown was like, fuck these guys, I'm out. He's, yeah. he, he said what Debo said, yeah. but but for some reason nobody picked up on what, what he said. Wasn't there a group of, like, three guys? There were three like of a, them. There's t- another Terry, one. Uh, um, yep, Terry from, uh, uh, you're right, from the Commanders. Mc, Mc, uh, um, McLaurin. Yeah, McLaurin. Yeah, yeah. McLaurin. Yeah. Because all three of them are kind of like, we're not yep. happy. And they all well, got the same agent. Yeah. Well, I know this. I, I like Terry McLaurin. I think he's really good. Uh, one of those things ain't like the others. So, so I, have a, I have a question, Chris. You, you were <laughs> the, talking about the, or, the order of the wide receivers? Sure. So so it went London, Olave, Williams. Um, that Wilson, was in there. Oh, w- Wilson was in there, too. Where, where yeah. was, where Wilson was, was right after London. Where, he yeah, was right after go. London. London, Wilson, Olave, um, Williams, Dotson, 
Burks. Who who did you yes, have sir. as like the top? Well, Burks. Burks was my best. I think Burks has a chance to be the best wide receiver in this draft. He doesn't have the speed that those other guys have, but none of those guys have the body that he has. I, I, I will like agree. you can you can work out, you can get faster. He will never get like Chris Olave speed. All right, he, he is the main reason Arkansas's offense will not be people, as good this year yeah. as they were last. People year. will claim people will claim he's not a great route runner, but these are like the things that he's bad at are things you can learn. He didn't have to be a great route runner because he's a monster. You can't teach somebody to be a monster. Plus, he's and he's of that kind of guy. He's the top guy of that type. Also, right. This is a bastard that hunts hogs with knives. Okay. (laughs) Like I want a guy like, I want this guy in my locker room because if you got a, I'm about to just go off for a minute. If you got a Baker Mayfield, this is the kind of wide receiver that'll put his ass in a locker and tell him quit crying. Stop being a little bitch and go play ball. True. True. Uh, McKinnon jumped in. He said, uh, Scary Terry also hadn't had a remotely capable quarterback his entire time in Washington. Uh, and then McKinnon also said, Christian Watson to the Pats. Uh, he said he would be the perfect bill pick for wide receiver. High ceiling, probably going to fail in the league. So. <laughs> uh, Trevor Penning, the uh, tackle from Northern Iowa, just went to the Saints. Interesting. Thanks. Like, the Saints still are this not taking the, the quarterback. This is, what the, this is what the Saints do, don't they? They draft yeah. somebody that nobody's ever heard of every year. Well, people – I mean, Pennings was pigged in the in the first round. I mean, I and, just because and, I haven't heard of they, him. Like, and they did already take Chris Olave, so. Yeah. Penning's one of those guys where I've been watching him, so, like, I like I guess I have to go back and take a look because, I, like, was this guy ever not massive? Like, it's hard for me to believe that this guy, like, in high school wouldn't have been kind of the same kind of guy. Did he grow, like, three inches when he was at Northern Iowa? I'm he's like, always been huge. Like, he's six seven three twenty five. Like, what didn't that guy show in, like, the rivals camp that he showed at Northern Iowa? I just don't understand. I feel like he must have mauled people then. I don't know. It's just interesting. But, but I mean, he's the guy that everyone was high on, so. Yeah, I'm going to look at him at uh, 247. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, six six seven and one eight, mind you, John. Yeah, fair. <laughs> that last that eight, one eight, that last eight pushed him up into the first. Yeah, so that's that's, that's probably worth like two hundred thousand dollars contract or something. Yeah, probably was. So Pitt- tell me why. Tell me why you went to Northern Iowa. That's that's the question I got to ask. Pittsburgh yeah. on the Pittsburgh on the clock now. Is this uh, is this Kenny Pettit territory? Oh, Keep are we going to get a quarterback taken right here? Uh, God, I hope not. I want so pick. bad to be Mitchell okay. Trubisky to yeah. be the quarterback of the Steelers this year. He was 6'6", 260 coming out. So he's put on 65 pounds and grown an inch and an eighth. Is he from uh, Iowa originally? Uh, yes. My guess, yeah. yeah. Iowa had him as a – I mean, Rivals had him as a no-star prospect, although our friend – Friend of the pod, Louis Vacare, will say that that most likely means that he just didn't go to a camp or something. But Northern yeah. Iowa was his best and only offer. He went. He went to some probably small high school that nobody yeah. cared about. So he got a lot bigger. Uh, Jamal jumped in. He said uh, Drake London's a stud, but USC games don't start until ten when everybody's drunk and headed to sleep. <laughs> so I, I, I'll be honest. I was surprised by that pick. Because I just like London just wasn't on my radar as a top wideout, but then I also saw like, oh, he's six four, you know, two whatever. No, he, like, he was absolutely like talented enough to be oh, there. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was hurt half of last year. We, he just so wasn't wasn't anybody anybody was talking about. He just wasn't the name. Well, that's you know. the other thing. 
do we think that the injury impacted Williams' draft stock at all, or do we think it didn't make a difference? No, I don't Would think it no, he, he super speed, uh, but you don't have somebody like the Raiders drafting like like they used to, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, you, Jamison Williams. Well, the Raiders don't have a first round pick, so and neither do the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. And look, Jamison Williams is a great wide receiver, but uh, as far as route running being technically sound, etc., like he's okay. So, the, so these are the things that that I look at. Like I said, I'm I'm wrong all the time, so it doesn't fucking matter. But like I. <laughs> Tell me, tell me a good, a good DB that that London went up against, because this is why I'm biased to the the big receivers that come out of the Big Twelve or the Big sorry the Big Ten and the SEC is because those two conferences play defense and they play defense at the secondary level better than everybody else, and if you can get open against those guys, you got a chance because those are the guys playing DB in the NFL. And you get these wide receivers that come out of these flashy uh, schools that nobody ever plays defense on, Hollywood Brown, and and they just don't pan out because somebody gives them a little bit of press coverage, knocks them on their ass coming off the line. They're like, shit, nobody's ever hit me before. Nobody's ever touched me. Nobody's ever put their yeah. hands on me before, and they don't know how to handle it. Look, I, I will tell you this. I know that's uh, an incredible bias, and it doesn't mean that great receivers can't come from those other schools because they, they do sometimes. Yeah. I'll take my chances with guys that have been up against the dogfight competition. That's all. Uh, McKinnon said he went up against Washington DBs, and they were pretty good. At least two cornerbacks with one uh, first and second round uh, grade. Don't, don't give me Washington's D. Don't, don't give me Washington football they, DBs. All right, they they're they shit. Play, they didn't play Washington last year. Uh, Drake London. The reason that he uh, has such a one, he's super talented. Anyway, he only played in eight games last year. He had 15 receptions against Notre Dame for 171 yards. He had 16 receptions against Utah for 162. Uh, against Washington State, he had 13 for 170. Uh, against Oregon State, he had 10 for 165. Like, he he put up numbers, but yeah. Yeah. no, he ain't, like, I mean, it's, it's the Pac-12. Like look at the look at the DBs that they went up against. Look at the DBs that Burke went up against, and, and then and then call me and tell me that you think it's anywhere close to comparable. And, and Jamison Williams, no. and Jamison Williams. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's like I, it's no, I I totally agree, and it's like it's a whole lower level of competition. And to that point, I just have to assume that like every wide receiver who got open, you know, every Liberty wide receiver who got open in the middle of the field or on the right side of the field must have been hit with a pass every single time. I can only assume Malik Willis probably what he complete eighty percent of his passes over the middle, probably passes over the middle. I, I must be within thirty to forty percentile, surely. Uh, <laughs> pinpoint against the steel teeth of those defenses, Liberty play. I can only assume. Picking up the sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> Made them all a little thick. A little thick. All right, speaking so with, speak and speaking of which. With the Steelers, are they taking him or what? Franco Harris is I, looking old. Franco, yeah. I think they're taking a quarterback. I don't like it because I would really like to see Mitchell Trubisky be the future of the Steelers. But, Bridge quarterback well, Mitchell Trubisky. No, 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 no. That is, I mean, that is the Mitchell future Trubisky franchise. Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky. They can draft him. I'm going to tell you, this college tweeted this pick out five minutes ago. Samuel. I didn't say who it was. I'm going to say that I'm going to say it's Pickett. I don't like that you know it before I know it. (laughs) Pitt tweeted five minutes ago that Kenny Pickett was staying in town. 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Kenny Pickett. That's when you said pick. that, I was like, it has to be Pitt. That's a <laughs> stupid pick. Single. This is I'm one sorry. of those things. This is one of those things where people see Joe Burrow and they think, oh, well, this is the. We're just going to do this all the time. Guys like that just don't come around all the time. I just pick it. Pick it might be fine. Like, like he might make it to a second contract, like you were saying earlier, Chris. Well, this is the best this, news I've had. But, long but Chris, I was like, about to say, Chris, you're a Joe Burrow guy and a Browns guy. How is this in any way bad news for well, you? No, it's it's not. It's it's a hundred percent not. I love Kenny Pickett being with the Steelers. We get a quarterback battle against two guys that that don't scare me at all, and uh, and and I'm really excited. It's this is a sentimental mistake at, bit, at but absolutely absolutely this is a you're, or you're 20 right. whatever it is like it's just, I, this is i would 100 i'd 100 percent agree with it if his fingers were like a half an inch longer <laughs> but those tiny hands i just i knew somebody was gonna bring that but does he uh, smell like cabbage yeah. I, I, I totally failed to get my kids like little miniature uh, hand things for this moment on the podcast, yeah. but um, oh, good stuff. I'll, I'll, bring, the, I'll bring the props next year, folks. He, he does have a lot of experience playing in that stadium, so yeah, maybe it's just one of those things that just doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it just does not matter at all. I mean, I, at, I'd love to all. see it happen. I mean, I would... <laughs> he's, he's got he's acclimated to the weather. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Uh, Patrick, <laughs> the altitude. He said, thank you, hand size, the elephant in the room. Uh, yeah. Jamal Cooper said, Ryan Leaf vibes, one big year. Uh, he said, Pickett is trash. Uh, at least, I mean, at least this is number 20, not number. I was about to say, to, our, number two. to the early, yeah, to Chris's yeah. earlier point. Right, exactly. They didn't bet the farm for this. Yeah. yeah I mean, this- like. They didn't move up for him. They they just sat back and waited, and they yeah. got him. And that's and like I said, that's that's fantastic in my book. Uh, know, Terry it, number twenty seven, by the way, said this is crazy that Jermaine Johnson hasn't been snatched yet. Somebody's getting a crazy steal. Uh, I will say this: when I was doing my research for uh, the first round, you are not going to see a lot of first round guys that are age twenty three already. No. Uh, it's it just isn't going to happen anymore. They talked about that there are a bunch of guys that are going to get drafted in this draft that are twenty. Oh, the Patriots because traded. of because oh. of COVID. Yeah, Pat's just traded with Kansas who City. Who would have ever thought the trade him to the Chiefs? Yeah, KC is moving up. Um, so they they they, they want to get in on this receiver. I mean, or or do they who's left? Huh? Who's left? Don't say who's left. I don't think I don't think you trade up for a receiver right now. I I wonder if they're looking at McDuffie. Speaking Probably. of of corners that uh, that um, the USC guy went up against, well, but again, is there is there a safety left on the board because uh, they're replacing Honey Badger? Uh, there's some safeties, but none that you would jump. Like, I think uh, the kid from Washington, the cornerback, because I think he can play. He can play both. Daxton yeah. Hill's the number three number three yeah. Yeah, Hill. tracker. He's Daxton. another guy who was really good. When we Paul watched Clinton them, said Pickett's older than Sam Darnold. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That's, that is wild. That's a good comp. But that's yeah, a good comp. That's about what I see him being. Yeah, but Hill is Hill. That's right. Hill still being around is anywhere. Anywhere he goes at this point is. I mean, like, it, let's let's call a spade a spade. Like the Steelers are a really well-run organization and have been for Absolutely. a long time. 
Yes. If Sam Darnold went to the Steelers instead of the shit show that he went to in New York. Oh, he would be a lot better than he'd he He'd be a lot was. better. Yeah. But but he's not going to be, which is perfect for me. This has them be middle of the pack every year. Like good enough to where they don't cut him loose, but but bad enough to where they can't do anything special. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I hope I, Mike Tomlin, I hope Mike Tomlin goes nine and eight every year. I wonder if part of this goes back to 1983 when the Steelers did not take Dan Marino. You know, the, the, home, the hometown ask, guy. Ooh. When did... And I was that's a book, man. Come on, like you're, you're hoping to, if that's what you're hoping for. I mean, that's insane. They, they comping this guy to Dan. I mean, Look, looking at the Steelers front office from 1983, this guy here is dead. <laughs> this... <laughs> oh, that's a fantastic major league reference. <laughs> nice pull, oh. sir. Nice pull. The oh other thing, God. too, with. With Marino, is he fell for some weird reason, right? Like, wasn't it really it, wasn't a good reason? It was no. I mean, he got nagged, right? Like something happened where like there was bad, like bad buzz about him, and that was that all ended up being total BS, and he fell. Well, he uh, never won a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl one doesn't fit. Bur- Burrow, Watson, Jackson, Pickett, boy. Yeah, there's a there's a gap there. Yeah, I don't disagree. There's a gap there. So, what are the chances that three years from now that comes back to bite us all in the ass, and he's like the star of the draft? Is there? Is it thirty percent? Is it seven percent? Sixty percent? Seven to ten feels more yeah. likely. All right, there, there's yeah, Trent not. McDuffie. Packers, yeah, Packers, yeah. McDuffie from Washington. So, the Packers are the Chiefs. Chiefs, The the Chiefs. Chiefs. Sorry, the Packers are up next. I was about to say, what the fuck? Sorry, sorry. Hey, so all these wide receivers, and everybody assumed the Packers were going to be taking one of these big time wide receivers, but the run kind of went. I bet the, I bet that's who they were trying to jump over, Vrabel and them. Oh, yeah, that's that's what we said. Yeah, Yeah. Malik Willis to the Packers. You heard it right now. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean I'm hundred percent kidding, but that would be like the, the night of now, my dreams. We already we were talking about this under the text. The Packers have to take Howell because he looks like a sausage and he'll fit in perfectly <laughs> in that community. That guy it looks Sam like Howell a... looks like he just walked out of Mars Cheese Castle. Like a like a, with Sheboygan, a full shopping a she- cart. A guy, bratwurst. Yeah. That guy needs to be a Packer. Uh but My God. yeah, that okay. would be funny. Like the Packers drafting Malik Willis to push the guy who's yeah, to push the guy who's pushing Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that would be amazing. Next level. All right. Dimensional so, chess. So we got Trent McDuffie in. Everybody thought that the Packers were going to take a wide receiver, but we've Again, already had who's, six who's wide left? receivers taken. Who's left? Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything up with the best available. Uh, or I'm, like I'm pulling it up as we speak. Per, per ESPN, ESPN because uh, Christian Watson, Christian Watson, yeah, and then Sky oh, so Moore, and then too? then John Mechie. Uh, the Jake guys, Culver, George Pickens. Uh, I mean, George, for the, Pickens, George Pickens was was getting talked about a bit this week. That's an interesting name, at least. Yeah, I mean, for the guys that we saw up close and personal in the Big Ten, um, 
Jackson Hill and George Karloff is still being available. I mean, those two guys are. Uh, you know who's you know who's on the on the on the docket right now for the Big Ten is David Bell. David Bell. Yeah, and Bell too. Bell, well, and hey, Bell now, I saw, and, but I but I saw Bell falling like a lot of yeah. people had him like third yeah. round. Yeah, no, he's he's I, way down. Yeah, uh, no, I, no, I know, I know, he's it's way down. weird be, too because yeah, I mean, it's the tools that I guess the raw tools that some of the other guys have. I just know, like, I mean, not like no shade to Milton Wright, who's a solid wide receiver, but Purdue throws on every single down, and they throw to him way more than anybody no, else. David Bell. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you this when. When this draft is over, wherever Bell lands, Bell will finish with a substantially better career than the majority of the quarter uh, the, uh, wide receivers taken in the first. Totally round. agree. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, time, every, everybody in three years will be like, "Why did this?" Guy? It'll be doing the exact same yeah. thing we were doing and with DK you, Metcalf and AJ Brown. Like, and to your point how, about Debo Samuel, how in the hell did all these guys go before? And him? to your point about the Big Ten, he saw. The, oh, best, shit, yeah. the best corner on every Big Ten team, every snap. Yep. Okay. And nobody can stop him. And often with help. three years. Yeah. yeah. Nobody years. can stop him. Yeah. He's and and you're talking about some of those corners. He went up against corners that were uh, not many that were faster, or more athletic, but a lot of them were all bigger than him. Didn't matter. Did yeah. did not matter. He just ran away from them. Yeah, oh, totally yeah. agree. One thing that he, might hurt him, though, is the fact that uh, even when he did not play, uh, Purdue was still able to throw the ball around. Well, that, but that's their it's offense, just, though. That Rome. doesn't matter. That's yeah. Jeff Rom. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I mean it's, it's true. It's just one of those things where it was like they – and you're right. They did a good job of scheming him open. But he still – I just – yeah. He still got – hang on. Don't, don't we credit guys for being great um, route runners? Like – they called a play, and it, they, it and he ran the route perfectly, and it always got open. It weren't Drew Brees delivering him the ball either. Oh, <laughs> this is not the glory so, days of Purdue. Did the so we got a linebacker, Quay Walker. Yeah, Quay Walker. That's a good pick. That's a that's a that's a hell of a player. Is that the first linebacker off the board? Uh. Well, I guess they're calling a lot of these edge rushers outside. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. Say, that's not really a linebacker. They this is a middle Quay, linebacker. Quay went. Yeah, yeah, this is the first middle linebacker. It's a middle linebacker. That's so he went ahead of Dean. Yeah, he did. Uh, what are the chances Baltimore takes another defensive player? <laughs> this is just what they do. Yeah, that's what. That's how they. That's how they roll. Oh, uh, I don't know who they would take nope. that's, uh, that's left on offense. They've traded with Buffalo. Oh wow. Per per my app. Yeah, no that that's. Oh, Buffalo moved up. Buffalo moved up. It just Buffalo's jumped. Going to get Dax. Good job, Scus. I'd almost guarantee that. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Who's Buffalo's yeah, new OC? Who, who are they replacing Daybo with? Because I think that's going to matter this year for all the people that just chalking up W's to Buffalo. I think that team is loaded. I think they're really good. I love, love Sean McDermott as a head coach. But yeah, that the, the offense is going to be different because Daybo is a genius. He's a problem solver. Yeah. Uh, I am looking it up. Da-da-da. Dax would I mean would they would they go corner? Ken Dorsey. Ken, Ken Dorsey? Wait, wait, like the former Miami quarterback Ken Dorsey? That would be the guy. Huh. Uh Jamal That's jumped in. They need a corner, not a safety. Yeah, I know, but D- Dax Hill plays everything. Yeah. Daxon Hill was 
like it's what's weird is Michigan went from good to bad to good again through no fault of Daxton Hill's own while he was there. And he rode the whole thing out and was sweet the entire time. Uh, You know, they may not take Dax Hill. They they might end up going after Elam from uh, Florida or Andrew Booth. Yeah, the other kid from Washington. Um, uh, Kyler, what's his name? Kyler Gordon. Coming off, coming off the Chiefs trading up for a corner, I could, I could see this being a corner for Buffalo. Yeah, because I mean that's that's their one big position of need. Yeah. They, they yeah. need a lockdown corner. That's that's the piece. They lock that in. They are in like everything. Else well, they, they got get. White, but they they need a number two, right? Especially against the, against the the oh yeah teams like Cincinnati and Kansas Chiefs, City. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do we think there's? Uh, any- we, uh, oh, uh, Jamal jumped in. He said Booth. That's a. Uh, well, listen, they they don't need one against their AFC East opponents, all right? That is not what you, you need to be able to stop the run against the AFC East because ain't nobody throwing football. I'm, I'm not mad enough right now, but let's just, like, insert Dabo Sweeney rant here from Scuzz. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Do it. Have, have another sip of your beverage. Let, let, I let's go. I want to I stay happy tonight, guys. <laughs> the, uh, I was going to ask you guys, do you think there's any chance Brees Hall gets into the first round? Like by extension, there's a chance. There's a chance a lot of guys get into the first round. Sure, I mean, yeah, Hall's got to be the first running back. Aren't there a lot of props around like no running backs in the first round? I've got a bet on no running backs in the first round. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would think no running backs. I'm trying to look at the teams available. Not a lot of these guys need a quarterback. Are we really going to have a draft where one quarterback is taken in the first? Or someone who's moving back? Or someone's going to who's moving back back in? Because Baltimore Cowboys. I mean, I guess the Titans could take one. Could the Bucks just, take one? I mean, again, it's it's just so weird because we're not used to the NFL making sense. But like, we're loaded with second round quarterbacks here. Like, that all makes perfect sense. Hey, d- don't worry, the Vikings are sitting there at thirty two, and they could do something crazy. So, well, not just crazy, man. Like, you don't think that would be a good pick? You don't think y'all need to prepare for the future? Well, so here's my problem with it: is that the Vikes have spent every minute since they fired. Um, Zimmer doing exactly what Zimmer and Spielman did for years. And they have been loading up on talent for next year. They re-signed cousins. I know there was like financial, you know, wizardry involved in that, right. To, to, to reduce some of the cap hit, but like yeah. they're just running it back. And so trading down to 32 makes sense in that vein. And so that's a Patriot move. So I just like why they, why they would then confound that situation by drafting a QB for the future would be really, really weird. Huh. But I mean, it's like unless, for everything. Unless, unless they found a dance partner to uh, to offload Cousins to, but he's got a no trade, so I just so yeah, Cousins ain't going anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. But I mean, it's like for everything. No, they're not doing that. Yeah, for everything I've said about Willis, top of the second round, screw it. Who cares? Yeah. One million percent, yes. Yeah. One million percent. Well, no, uh, I mean, I, I, I like you. Well, go, but if you're going to do top of the second round, sorry, go, go, Sam, no, you're top of the we're saying the same round, thing. Why would you not trade up to the first, exactly. And get that extra. Get that, I mean, that's I mean, exactly unless, what I was going. That doesn't make any sense. That's the thirty-four is the exact oh. same as thirty-two. Oh, I mean, it's all head games, right? I mean, it's like if if teams, I guess they're all looking right, and they'll be like, it's the question of does someone blink and is someone like I got to trade up or else someone's going to trade up ahead of me. Cause we're, we're about to get to that place, right. Where no one needs quarterbacks. 
So if you're if you're picking him here, you're picking him because you think you can make him out of something, and the option for that extra year is just too like it's it, whatever capital you'd have to right. spend to move up. Oh, you're yeah. gonna oh my god, value. is Buffalo getting Carlathis? Oh, oh, what? Oh, o- over Johnson? Yeah, I mean Jermaine well, Johnson is still there. Carlathis, unless it was just a coincidence. I think it was a coincidence. Oh, okay. I just looked up and I saw Buffalo and Carlathis. They got no need at that position. Like and, and unless you're just trying to get there's, the best player on the board, but like there's a there's an argument you're to just, draft, draft you're to your just strength. Keeps in it except with defensive linemen. It's like screw it. What's one yeah. more? Draft to your strength, right? Yeah. So oh they traded. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the uh that's the old Al Michaels approach, or just just strength on strength. Mm-hmm. If you're really good at defense, just get great at defense because being mediocre at both is not helpful. Kair being elite Elam. at one is good. The Florida corner. That's what but, I thought. Isn't that what Gary said? Yep. Has Las Vegas always had a huge Ferris wheel? Yes. yes. Well, no. Well, hang on. Define always. It's yes. about seven. It's about five to seven years old. Uh, twenty. I, when I went, uh, the last time I went to Vegas was like twenty fifteen, and it had been there for a little bit. It, it so they didn't. I went there. 10 years, 11 years. They didn't have one when I was living there. In in my mind, I went to Vegas recently, and it was like 15 years ago. I'm like, hey. <laughs> like, so I you remember how I was going to try to do something in New Orleans for my 40th time. birthday? So yep. I'm, I'm now going to Vegas. So if you guys want to go to Vegas the weekend before Thanksgiving, I've got the real world uh, suite. At the real? So, the real no. world the real world. So you remember when the real world was in Vegas? Yeah. Oh, at the Palm. Yeah. At the Palm. It's not the Palm. It's it's at the Golden Spike on Fremont. Huh, and it's really? the weekend before. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving. That's a little bit easier than Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, baby. I still want to go to LSU with you, Chris. Yeah. So, well, we can do that. We can yes, do okay. that. So for Listen, all of you watching, up. Chris gave you the man. date and the venue. <laughs> Show up. I don't care. Show up. Go ahead and count on me. I will be there yeah, Friday so through Sunday or Monday yeah. or whatever. It's cheap. The hotel now the room only holds well, it's got seven queens that will only allow nine people in. I've got seven already, but uh we can snuggle up. Um I'm not afraid of that. <laughs> and the hotel rooms like in the hotel are only like eighty five bucks a night, man. So if you don't get in the suite, just get in the room, get in the building. That's not bad. Party. What, this this question may make me look like an idiot, but is Kyer okay. Elam and Matt Elam are they related? I uh, do not believe so. Matt okay. Elam, the kicker? No. Who am I thinking of? Am I, thinking I have of? no idea who you're thinking. I know of. who you're talking about. Um, I know who one of those people are. I don't know who the other one is. <laughs> Chris is like, I know who one of those people is, and they just got drafted. And they, yeah, I was about to say he just <laughs> got picked. Uh, Matt Elam's a safety for uh, for the Chiefs. No, yeah. Jason went, Elam was the I kicker for the Broncos. Yeah, his I was just nephew, about to say there was a kicker named Elam. Yeah, for, Kyer for the Broncos. Elam is his nephew. There we go. Okay. I just answered the question. There you go. So the safety in the league has his nephew playing in the league with him. Apparently, well, no, he's in the CFL now. Uh, he, he yeah. Got, it, apparently, he was arrested on charges of possession of more than twenty grams of marijuana, possession with intent to sell. Ah, it's some bullshit. Uh, yeah, but this was years ago. So, yeah, apparently it's his nephew. Yeah, interesting. That don't matter. 
Just because it was a long time ago doesn't make it right. Hey, hey, I agree with you. Last time he played in the NFL was 20... 17. Or no, it was oh, 26. This probably old, too. I mean, he was born in 91. Oh, uh, not that damn old. <laughs> it just makes us old. Like, son of a bitch. Oh, wait, isn't, isn't, well, I am. Is, isn't Hollywood Brown, are they cousins, or is, it, or is Hollywood Brown Antonio Brown's nephew? He's, they're, uh, they're family, but they're not. She not I think they're like cousins, right? They're both yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they ain't like, they ain't tight. Do you think the Cowboys are picking this, or do you think they're, uh, oh, well, based on the view of their draft room, it looks like they're picking this. I thought they might they might trade here, because... Jerry don't like trade now. I know. And then, and so what they're probably going to do is they're going to pick an OT that they could get 12 picks from now. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but hang on, really, does it matter? We're at the point of the draft where, like, yeah, he'll your, be there 12. Your coach, now, but Bill Bel- your coach, Bill Belichick, would tell you, yes, it matters. Because every I, opportunity I know. to trade back and amp up your capital. There, there's more, no doubt yeah. Bill's going to trade out of that 29th pick. Yep. This is what he does. Uh, Patriot uh, fans wait all day to see their team pick. And then we show up on draft day and we get to leave with our dick in our hands and nothing else. I got to say, this has been one of the best draft first round picks. Like, I'm just chill. Like, I'm not having yeah. to stress about yeah, what the worry Broncos about are doing. Yeah. Like, your dick might be in your hands, Chris, but does it have a ring on it? Oh, we're going back there. <laughs> oh, no. We're going Nobody's back. Nobody's got that amount of rings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. being the operative Uh-oh. word. Yes. So the Cowboys uh, last year, or was it last year, two years ago, where they had uh, they had two CD. years ago when they took CD. Yeah. Uh, now you've got Jermaine Johnson, who is expected to be a top ten pick, that has dropped all the way to twenty four. Do they, they take? Do need a, they do need a defensive end. That would be that would be a good value. Yeah. Pick. I just with, I, with I think Gregory they're going gone. Offense. I just they 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 used. Um, well, I mean, either either offensive line or defensive line is the same value right now. I mean, it doesn't matter. If you don't really have a massive need, you just take somebody in the trenches that's going to play for 10 years. All right, in that case, you, you probably think, take the kid from Tulsa, right? I think Jerry Ooh, just – I don't know. I, I think that's, Jerry that's, just wants to – Jerry just wants to pay someone millions of dollars while insisting he doesn't know anything about it. That's what I think he's – He's not drafting his, his nephew, John. <laughs> that's only for family. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, but, but, like, sure, DE and, and offensive tackle, maybe it's the same value right now, but Jermaine Johnson's a way better player than Tyler Smith. Oh, probably. All right. I got to pick him. Uh, Jamal Cooper jumps in. You guys don't think George Pickens could be a stud? Yeah, I think he could be a stud. I just don't, I, yeah. I don't see the value uh, with a first round pick on him. So he, he coming off of an injury, uh, you know, obviously didn't put up great numbers at Georgia, but you know that he could. If he had been in a different offense, that, uh, that would be a wild pick right now. Not that, not okay. that it's not like something the Cowboys need, but that would be like a wild reach right now. That's probably I mean, what, you, like, you can be, talk me. There's a ton of guys where you can talk me into that. That guy is going to be as successful as any guy who's been taken prior to this point. It's just that kind of draft. Like there's no particular guy where I'm just like, that guy's a lot. And there's been some great guys taken so far, but I'm just like, this draft is, I mean, they're, I think there's there's just a ton of value in the late first and the second round. There's just a bunch of guys that could be something that are still around. And there are a lot of guys where, you know, it's not a bad draft. It's just not 
They just aren't the rock stars that they're. Tyler Smith, the uh, yes. tackle yes, from, the Tulsa. from Tulsa. Tulsa. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the one I just said. Yep. That they, I mean, they could have they could have traded back six or seven or eight picks. Picked up, a, picked up a you know a, a second day maybe a third day or two um and still gotten him i think see that's the thing i again you got to have a trade partner to be able to do that and i just yes. don't know like but that, isn't there like we were talking a minute ago isn't there somebody that wants to come up and get a qb right now maybe the answer is no i doubt it i mean it, it show it, don't look like it right now i think i think when Chris, let's all nonchalantly pretend like Matt Coral was just tech boy. Can you guys believe Coral was drafted this high? I can't. <laughs> I can't believe. I'm gonna that, go along with this. You got to say the name right. It's Matt Corral. <laughs> I can't believe Corral went this high. To I just Dallas, nonetheless, too. I mean, that's drafted. crazy. I can't believe the Cowboys reached for Corral this early. I just can't believe. But look, you, you, you can read the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I see the screen before I even get the ears in. <laughs> That's a pretty bad stick. This doesn't work. If we were all in the same room and I walked away to go pee and then I come back and you guys are like, oh, my God, Matt Corral, then I'm, like, rushing to find my screen and whatever. <laughs> but but that stick only works if we do this together. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> who, did we, who did we say earlier can't read? I'm the one that can't read. No, we read like no, names. No, you said some QB can't read earlier. This is, this is like oh. a nice throwback. Like probably Kenny Pickett. I don't know. It was somebody. Yeah, probably, probably. Oh no, I don't know who it was. It wasn't Kenny Pickett. I don't know. He probably could read. It's a pretty good school, right? I mean, they're, yeah, they're all right. I guess. Uh, Our friend Matt, John would know friend. the answer to that. Where's Pitt ranked in the school of the quarterbacks coming out of college? Our friend Matt got his PhD there. Uh, oh, so, oh, so that's a pretty good school then. Oh, I don't know. I guess you can get a PhD from any dumbass school. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. just, just because they offer a doctorate degree. I, yeah. I, don't. I mean, there, there are people that get PhDs from Ole Miss, and it's still a pretty bad school. Hey, for Manny Brothers. There you go. Pitt has for Manny Brothers. So. I don't, I don't know what that is. You're is it like a sandwich brother? place? It's an amazing sandwich Oh, my God. Place. In I've Pittsburgh? I've been to Pitt. Oh, Pittsburgh's, no, yeah. Pittsburgh's a great uh, – it's a great food town. And Permani Brothers is like yeah. – Google it real – I mean, that sandwich is insane. Delicious. Next, next, is next that the place here. that calls a sandwich a sandwich, but it's not a sandwich? You got to eat it with a knife and fork? I mean, it's no. just massively – whatever the sandwich is, it's just topped with fries. Yeah. Chris, next time you're in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, there's one in Fort Lauderdale too. Is there really? Mm -hmm. Huh, that's a weird place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. Let's see. Uh, Jamal Cooper jumped in. Pickens would be a perfect fit for the Packers. Uh, I don't think that they reach for Pickens. Um, uh, McKinnon jumped in. My money's on the Packers taking Watson. Uh, he's literally uh, MVS as far as play style goes, and they need help bad. Um, uh, Watson is like the prototypical Packer receiver, right? Yeah, yeah. He said his ceiling is really high, but Lord, that floor is low. He's not wrong, um, but he looks the part. He's he's six four. He's two hundred plus. Like he looks the part. Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, that, like the, that, like the Packers would never, ever, ever, ever draft a Chris Olave, ever. That would make too much sense. Yes, no. they they won't do that. <laughs> Oh Lord! This does it does it like that. Um, 
that very fondly makes me think of Greg Jennings and the uh, the greatest video game <laughs> ca- capture of all time. Are we uh, are we all in agreement that the Ravens are probably going to take Jermaine Johnson now that he's fallen this far? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that seems very reasonable. Yeah. Um, so is that the is that the consensus that he's fallen really far? I'm just there's so many ends. Like uh, his, is like wideouts. His odds were like Jermaine Johnson was supposed to be like a top nine pick. Okay. Well, so, I, I, I'm seeing somewhere um, Jermaine Johnson isn't sliding. The media had him overvalued. Good player, not elite. Needs the right personality fit. Hmm. I mean, possibly. Like I, I could see and that. I, and his, again, his I'm odds like, did like jump a lot recently. So. Yeah. I mean, talk about a team that has a track record of getting the best out of defensive players, right? Like, like exactly. I, I it, se- it seems reasonable. Dean's another potential one here. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm surprised Dean is still on the board. Honestly, I mean, yeah, I know he was hurt, but he's real good. Like you said, Gary. I mean, I I think it's the it's that he's short. I yeah, uh, like, uh, Nakobe Dean wouldn't hurt. Oh, he's he, just he's five eleven, two thirty five, and he didn't run at the combine. Or oh, okay, his, uh, okay, yeah. So that's that's all it is on that. He's just he's his size, like his right. build, isn't exactly ideal. Right. Uh, but his it's, hands are small. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but his hands are huge. So it like. <laughs> no, Nakobe Dean is going to make a lot of people look like fools. I know right. that. He's just one of those guys that's going to show up and just be great, right? But he's but he's five eleven, and of course, that's everybody wants to look at that. So that whole thing. So Kyler Murray just tweeted out. I guess I'm watching the ESPN feed about the Hollywood Brown trade. He says, "Hey, brother, let's run it back. Like you, you want another nine and eight season? Like, oh, I think that's an Oklahoma reference. Yeah." were they were they were they great in Oklahoma? Like, did they win anything in Oklahoma? I mean, they beat the shit out of the Big Twelve. Okay, like you didn't lose to Kansas. All right, but were they special? I mean, yeah. They. I mean, Hollywood Brown was a first round wide receiver, and you know, Kyler was. I mean, again, I would say Kyler has demonstrated some, you know, not the greatest reasoning and a he, need he, to be placated. And he won is- the fucking Heisman Trophy. <laughs> right. I would, I, okay. I would run that back okay. if I were right. him. Baker Mayfield won the Heisman Trophy yeah. also, but and that doesn't, but that doesn't mean that, like, it amounts to anything. All right, so you got a trophy but, on but, your wall, but that's not the trophy you want. But, that's not the trophy you're looking for. And when you're playing against teams that are good, you don't look good. But if I'm saying run it back, and I'm referring to my Heisman season, like. Like let's fucking go. Okay. All right. So so running it back is is let's I'm 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 referring to something that happened four and a half years ago, five years sure. ago. Sure. Right? Yeah. Right. It's in the past. So that's the definition run of run it. That's the definition of run it back. Okay. All right. Yeah. Run it back. Johnny Manziel, half a decade ago. Can't miss prospect. Mar- Marquise Brown had seventy five receptions. That's ten more than what CD Lamb had that year. How they finish that year? He had. Uh, well, that was the year that they lost Alabama. Okay, how that finish and how that game go for him? Oh, I mean, they got demolished. Okay, all right. I don't know. How, how, I want to know Hollywood Brown and, <laughs> and, and Kyler Murray's numbers in that game. That's the only game I care about, uh, and maybe on, the I'll, Texas I'll game. Scott, uh, your Guinness is making me jealous. I'm going to reload. Uh, in that game, uh, this is why y'all don't have to pee. Is because you're drinking milkshake beers. 
Here's <laughs> uh, Tyler Lindbaum to the Ravens. That's a beautiful. So, pick. That almost, is a pick. I, That's a Ravens pick right there, man. I this almost, team is like. I was looking at the ESPN tracker and they had center listed as the top need, and I was thinking, would they would they really oh, jump yeah. for Lindenbaum? And yeah. sure enough, well, they, um, they didn't jump it. They traded back. Yeah, they traded back for him. But he was like all the talk this week was that he was not a first round pick. Really? None of that shit matters. Disagree. None, none I mean, of that know. shit matters once we got into the Chris. Play. Hollywood yes, Brown was uh, was injured and did not play. Against oh, okay, okay. That's yes. I guess that's why Oklahoma played so bad. Probably. Run it back. Yeah. No, it run bad. it back. Just run it back. <laughs> back to the time where I didn't show up in the biggest game possible. I was hurt. Got a boo boo. Got a boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. Lamar Jackson's a better quarterback than Kyler Murray. You're not and, going and, an upgrade, brother. And now he's got the best center in the draft. <laughs> Chris, nothing I was trying to say earlier, I would I would refute that. I totally agree. I just think he's like, hey, it's my boy. Let's do it again. I won the Heisman. <laughs> let's cool. let's do it again. Let's do this thing that we did half a decade ago. S- something better than going 9-8 and eight last year. Let's do that. <laughs> when you start off 7-0. and oh. So nine and eight doesn't sound bad when you say it that way, but then when you say we started off undefeated for half the season and then we won two games, the other half, that's bad. Let's not finish two and eight. Let's not finish two and eight. Oh, shit. Motivating words right there. Hey, McKinnon jumped in. He said, if he's there, the Chiefs are taking Jermaine. I don't necessarily know that. Wait, did the Chiefs have a Chiefs? They traded up. They don't have another pick. Yeah, they do. Oh, they, oh, they have 30, the 30. Okay. They have, they have the, 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 the 30. Tyree okay. Kill, right? Okay. Yeah. They, that, or, well, the they, pick they, they, they traded they already, earlier was the Dolphin pick. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. I forgot. They had two. Yep. So they still have theirs. Yep. Did the Jets just Eight? trade into this pick or did they, they, is this from earlier? No, this is no, the they, Seattle pick, right? No. No, I think the Jets just traded into this. because Oh, they did oh, just shit. trade in. It was the Titans pick. Yeah. This is a Titans pick from... Okay. So the Titans are just like accumulating draft capital. Like, big time. Well, everyone says this draft is not the draft to have a first-round pick, so... Mm-hmm. We've had those before. Yeah. This is, uh... This is the Jets' third first-round pick. Is is it, really? I mean, this... this this is this oh is, yeah, this is Johnson or Dean, isn't it? They got Sauce. They got oh, Wilson. They, I'll tell you this: their first two picks are two fucking athletes, man. Yeah, yeah. I think this is Johnson or Dean. I think one of those two guys go, goes right now. That makes sense. Sure. You might be right. If they traded up, they might be going to get Johnson before he. Because if the if the perception is that he's sliding, then yeah, you might you might need to jump up. Well, and they have needs in that space. They just they I mean they just need players, right? And they, yeah, they they have needs kind of everywhere. So I like I I'd probably I'd probably I'd probably err towards Johnson just because of the value you get on D line versus versus LB. But football football outsiders saying how badly the Jets need edge rushers. German the, Johnson would be it. Are the Jets like? I mean, they've been a laughing stock for years now. Are they? Are they no longer? Is the new regime there like smart? Do we? Do we have a read on this yet? I like Sala. I mean, I was about to say I like Sala. Uh oh. And, and they, they weren't like embarrassing last year. They just they didn't win a lot of games. 
They're they're really young. They're still trying to figure out this system and everything. I think it's going to take a little bit of time. Well, but- and we all said, yeah, I'm sure some of you hated him, but Zach Wilson is a project. He's real young oh, compared yeah. to yeah. some of these other guys. Lamar Jackson just tweeted, WTF. <laughs> Wasn't Hollywood kind of his boy, though? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's all, that's yeah. all about Hollywood. But here's the problem. Like, why are you upset, though? Like, look at that man's numbers. Look what he's done for you. Like, if you want your friend, that's fine. But he's not been good. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. Or, or, or is he looking at Tyler Lindenbaum and thinking, like, WTF. <laughs> that would be a much worse reaction. Yeah, sure would. Like, well, I mean, is there a chance it's a positive WTF? No, you don't really know. Do no. no, no, that was the high. That was that was being high thinking. WTF? Hey, no one, no one says that. WTF? Woo! Welcome, right. welcome, Tyler, friend. Welcome, Tyler, friend. <laughs> Uh, there's Jermaine Johnson. Yeah, Matt Johnson. Yeah, I would like I would like to know more about that tweet and what he's thinking. Jets I'm sure we'll find an out. Awesome draft right now. Uh, the Jets are having a pretty good draft in a in yeah. a draft that everyone said was supposed to suck. The Jets. Yeah, no, they're they're doing very very well. They've kind of been doing really good. Which is really weird to say about the Jets. I would like somebody to trade for Debo. The, the Patriots. I want to trade for Debo Samuel's right here. The, oh, the Niners wow. are at this point. The Niners are not trading Debo. They're, they're not. Yeah, they said they said there. There's what did um. Was what's his name? Like, there's no world. There's no way I can imagine trading him or something like that. Yeah, like, and they're, you and see they're, that, and they're right for that because no one has ever won a trade where they've traded a star away like that. Yep. But yep. the the problem is, is if he doesn't want to be there, how how much of the a problem does that become for your franchise? Yeah. Well, I mean, at, at this point in the draft, I mean, what do you what are you doing? Trading for next year's first? Oh yeah, no, you're getting three first rounders for him, which is going mean, to be like what, next year's, the year afters, and the year after that. I mean, no, you'd probably get this year's. You'd move into this there. There draft. are no there are no first round picks anymore. Yeah, I mean, this is you're on pick twenty seven at this point. Which uh, well, yeah, but if you're trading with the Patriots, or you're trading wait, with you did, know, did the, Jacksonville the just trade up? Yeah, so, Jacksonville just traded in uh, in Tampa. Traded. Yeah. So Tampa. imagine. So would it would it break the internet if they are like terms of this trade? Jacksonville has traded like like Tampa Bay has traded Tom Brady and the, and the number twenty seven <laughs> pick for Trevor Lawrence pick to Jacksonville for the unbelievable. Well, yes, it would be unbelievable. Because so who are the Jags? So who are the Jags going up to get here then? That's what I was curious about. Who are the Jags? I, it's up? it's I, Dean. Maybe. I mean, they're going for what thirty three to twenty seven. That's not a huge. Yeah, jump. it's not a huge Dean, hill. Hill. They could they hill. could get hill. Maybe hill. I could see that. I could absolutely see them going up for hill. What were the needs here? Desmond they, Ritter. They're all the way out on Lawrence. Yeah. Spence. Or uh, or or boost. Jags need linebacker, offensive line, and wide receiver. So I mean, Dean. Well, I mean, well, that's that's what the little sheet says. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet they have more needs than that. I oh, mean, yeah. Andrew Booth. Like, isn't Jacksonville like Clemson East? Uh, yeah, it, it it was last year. 
but urban ain't there anymore so yeah <laughs> such a such a dumb reason uh so my buddy ryan who's a big jaguar fan is wondering pickens or dean no i don't think he I, could, I could see dean i could see dean i don't know i mean dean's a win at this point it's like the same yeah I th- probably so i, I gotta make make a fashion comment real quick um jermaine johnson's uh Sports or, or suit coat is freaking awesome. I don't know what the inspiration is. Yeah. I just I just love it. I think it's just I, it's, I missed. I think I yeah. missed. It. It's like I, yellow and gold, and um, it's looks good. spectacular. And does did did a Kemaquanu get drafted before you came in? Yes, it, his suit was incredible. Yeah, yeah it was Nigeria themed, and it oh, was sweet. It was amazing. I don't know the significance of what um, Jordan Davis was wearing, but I did notice like the big red stripe. Yeah, big red stripe. Yeah, which I thought was really like that was really striking yeah. as well. All right, so uh, so the Jags could be going either Nicobe Dean or Devin Lloyd. That could be interesting. Uh, Jesse Lucado from Penn State. Trading, trading up for a inside linebacker. That would be I don't know. I get, I get, like, I, I guess, I guess this is that that point in the draft where if I'm, if I'm. So that's on. the thing too. If they're trading up, they got to be trading up for someone that they think is going to be gone. So. Yeah. Devin Lloyd was not expected to be there at this point. Um, yeah. par- apparently, they gave up number thirty-three, number one hundred six, and number one eighty uh, to go up to uh, to twenty-seven. So, it's wow, kind of a lot for. That is a lot. Yeah. Christian Watson, maybe, um, or Hill. I mean, Hill is an awesome safety. I think. I think. I think Hill was the pick, but that's. I, I, I don't fucking that, know. That would that would make sense for the the, the trade capital. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Know, or or maybe Dean, but I don't understand it. Like, I think else. I think he's fallen way farther than I ever thought he would fall. Yeah, Hill. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Well, that's I, I'll say this: uh, all the mocks had him round about pick twenty-five through about you know thirty-five somewhere in there. So this is about the spot. But, and to, to Chris's point earlier, when is someone going to blink? Is yeah. someone going to trade up and go and get a quarterback? It's not the Jags, but well, that's why I was looking at who's left on the board. You know, you got Green Bay, you got the Patriots, you got the Chiefs, you got the Bengals, you got the Vikings. If the Vikings aren't taking a QB, somebody's going to have to trade up to take a QB because everybody else is set. Yeah, right. Well, who's at the top of the second who does need a who needs a quarterback is is the question, right? Right. Um, That's a, so the answer to that. Well, then you know, it would be who did the Jags? Would it be Tampa has that pick now? You get Tampa on the, Jags, the way right? to, to Tennessee at the third Tennessee pick of the second. At, yeah, Tennessee at thirty five. Would they jump nope. back the up? Gi- the, the Giants, the Giants at thirty six. Giants at thirty six. Giants at thirty six. Houston, my, Houston my at thirty seven. Who's Houston's quarterback? Uh, Houston, Houston seems to be happy with uh, what's his name? Davis, 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 Davis Mills. Mills. Davis really? Davis Mills. They well, say going into this draft, they were not looking at quarterback. They want to build around him. Okay. Stanford man. Okay. Well, I'd be curious though, like what props there were Listen, josh josh yeah. rosen was a smart guy too right well so here's i mean da- david <laughs> sometimes, davis mills, sometimes brains ain't everything all right davis mills is our quarterback is code for uh our, we're preserving for, our 2023 draft capital 
It, it yeah. also re- reminds me a lot of uh, Kyle Orton's a quarterback. Yeah. It's yeah. lovey all over again. I mean, you got the Commanders and you got the Lions. Uh, you know, forty six, forty seven. They can move in. Right. Forty six and forty seven. That's you know, you're, you have to give up a lot to get back into the first round at forty six or forty seven. I don't know that. I don't know that you do in this draft because you, if the guy you want's not there, you know, you're you're a spending a lot of money on him, where that that second round money goes way down. Like you don't get the extra year. They're really fucking cheap. Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, I mean it's it's wild. I mean, I'd love to know what the props were on less than two quarterbacks in the first round. Oh yeah, I didn't see or, or even or even like or that. even if you could just literally if you if there was a prop for and I'm sure the prop existed, but like one quarterback taken and that's it. Right. Like, I, I I bet that was plus two thousand or better. And for all the mocks I looked at, I don't think I saw a single mock that had that. And again, no, it's no. Still, I, I still had, I still thought three to four quarterbacks would get taken because it's still a quarterback league. And you won't still a long year. time. But I mean, Jackson. But I mean, Jacksonville traded up. They're not taking one. Well, so no. All, all the teams plus. left don't need one unless Minnesota finds a way to take one, which I right. think they should. By the way, but at thirty-two, guys, don't hate it. It. I mean, I I wouldn't hate it if they hadn't spent the last year or the last you know three months loading up for next year i mean you know you don't you don't sign Darius smith to the type of contract you signed him to and and extend cousins to go draft a qb at 32 oh sure you do because here's the thing like you don't want the quarterback in the first year to be the guy but the second year hell yeah that's that's when he needs to be the guy devin cousins deals only a three-year deal so if you get a year out of Cousins this year, and then next year the 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 kid takes over, you could punt Cousins, and somebody will take Cousins off your hand and give you a hell of a pick for it. But if you want to compete, if you want to compete next this year, like you like you need to not, get a corner. You don't want to compete. Play. You don't want to compete this year. You want to compete next year. Damn, that makes sense, Lloyd. I mean, because he was one of these guys who they had like if they had to trade up to grab someone that they didn't think was going to be around. So like you, you think Devin Lloyd's not making it to thirty three? I was just about to say you don't think Lloyd was making it four pick, six picks? I don't think so. Yeah, you don't. Devin Lloyd would have. I think he's on that list of guys who at this point, yeah, they're like well, well, you're, you're running into a lot of teams that need linebacker help, and Devin true. Lloyd is the best on the board outside of that's, Nicobis. that's true. All of these teams could could use a linebacker. Over well, that's the thing though. too. Like, Interesting. From this point on, anyone who drafts Hill. Dean um, is just celebrating. Like, the Patriots are, are going to take Hill if Hill's there. They won't trade out of that pick, in my opinion. I believe that. Yeah. Because he's a he's a Bill Belichick guy. Right. He's versatile. Hey, he he can play corner. He can play safety. They need both. He He's it. I don't think he'll be there at 32, but if he was, <laughs> that like that would be my pick for the Vikings. Oh, yeah. yeah. Packers already got their pick. percent. <laughs> like, it didn't even go to the clock. It just said Packers. Pick is in. Well, they right. traded is this, back is, to this place. Is this Christian Watson? Is is Ooh. is this our next North Dakota State pro? Sam Howell, I'm telling you, all the way. <laughs> has has this God. first round been moving really really quickly? I mean, this feels like it's it, really moving along. I'm yeah. not. Like, I'm not even like a third as drunk as I was at this point last year. So yes, <laughs> I was going to say. Like, so yeah, much does seem like it's cooking along, doesn't it? We're just over the two hour mark here, and like. Yeah, we're almost done. This is this is wild. You're right. 
did. We did start an hour later this time. It was no. I think yeah, we started we an hour later miss, last year. Yeah, because we because we had to make sure that we didn't miss um, our guys. That's so we right. That's early. Right. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably like eight thirty. When I say our guys, I mean the, the guys from the school that doesn't crank out first round picks every single year. No, that was a Some big of us, deal. It was a big deal. Not hang on, not just was it a big deal, but they were two of the better pros in the out of the first round last year. That's right. I mean, Newsom was hurt coming in the yeah. year, so you knew he he was going to probably miss some games, but he he played and, and he played well, you know. And then Slater, yeah. Slater's one too, or two best best pick of the draft last year. We should mention too these were not exactly at the football apex at Northwestern at this particular moment, but we're, but we're probably, I mean, not probably, we got a really good chance of having a guy go in the first round next year too. Yeah. Hey, yeah. We'll, all we'll, right. We'll, so let's, we'll sure as shit celebrate Brandon Joseph when he goes first round, because in, in that well, line Joseph. of like Harrison Smith and uh, Kylie Hamilton, like Brandon Joseph, who's effectively replacing Hamilton at Notre Dame, he's cut from the exact same cloth and he'll be there. Maybe not next year. Maybe he's two years out. Well, one year, two years, but Pete Skaronsky is yeah, got a really good chance of going to go into the first next year. And Rashawn Slater being as good as he's been only helps Skaronsky. Well, we, we've got you guys here. Is Northwestern ever going to have an offense? Or is this one of those things where it's just not going to happen? I mean, we, we had an offense. So, I mean, the short of it is, is we – I think if we get quality quarterback, I mean, this sounds stupid to say because I feel like everyone says this, but if we get quality quarterback play next year, um, I think a lot of problems that people just ascribe as unfixable to the whole offense would suddenly slide into gear. Like our offense inflicted so many self-imposed errors last year. Yeah. Combined with just really rough quarterback play and, and some bad play calling. If the quarterback locked into place suddenly you'd be like well suddenly the, like the fact that northwestern returns a ridiculous amount of starts on the offensive line and like two excellent running backs and yeah, porter's four coming good back, running right? backs say what but, but, I said porter's coming back right yeah yeah so and yeah, but, but, guy uh, uh hole that averaged like over five yards to carry yeah. last year evan, yeah, Ho- evan no, hall's I mean, back it, cam porter's back it was but just yeah, yeah. The identity under Pitts under Pat Fitzgerald will always, 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 always be def- hard nosed defense and ground game on offense. So that was my question: is it will never why, why bring in Bajakian? Why bring in a guy that's known for spreading it out and f- slinging it downfield? Well, but he, he if you're only going to make him hand the ball off, he didn't do that at Boston College, though. Yeah, he he was uh, Steve Adazio's OC at Boston College, and they were. They were throw it down the field, but only if you have the right uh, mix going on at running back. He's it was, it was a, run, 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 run. He's kind of a flex to a tight end. But, I mean, the short of it is if if we get – if Ryan Holinsky throws an accurate ball next year, which has been an issue, um, but that was part of it, and we were juggling quarterbacks, but the amount of self-inflicted wounds on the offensive side of the ball. I guess it is to say, ironically – Northwestern's defense next year has a lot of major issues that have to be solved. So you have to find a way to put points on the board. Wh- right. Yeah. Whereas, as I mean, it sounds stupid to say, because, again, it's the most important position on the field. But if Northwestern gets quality quarterback play, 
next year, you'll suddenly see the offense click into place to a degree that a lot of people are not expecting. That's what I'd say. So here's a question that I have about Pat Fitzgerald and, and, and next year's possibility. So let's say the defense is not good. Okay, they, they're really struggling. Is he going to open the offense? Is he going to allow an OC to open the offense up because he knows i got to put up 20 points? Well, I mean, again. Or is he just going to take all the L's? Again, it's like they're – it's kind of tough because, like, Northwestern – like, we, we do that kind of to some of an extent. But, yeah, I mean, like, we don't run the most space-age offense, but it is a fairly flexible offense. It's just, like – Last year, Northwestern, and I think like even like the players would agree with this and the coaches would agree with this, there were just so many self-inflicted wounds on the offensive side of the ball. Like the amount of penalties and the amount of errors and self-inflicted turnovers for a team that just like Northwestern doesn't do that historically. It's just not the MO. And that is true, by the way. Y'all normally don't turn the ball over and you you, you don't don't commit penalties. Um, So all those things are true. So it should be better. Right. Yeah. Hey, yeah, so the Packers the- pick has been in since the Packers were on the board, and the pick's still not up. Well, what the fuck are we doing? Man of the Year award. Yeah, oh, Andrew, Andrew Whitworth is. The Patriots pick is already in, and they're just. I not mean, I love it. I love Andrew, but come on, we're trying to do something here, guys. I don't know why Wait, you would do this. You want to filibuster about Northwestern for football <laughs> for another 20, 30 minutes? We can, you know. I mean, look, I don't have any shit to do. Hey, uh, by the way, I'm going to call in our buddy McKinnon, who's a, a big Chiefs fan, uh, after the Chiefs pick. So Okay. I was going to say, let me get the Patriots, Patriots pick in. Let's let's get the Packers and the Patriots, and then we'll get the Chiefs, and then I'll bring him in to talk. Okay. Uh, he, we'll call, he, we'll call he knows him. a little about the Falcons, too. So yeah. we, can, uh, we can get his opinion on Drake London. All right, so Andrew Whitworth, yay, man of the year, props. All right. Awesome. The only guy close to as old as Brady, right? That's yes. his other thing. <laughs> he he his goal was to play until he was forty. Yeah, and he did it. Congratulations, that's awesome. Love the guy, Devontae Wyatt. Huh? Wait, what? That's who the Packers. Just that's picked? who the Packers just picked, Devontae Wyatt. Oh my god! Yeah. So Hill, Hill, so Hill is there. Hill is there. Hill is going to be the pick. Oh, I'd, I'd wager. I'd wager a large sum on he'll be um, the only. The only thing that's a bummer for this is that, like, if this guy works out for Green Bay, it means um, uh, probably Tyler Lancaster is is uh, his playing time. Northwestern grad Tyler Lancaster's yeah. playing time on the defensive line for the for the Packers is is likely greatly reduced or over. But um, this is yet a, yet again the Green Bay Packers have given Andrew uh, Aaron Rodgers the middle finger, and I couldn't yeah. be happier. But oh. I, while I agree, there's no there's no one else you really would yeah. take. I, I mean, it's gonna yes, help that offense. Yes, Once you but, miss out on Burks, who everybody was hoping would fall to them. But when and, did and when did they trade? Out. When did they trade out? Uh, they traded out after Burks was taken. What, did they? Okay, all right. All right. So anyway. no wide receivers have gone since then. But still, like, I this, like because they were picking behind the Titans. This is three defensive linemen taken from Georgia. <laughs> Well, yeah, Georgia's defensive line's really good. Oh yeah, it's it's like that Clemson defensive line from uh from twenty eighteen. Yeah. Well, Alabama has had years like this too, haven't they? Yeah, Alabama's uh, not had those defensive linemen, not but- not from the same like position group, basically. Okay. But yeah, Da-da-da. Ooh, avid paintball player growing up. Oh. 
like it. All right, so who's who's build going here? Hill. Yeah, yeah I think Hill. I think Dax Hill would I, probably be uh, unless that's they a classic. That's a classic. How did Bill get this guy? Pick, yeah, right? that, if he doesn't take him, I'm going to be furious. And with Dean, with his track I mean, record, Dean too. Dean, I'm assuming. Dean, I mean, Dean has that's serious Gerard Mayo vibes, right yeah, there. Yeah, like, Nicobe Dean, Dean certainly feels like a patriot. Yeah. Yeah, um, Dean feels like one know, too. Even, I just feel like Hill's such he, a better player. Even Booster Gordon, like I, you know, I, don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Hill is definitely uh, like a hell of a player, but well, one guy could be the quarterback of your defense. That's really important. And the yeah. other guy, you need cornerback and safety, and you got a guy that's pretty damn versatile that can do both. And Bill likes that stuff. Yeah, no, you're. I think you're right. I think you're right. But I didn't think about the fact that they really do. They're missing the quarterback of the defense right now. And he would be that guy. He would be that guy, and he'd be that guy for the next seven years. I mean. Yeah, the more I think about it, Dean seems like such a pity. I'm okay with either of those. There's a a world where he takes a wide receiver here because he's just fucking. (laughs) Where he takes Christian Watts himself. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. Ooh, I'm hoping for that right now. Just okay. risk it up and walk off this thing. Damn. I've seen a tip. I'm not going to say anything, but uh, uh, why? It's why, why is the pick been in for 19 minutes? Just ESPN, just show us the fucking pick and let's go. Oh, they got, they got a commercial. It out. Like I really think but they're not even showing commercials. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching commercials. I'm watching commercials. I'm, oh, all right. So I'm on the one where who's the fantasy guy that was wearing the Slater shirt earlier. Y'all said his name, and I forgot. I got no idea. He's pretty. Just got married. This fantasy show. <laughs> the, the pretty fantasy guy wearing the Slater shirt. Well, he's definitely the most handsome man on my screen right now. Okay. What, what channel are it's you watching? I don't know. I'm watching a live stream on my ESPN app. I don't know fucking what it is. This <laughs> Bravo is ESPN. brings you the NFL draft. <laughs> Phil? Is his name Phil? Is there a Phil guy? Hang on, let me look through y'all's text. <laughs> Somebody Ew. commented on his shirt Ew. earlier. God damn, you don't know this? <laughs> Phil Yates. I was right about Phil. Oh, Phil. You should have fucking Yates. known. I don't know. Oh, I don't know who that is. You I know don't who listen Phil to hip hop. Phil, Phil Yates. Is, Field Yates. Phil Yates is very, very handsome man. Anyway, but they're just sitting here talking. Give me a okay. pick. You're watching. You're watching a different uh, stream than just. It's the, the only game. stream I got. I'm. I mean, I'm watching the ESPN stream too, and it's just the live stream. I'm on. Mine says live stream too. I'm on ABC, and I have to say, seeing Jesse legal, Palmer there is probably going to get taken off. <laughs> See, <laughs> seeing Jesse Palmer on the set is um, it's giving me like cognitive dissonance. Oh, Jesse Palmer can eat a dick. Oh yeah, I'm seeing it too, Sam. I'm like, wow. All right. I'm going to run and let this dog out. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't need you. You'll be all right. As soon as this pick's over. I'm waiting on this pick because i got to pee again. This is very strange. <sighs> strange is not good, Sam. I don't like strange. Very well, strange. You know, says strange Sam. ain't never bad. But I don't like this kind of strange, right? It's bad. Bad deal. What's what, want, What's bad? What's not, What's What's bad? You look at the pick and saying this is very strange. Not strange. I want I want Dean or Hill. That wouldn't be strange. So strange is shitty. I don't want shitty. 
Okay. Or Sam's messing with you and something. I want Jeter. (laughs) Oh, he could be doing that. I'm easily confused. Sam likes to likes to do that too. (laughs) He uses those big hands to confuse people all the time. So who wants to go to Vegas? I I want to go to Vegas. Absolutely, whether or not I can go to Vegas is a. I'll say this: literally 100 percent of the mocks have the guy who the Pats took. Oh fuck, Cole Strange. Like I said, it's a very strange pick. God damn! This is this is this is also a very Bill pick. Sure. It's like the Saints yeah. picking a guy yeah. and it's no nobody's radar, yeah. right? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pick somebody in the first round that's not gonna be in the league in three years. He really should just trade all of his first round picks every year, all the time. Because he's an absolute goddamn genius every other round. But this one just My guess is like he couldn't find anyone to bite. Right, I mean, like, yeah, but, yeah, and he had to, he had to, he had to pick because he couldn't get a trade. Yeah, I mean, you, like, do you really think that offensive line is their biggest need? Jesus Christ! Well, I don't know if it's their biggest need, but I mean, if if that's who they want, you can absolutely trade back to the top of the second round and, and get Strange there. Well, or maybe he's trying to tie in with uh, the Multiverse of Madness from next week. <laughs> a, little, a little cross promo there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Chris is out. That was it. Like <laughs> Cole Strange. I'm done. That, that's what I was about to say. Uh, that certainly seems like a bill pick, right? Yeah, that's what we're what, saying. That's what, we, that's what we were just saying. Yeah. Rivals. So these, I always like to check these. Cole Strange was a two-star defensive end who signed with Chattanooga, six-four, two fifty-five, and he put and, on. Oh. Shit. Oh, Chiefs. Chiefs having a good draft. Fuck me. Sorry, Sammy. Fuck. Carl Optus to the Chiefs. Oh, that's a great oh, pick. Man. That is a great pick. Fuck. God damn it. That is so sick. See what he's wearing, right? He looks like he came straight from the academy. So let's all steal ourselves for some Wrigley Field highlights. Let's just prepare oh, now. I, <laughs> I really want Chris to come back. <laughs> how uh, how bad was it? I didn't get to hear him. It wasn't that bad. Nah, nah. That's he true. was he was very resigned to it and like the oh my god like Bill did it again yeah. in the first round. <laughs> Tra- Travis Kelsey seems um, excited, but also clearly doesn't know who this is. Let's see, George Karloftis. I'm telling you, oh, I mean, straight, straight from the academy, indeed. I'm seeing his suit for the first time now. Yeah, wow. said it a bunch of times, but I mean, this is the best guy we saw. I'm just this yeah. guy was. Terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Da, da, da. Now he's he's a hell of a player. Yeah, doubled and tripled every play. I mean, like to your point earlier, yeah. John. Like this dude saw Again, everybody's Here comes the Wrigley. Here come the Wrigley Field highlights. So let's just take a sip of your drink. 
steal yourself. Let me uh, let me go on and call McKinnon. Oh, I thought I did that already. No. <laughs> Chris was hoping to miss that. <laughs> I don't care. I, I like McKinnon. Well, I while McKinnon. you're working on that, I have. So I was going to do this in an angry uh, moment after the Vikings got, uh, by the destroyed. Way, at, after it, the Vikings ruined their first round, I think I was going to do this in an angry moment, but I'm going to do it now anyway. Hey, McKinnon, you got to turn down your, oh. uh, your stuff in the background. Yeah, buddy. Oh, oh, put on the Bengals shirt. Look at this. <laughs> Let's go. All right, McKinnon, you got us? Yep. All right, so George Karloftis, uh, initial impressions. Uh, Not real happy. Really? What? Wow. Allow us, allow us <laughs> to change your mind. <laughs> All right, tell me why you don't like George Karloftis. There, yeah, who did you want? Because so, I'm sure it's better like than Cole Strange. I like, yeah, I mean he's better than Cole Strange. I mean I ain't saying much, but you know here we are. Well, look, you got Trent McDuffie with the 21st pick. You got George Karloftis, who is an absolute beast from Purdue. Uh, I, I think it's good value, especially where you got him. So who who would you yeah. have preferred? Would you did you want Dax there? Yeah, I, I wanted Dax or I wanted Boye Mafe out of Minnesota. Okay, okay, I could I could understand it, uh, but that would be more based on potential as opposed to uh, what you've already seen out of Karloftis. Now the issue is. Uh, and, and I'll bring John and Sam in here. Look, with Karloftis, we have seen if you don't utilize Karloftis correctly, if you don't put him in the right defense, then, yeah, he's not going to perform up to expectation. But you put him in the right defense, and he's an absolute monster. I mean, Bob Diaco had to work really hard to screw <laughs> up George Karloftis. He pulled it off, but but Karlo I mean, I like we said it earlier. That was, the best that was also... That was also 2020, which was jacked up in a whole bunch of other ways, right? Carlotta's um, is the best guy I saw. I way just, better, way better than Moffe. Way yeah. better than Moffe. Yeah, right, and so, I, I mean, and Hutchinson was great. Carlotta's was, I just, he was terrifying. He was but, so so been good. So McKinnon, tell me about Trent McDuffie. Uh, you feel pretty good about that one? Uh, no, I kind of hit or miss. I mean. <laughs> I think he's a really great corner, but Spags has a really specific kind of guy who looks for in corner, and I don't think that's him. I mean, McDuffie played almost entirely zone his entire college career. So do you? But think, now he's going into a predominantly man system. Well, is it, so? Tell me, tell me about Spags. Uh, do you think that he's still going to be around after this year? I mean, at some point God, they got to get rid of this not. guy, right? I mean, this is a this is a loser or use or lose year for for Spags. I mean, well, hang on now, whoa, whoa. Last year we went like six games at the end of the season where their offense was hot garbage, didn't score more than like thirteen points, and they won all of those games because the defense showed up. So we like to yeah. shit on Spags, but at some point in time we're like look at it and say, "Hey, the, the offense shit the bed for a while." Well, Chris, you you and I have talked about this. Like they weren't exactly playing a murderer's row of offenses there. The, you're right, but all even bad offenses in the NFL can score twenty. Okay, okay, valid. So the, the fact that they didn't get over thirteen and won all those games is wild. 
Yeah. Okay. I, I, at some I, point, I, we got. I, I'm not a Spags guy. I'm not saying he's the second coming of Bill, but Jesus, man, we can't just kill the guy. He did what he had to do. Uh, this is true. This is true. They did show up when they had to in certain spots. Um, I don't know. Uh, tell me, tell me, McKinnon, who would you have rather had as a uh, as a Chiefs fan? I mean, if, you know, if I had my pick this season, I mean, hell, I would rather hire, hire Brian Flores. No, no, no. I'm not talking about coaches. You do a hell of a lot better job. Wouldn't we all, McKinnon? Wouldn't we all? (laughs) My bad, my bad. I'm sorry. You guys are like (laughs) barely coming in. Uh, So, if I had to take my pick, I probably wouldn't have traded up for McDuffie. Uh, I think he's a really solid pick, and I think he's going to do well. But I've heard a lot of different analysts say he's one of the smartest guys in the entire draft. Uh, So, I think that's going to bode well for the Chiefs. But I feel like we probably could have gotten him or a commensurate player in the same 29 and 30 picks without having to give up two additional picks later rounds in the top three or or in the third and fourth round. I don't think you're wrong there. I I don't think you're wrong. I don't know that McDuffie would have been there, but you certainly – I mean, you see Andrew Booth is still on the board. Tyler Gordon is still on the board. And if you like Hill – like it's hard to argue with Hill, right? Yeah. And then Roger McCreary from Auburn is still on the board, and you could probably get him uh, early yeah, second round. I would have been happy with McCreary. I would have been happy with Hill. I would have been happy with Boye Mafe. I mean, hell, even at the last pick, I actually probably would have been pretty happy with a Jabo. Even even, even coming off the injury, a lot of questions about him. Like yeah, yeah, even coming off the injury, I guess uh, I guess maybe so. Uh, there's there's a lot of good cornerbacks that are that are going to be taken off pretty early in the second round, I would imagine. Kobe Bryant from uh, from Cincinnati. You got Marcus Jones from Houston as well. Uh, I mean, even Cam Taylor Britt from Nebraska is somebody that uh, that I could see being pretty good. Um, all right, so so cornerback. Mm. I like, watch that stink off him. Then he'll be uh... <laughs> <laughs> stings the nostrils. Well, there, there's Jackson Hill to the Bengals. There we go. Oh yeah. man, Bengals! Bengals Boom! Bengals winning! All right. Boom! What a pick! That win! All right, so Dax Hill to the Bengals. Uh, that is, let's see, I had Dax Hill minus one fifty to be drafted in the first round. Not that bad. That reminds me of uh, when uh, Ray Maluga fell all that way to the yep. Bengals. Yep. It's just highway robbery. And I hit on under three and a half quarterbacks in the first round, so that's a win. Da-da-da-da-da. So here, here are the bets that I made, uh, everybody. I'll let y'all know. Uh, under well, let's do this at the end of it because we still got McKinnon yeah. on, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got McKinnon. Let's, hey, let's hey, finish hey, that. Hey. We'll go over the bets later. What do you think of the uh, Falcons pick? That's what I was going to say. Drake London. Oh, honestly, I would have rather seen them gone with Jameson Williams or Garrett Wilson. Uh, Just because I they're more proven? Think, yeah, that. And I, I feel like. With the Drake London pick, like the Falcons are one hundred percent in on Ridley is going to be back next year. Like, no doubt he has to be back next year. Otherwise, you wasted the pick on a receiver that doesn't fit your receiving core in any way, shape, or form. That's interesting. That is an interesting take. So, it's, so you think London is more than likely going to be a number two guy, and you're expecting Ridley to come back. So, this is not somebody to replace Ridley. This is somebody uh, that's going to fit in. I guess right there in between your number one guy and uh, and Kyle, right? 
Yeah, I, I would have to imagine so. I mean, don't get me wrong. London is a very solid receiver, and like all of his film plays out for that. He doesn't have, you know, everything you're looking for in, in number one. I feel like he's going to be an amazing number two and possibly number one someday. But at the end of the day, I just I don't see him being valued as a number eight pick. I was about to say that's a high price to pay for a number yeah. two guy. Yeah, that's a, he's he's got talent, uh, but I, I do think it was a little bit of a reach. It was a little bit of a reach to take him as the number one wide receiver off the board, especially when you got all those other options. Uh, but is, <laughs> is, 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 he, is he duplicative? Jameson Williams go there. Yeah, and I mean, hell, we're 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 tanking this year, anyways. Have Jameson sit the, sit the year out. You you not believing hell of a receiving court. You not believing in Marcus Mariota? That's ridiculous. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Scuzz, what, Scuzz, what were you just about to say? Uh, I was gonna say, isn't he kind of duplicative of uh, of Pitts' skill set in in you know, like being that big body downfield? I mean, like having two of those guys is not a bad thing, but it is a little strange spending a top ten pick on a similar player to use in a row, even though I, I realize Pitts technically plays tight end. Well, yeah, technically, but I mean, te- technically he plays tight end. He's going, uh, he's going downfield. Yeah. yeah. He's going downfield a lot. McKinnon, what, I mean, do you kind of feel the same there? I honestly didn't hear a thing. You said, I, I, I can hear you. Oh, but you can't hear it. the other guys. Yeah. I, I can hear the other guys like mumble, but that's about it. Uh, it's a, hey, it's a, well, that's because we're mumbling. <laughs> it's 100 percent intentional it, it, it wouldn't be saying, this podcast without technical problems you got that yeah. right uh no what they're saying is uh basically this was the same guy that Pitts is like he's a big body receiver uh you know a, by the way e arbo jumps in drake london is filthy i disagree public school kid stayed home basketball stud can jump out of the gym great hands that, yes he's talented kyle pitts but he's he's like maybe a faster version of Kyle Pitts, and you've already got Kyle Pitts. So let, let me let me tell you another guy that that had all of those attributes. Now I'm not saying he's going to be this guy, okay? But I'm just saying Nikhil Harry looks exactly just, like that. I was just going to say Nikhil Harry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean that yeah. you just described Nikhil Harry. Yeah, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. And he's a Pac-12 receiver. Didn't play up against great defense. Ay, ay, ay. All right, so Vikings. who the Vikings taking here, Bubba. Uh, yeah, hey, McKinnon, we're going to go on and let you go. I appreciate you jumping in, buddy. Love you, McKinnon. Hey, thanks for having me, boys. Hey, right, be good, buddy. Happy draft day. Hey. Go, get show. go Falcons, go Chiefs, and get that War Eagle bullshit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, buddy. <laughs> Love you, man. All right, I ended it before he could even finish. The love yous. All right. I, like, but B- B- Booth is the odds-on pick here for the Vikings. They need a corner. Um, I just, I just think it makes too much sense. I also I think wanna, I want to see a quarterback here. Your boy McKinnon has set his bar appropriately low for George Karloff just to blow his doors off. I think. Yeah. He, well, that's yeah. good. That's a, that's a that's not a bad thing. Potential big happy ending for him. Yeah. Uh. So, Chris, I don't think we're going to get a quarterback here. Um, no, because that's what I want. Oh, here we drafted is. Kellen Mond last year. Like, yeah, but Kellen Mond's not good after one year of seeing. Listen, as soon as you know you you missed, you swing again, right? Like, you yeah. don't just walk to the dugout after one strike. 
Was that Louis Sign? Cine? How did he pronounce it? Uh, Louis Scene. Scene, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, the Louis Scene from Georgia. Okay, okay. What? We picked somebody I've not heard of. Safety from Georgia. Uh, no, Louis, safety I, from Georgia is not bad. Louis Scene is great. Uh, so, okay, all right. I, I, safety, I understand. Like, he's just not a player that's on the, on the radar right now, frankly. Yeah. So, wait. So, how many Georgia defenders not named Nakobe Dean is that? Six? Oh, uh, shit. Five, I think. Five? Yeah, and, De- and Dean's still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Dean was, I mean, the best of all of them last year. I mean, he just, yeah. I mean, he was the engine. So, but- I like, I get it. This is a draft for, This is a, a draft pick for need. That's fine. Um, I think Booth is probably higher value, sim- similar need, but um, so it goes. I like this is the, – the, the Vikings didn't screw it up, so hooray. And they made How the pick. How far do we think Dean falls tomorrow? Not, not far. Not, not, not at all. Not far. Not far. Because, because what's going to happen is – so you got overnight, right? So you got like 12 – you know, 24 hours – not 24 hours, but like 20 hours that people are going to be calling Tampa and say, we got our guy there. Like, I cannot – like, it's amazing how many times the first pick in the second round gets traded. It happens all the time because someone fell that someone wanted and – you know, Tampa's so so let me so let me ask you this: Tampa Bay's defense already really good, right? Sure. You you put somebody next to my boy, and and it just gets uh scarier, right? By the way, his his boy is uh, is white, so that's what I would. That's exactly what I was. I'm talking that is that is strength on strength. That defensive line is really good. The secondary is not great, but they're all coming back, so they got experience. They know what they're doing. You you add him to that defense, he doesn't have to come in and be the quarterback of it. Holy shit! I got it. By the way, the Packers took two Georgia defenders. Well, yeah, yeah. twenty two and twenty eight. They got Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt. Yeah, I didn't realize this is this is the this is the Raiders draft. Is just say okay, who won the national championship? Let's just draft those players. Probably a smart yeah. idea. And got Aaron Rodgers absolutely no help. No, well, but at that pick though, Aaron, Rod- there was no help to get right. Like we all agree, had they taken a wide receiver at that point, we would have all laughed at them. They would have been like, "They finally, we finally got you a first round wide receiver. Congratulations." Let me let me ask you guys a question: okay. Who was the most famous player drafted today? Derek Stingley. The most famous, famous, famous. the most well known, famous player drafted today. Because it's the least famous first round ever. It well, I agree with that. Okay, Who's so the most I, famous? I think I, it's somewhere between Derek Stingley and Kayvon Thibodeau. Wow, oh, I mean maybe. that's a, I don't I don't know I don't know playing in order. Oh, 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 Olave, Olave, Olave and Wilson. Ola, Olave might be three way between Pickett, Wilson, and Olave. Oh, I don't think Pickett is that famous. No, I mean, I get. I'm not disagreeing. I just don't know who it is. I mean, Stingley. You're talking about a corner. Yes, a corner. A corner that the whole country coming out of LSU country, South Country, and football fans. Yes, but I don't know. I mean, and again, I'm not saying there's an answer. I don't know who. You might be right. You might be right. Yeah, Derek Stingley hadn't played in two years, so that that's true. But I mean, he's he was kind of a star, though. I mean, like coming out of high school, people knew his name. Well, he Ooh, was he was he, I mean, ESPN team. tried to make fetch happen with Aiden Hutchinson pretty bad. Hutchinson's like, the most talked about Hutchins, for the last yeah. month. 
Yeah. yeah but but I mean, Pickett is a quarterback, so automatically they get more run. And he finished third in the Heisman. Yeah. But it's like, even if we look at the quarterbacks who could have been picked, like Ritter, Willis, small school guys, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, it wouldn't have been Corral. Matt Corral didn't get the national attention from last yeah, year. Yeah, right. Have gotten. Pickett didn't either. Like, well, yeah. no, Pickett, Pickett, Pickett only had a great last month when the whole country was like, oh, damn, Pitt's better than we thought they were going to be. And right. this guy's kind of special. But that's it. Like, it's not like nobody talked about him before November. Stetson Bennett is 10 times more more famous than famous than Pickett. Than yeah. Pickett. yeah. yeah. Then, <laughs> and just about every guy had in this first round. Yeah, it's weird. You know what? Uh, uh, Sam might be right. It, it probably is Chris Olave. I mean, a, you're talking about a star receiver yeah. from a Olave monster a school, year. right? Multi-year. Multi yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. He he was a star for, for two or three years at a monster school. Just yeah. just the biggest fucking school on the planet. Yeah. That's but probably the answer, Sam. You're probably right on that. Hamilton would be the other one, maybe. Like Kyle Hamilton. Like- Notre Dame was a captain, was was a leader yeah. in defense the last two years. Maybe, maybe, maybe but I, I mean, Dean I would have been in the conversation if he would have got drafted. But drafted, maybe. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, but I don't. But yeah. I, I'm a, I am a football fan, like a like a junkie football fan, and Nicobe Dean was not like a famous name in my mind. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. I mean, and I'm even I'm looking at the second round. Hayden 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 might have been the 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 third pick there. Yeah. But you're right. We don't have stars in this draft at the, yeah. at the numbers that we used to. We don't have guy. Even if they ended up being bust, the whole country knew their name. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Johnny yeah. Manziel was a complete failure. The whole country knew his name. Yeah. No, I mean, there's nobody on this list as famous as either Bosa, right? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 not at all. No, and, like, I'm looking at, like, ESPN's best available, right? Kenneth Walker's 13th. He'd be in the discussion. And he wasn't, like, unbelievable, but, I mean, you're talking, you know, a major Heisman-type season. Well, a Heisman-type season from a running back position, which just doesn't happen in today's football. But it's just it's just weird, just a weird, weird draft. <laughs> it, really well, weird. Yeah, I mean, it was but I was kind of coming into this draft, re, like expecting it to be weird. Yeah. Right. Because I didn't think anybody was predictable about anybody. Anything could happen. Anybody could go anywhere um, really outside of Walker. Um, I, I thought he was the clear first round, first overall pick. And when, after when, that, I thought, when did you think that? Like, when did you settle on Walker being the number one pick? I thought he could have been the number one pick the second the season was over with, and and we started looking at the draft, and everyone kind of honed in on him and Hayden being one two, and I saw how Hayden played in the playoffs, and Did then I said, get- I don't know that I don't know that I would spend the first overall pick on a guy that completely got shut down against, of course, the best team that he played all year, but still, those guys are all over the NFL. That would make me nervous spending a first overall pick. Yeah. We ever know what tipped it because suddenly everyone was on that it was Walker. And that happened like that. Yeah. It happened. But hang like, on. But I think that's because I don't think everybody was on because I think I think everybody got the news. Like, I think it got leaked. Yeah. And then yeah, once yeah. you know the answer to the test, it's no longer yeah. a test. Yeah. We all know the answer. Yeah, that's true. They so, probably just. So I bet. 
I bet Trayvon Walker at plus 180 last Monday. And then by by Saturday afternoon, it was like minus 165. By Tuesday, it was minus 250. Then today, it was like minus 400. Yeah, it was dumb. So it like, because you had the answer. Yeah, it shifted very quickly. Um, and the plus 180 was like I grabbed that. And at one point, it was like plus 300. Like I grabbed that after I saw some some really smart people talking about the fact that, hey, like they've they've done like multiple interviews with this guy. They keep bringing him back, you know, da 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 da. Like it was it was hey, all things are pointing this direction, and why would I bet the favorite when you can take the plus odds? Like, yeah. you know. So that's the only reason why I took that one. Hey, did anybody have uh, prop bets that they bet tonight? No, nope. Chris, you didn't no. really have any. Nope. Not at all. Not one. What'd you have, so Gary? The ones I gave out on the BetUS show, I had under three and a half quarterbacks in the first round at minus 170. So that was a hit. I had Trayvon Walker to go number one overall. That was plus 180. That was a hit. Uh, under one and a half running backs, minus 180. That was a win. Evan Neal, first offensive lineman taken. That one didn't hit for me, but that I had that at plus 150 uh, because I didn't see a big difference between him and... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Can you stop real quick? What was the odds on minus one and a half? The less than one and a half running backs was what? Minus one eighty. Minus so one eighty. Like like what were the chances of two running backs getting into this round? No, no, no. It, it would have been one. So it was it was under a half running back. Oh, so, a half. I thought it was one and a half. I, was I thought like, you said one and a half. Also. That's what I heard too. I was like, there was no way. So I think you said one and a half because I don't oh, think they're all half. My opinion, under yeah, okay. half a running back. So uh, okay, basically okay. zero running backs. I, I was I was thinking the same thing, John. I was like, <laughs> minus one eight, it's been like minus five hundred. Like you could talk yourself into like, you could talk yourself into Brees Hall, but like who the hell is the second guy? Yes, uh, yes, exactly. Yes. yes. But yeah, but yeah. Brees right, Hall. Kyle, Sorry, go ahead though. Kyle Hamilton, even money to be drafted after pick ten and a half. Uh so I hit that one. Kenny Pickett to be drafted over pick ten and a half. That was minus one eighty. Uh, Dax Hill to be drafted in the first round was minus 150. And then I had Garrett Wilson at plus 115 to be the first wide receiver taken. And uh, obviously that went to Drake London. Uh, and then the picks I gave out on the BetUS uh, social media thing today, Malik Willis over pick 13 and a half uh, at minus 150. I had I took a yeah. shot on Desmond Ritter being the first quarterback taken at plus 1,200. Uh, but obviously that one didn't hit. And now I've got one more out there, and it's John Mechie. Under pick fifty four and a half at minus one twenty. So so far, uh, eight, four, five, six, seven. I'm seven and three so far. Gary, do you know what um, under two QBs drafted in the first round? Uh, let's see. Hold on, hold on. Was because you said under three was uh, minus one eighty. Well, think. under three and a half was uh, was minus one. Okay, so three or less. So three or less. Uh, Let's so see. like two and a half or less. I'm, I'm just I'm just curious what that would have been, because that's obviously I'm, yeah. We under, I mean we again under I didn't one and a half, single, but I didn't see a single mock that had less than that had less than two. No, I didn't either. I didn't have. I didn't see any that had less than three. Just I, I, such a quarterback driven. You just assume people yeah, are going to trade. I, back I, I gotta think that was like plus territory. Let's see. In a world where Jared Goff and Carson Wentz and Daniel Jones all went in the top five, I can't imagine uh, like why these guys weren't taken in the first round under two and a half quarterbacks was plus two ten yesterday Ooh, uh, two and a half 
Yeah, and then under one and a half was plus five sixty. Yeah. Wow, that'd have been sweet. That would have been sweet. But, that, but but that's gambling. That's all in yeah, hindsight. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, none yeah, of us thought yeah. we might not have liked the quarterbacks, but we all thought some dumbass was going to jump in and take some. Yeah, I mean, some you're hundred percent convinced that someone was going to jump back doing. into the to the end of the first yeah. and, and grab because we wanted. all know the value of that fifth option. But I guess teams are looking and saying. Baker didn't make it to the fifth. Sam ain't making it to the fifth. Like Daniel Jones ain't making it to the fifth. Why? Why do we care about this fifth option if these guys aren't making? Yeah, it? yeah, that's true. I mean, that that is a way to hedge, right? Right. If you're taking a long shot on a on a QB because the yeah. position's so valuable, but you're right. hedging it a little bit by saying, "Yeah, we're not going to mess around with that fifth option." The the other side of this is the fact that, like Chris, you talked about this earlier, the you don't have to pay second rounders that much. Like you can well, get them. Well, the cost, but you're not paying first rounders a lot when you're talking about the quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that is true. I'm just saying um, like, if you think that these, all of these guys are projects and you are really going to have to work on them, uh, taking them in the second round for even less money, you know, but, just, the, but the just, issue just, is, is if it's a project, then you want that extra year because it's a project. But the flip side so is if, too. the flip side is if they hit like if you got a if you got a stud and you want that you want that fifth year yeah, you want, option you, right you need it yeah yeah, yeah true just to you know extend that that window before you have to you know break the break give out them the fifty truck. fucking million yeah, dollars exactly so, <laughs> a year hey scuzz I wrote down uh, that you are supposed to tell us your Ursher Super Bowl story oh yes so um. <laughs> Hold on, let me get my Bengals shirt back on for this. Um, I was impressed, by the way, how quick you got the Randall McDaniel jersey back on. Yeah. Was well, his, it, it, the, the Vikings were picking right after that. Yeah. But it, it, they, they came on quick. Well, yeah. I mean, they were picking. So yeah, they were yeah, picking. No, 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 for sure, for sure. There's, there's, I, I'm, I love the Bengals, but. But the Vikings are still my number one team. It's who yeah. I grew up with, right? Like, well, yeah, they're the, they're the team of your youth. I'm the same way. Okay, yeah, I love yeah. the Browns. I love the Browns. I love everything about Cleveland. But the Patriots were the team of my youth. What what you love when you're nine just doesn't ever get out of you ever. Yeah. All right. Tell right. your story. Sure. So, um, I know the Bengals mascot, like personally. That's, and, a, that's uh, a big shit right there. At, <laughs> I, I didn't know if you were waiting for a reaction. Or <laughs> hey, in case y'all didn't know, like at, I got friends. The, let us sink in. Well, so at the Super Bowl, he was making his way through the um, the basically on field like suites of of okay. like famous people and like you know saying saying what's up to this person and that person he you know chat with Devin Booker for a little while and this and other thing and he got to he got to the the spot where Usher was and Usher's wearing a Rams jersey and he calls him out like Usher what the F are you doing? You're from like somewhere Ohio. You've got no business wearing that Rams jersey. But what was funny is that Usher's entourage started giving Usher shit too. which is the best part of this and like what what makes it like extra funny is like i'm telling this story and it doesn't it doesn't land because i'm not in a fucking tiger costume agree when you don't don't expect me to talk to you and all of a sudden the dude in the tiger costume is fucking calling out your boy usher 
at the Super Bowl. And uh, yeah, so that's that's my that's my Usher story. Usher Raymond, man, that's great. That's a hey, uh, so Chris Vernon was uh, was having a discussion with Roser the other day about who is more famous. Is Usher more famous than Peyton Manning? And no. I'm curious y'all's thoughts on this. I I, I, I think not. Peyton Manning is more famous. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. So we. But, hey, in, so here's in, the question. In, the in question. America, in America, maybe internationally. Internationally, so, right. toss up. Yeah. Oh man, I think I think internationally they know our football stars. They yeah. might not watch football, but they know our football stars. I so think here's interna- the. I think internationally, Usher is way fucking bigger. Here's the real question: In the mid 2000s, when Usher was at his peak, was he more famous then than Peyton Manning? Because Peyton was also at his peak. Yeah, it's a good question. I, I, again, I'll say internationally, one hundred percent. Because I like, think Peyton, like, Peyton had a longer tail, so for sure. But yeah, it's yeah. a good question. Because now Peyton's got all the commercials, and like, like he's he's a much bigger household name now than he was in two thousand six. I think circa yeah, Usher had him. I think. Right, how about this? Uh, what about Snoop? No, Snoop is no, like more no, famous no, than Usher. More famous than Peyton. But both. No I think contest. Snoop's the most yeah. famous out of all. Of them. I think Snoop. Yeah, no Snoop's contest. Leaving them both in the dust. One hundred percent. Snoop. One hundred percent. Snoop's one of the most famous people on the planet. Like out of all the people. That's true. <laughs> that's of, that's true. All... I never thought about that. That absolutely is true. Snoop's Everyone knows Snoop. Everyone he's knows more, He's more famous There's, than Dre. Yeah, there's there's yeah. there's little there's yeah. little there's little Asian kids running around China that know exactly who Snoop is. Yeah, I agree that I believe that. Chris, I think we're gonna have a blast when we go to Las Vegas, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might just be singing Snoop for three days. That'd be all right. I got a good crew. I got a good crew so far. So well, I'm good with that. So I always like the crew. All right, so anybody have a uh, an idea on who had the best first round? Oh, Jesus. I mean, j- the Jets. Jets. I think the Jets. Really, really hard to, to argue against the Jets. And they, Three which strong is picks. So weird to say, uh, but. Jermaine Johnson. Uh, I've, got, I've, got a, I've got an argument for somebody better than them. You said the Texans. I think the Eagles. I think the, the Eagles Patriots. got the best because because they got the best player in the draft, and it ain't close. <laughs> All right, so they got uh, the Eagles got what Jordan Davis. They got Jordan Davis, and they got AJ Brown. They got AJ Brown, and they traded uh, their second pick. They basically traded Trey Traylon per- Burks for AJ Brown. I mean, like known commodity, right? So, if, like, yeah. if, if you're if you're Sorry. hedging every one of these draft players that, like, yep. you don't know a hundred percent if they're gonna if they're gonna pan out, yep. right? That's a fair point. Yeah, which is why I, I was unless like, a, unless AG Brown is like compromised in some way that we're just not aware of. No, but he just costs money, and that's it. He costs a first round pick, and he costs a hundred million dollar contract. But twenty five million a year for AJ Brown is nothing with with what run uh, quarterback. Receivers are about to start making. That's why I was ecstatic to to take the number nine pick and turn that into Russell Wilson. Turn it. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You guys getting Russell Wilson with your first round pick is amazing. The Browns getting Deshaun Watson is amazing. Getting AJ Brown is amazing. Like these are things that are far worth the value of what they got for them. Okay, 
The Dolphins yeah, getting Hill, way better than you could do anything with. The Browns getting Amari Cooper for a fifth-round pick. But that's going to be the steal of the draft. Like, that's I, just it. I might have changed my mind. It might be the, the Broncos might be the winner. Well, yeah, but that happened a long time ago. This happened tonight. <laughs> I know it did. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I getting the best quarterback is the I would say the, the other two that I would throw in would be New York and the Giants and Detroit. I think Detroit, like Detroit did all right, yeah. Like, is it hard? Like, is it that hard to imagine Jamison Williams being friggin' awesome? Like, I no. feel like that's on the table. And no, you're right. And uh, and the same thing with Thibodeau. I'm like Thibodeau was one of those guys where it's like a year ago. How many months was he holding that top spot? Right, like he was a lot of people's number one overall yeah, pick for a for long sure. time. Um, and then again, kind of for. Things got really squirrely with him um, in terms of like the way he was evaluated and everything. And, he was banged and up he, too. Say what? what? Didn't he get banged up a little bit? Yeah. Well, he was. Yeah, he was banged up last year. But then that you know he was the guy who was the most like questions about you know does he want to play football that kind of stuff. Um, and I I mean I saw a couple interviews with the guy. I thought he was awesome. I was like this guy's cool. Um, but um, and then Neil. So, I mean, I think, yeah, it's one of those drafts where it just doesn't. There I'm, was, looking, I'm trying to see what the Giants did other than the did, first Did the pick. Giants trade? They, tra- did, they traded their uh, – no, they didn't. They took O'Neal. Uh, the, uh, Neil, that's it. Okay. Did they trade up to, into that number seven, or did they have five and seven? No, they, they had five and – like, they, seven was the Bears. Okay. That was uh, – Yeah. Oh, gotcha. That was okay, the so they, had, they had five and seven. <laughs> the Bears. <laughs> I think the Giants – the Giants kind of killed it. They got yeah. the two yeah. guys that were expected to go number one and number yeah. two yeah. Uh, before Last the last year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of teams that can claim victory. The Ravens got the best safety and the best center. I I, I don't hate I don't hate what Baltimore did, but I kind of and, and I mean, they, Baltimore's they one of the teams that every year mm-hmm. always they always that. they always do well. They, I've never seen them I've never seen them fuck up a draft. I know that. Yeah. They yeah. they traded back and got two studs. Yeah, that's that's the extra thing is they they did this while trading back. It's interesting, like we, yeah, you know, I, after Jets, like I think Jets take it because of the the quantity of picks, and they actually got good dudes at those spots. Yep. Yeah. Oh no, well I agree. I think the Jets probably are the number two pretty easily. All right, so so I'm going to give you an option for rank these losers of the draft. Okay, you got the Patriots, you got the Panthers. I'm gonna throw in Washington football team, the and Commanders, the man. Titans. Got to get used to the Commanders. Oh, whatever. Stupid as hell, but that's who they are now, right? I mean, every time I, I, I like the football team, it sounds like why, a USFL team. Why are Panthers on your list? Yeah, that's, that's a good because... question. I, I I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I will I will say this: uh, Iki Iquano, um he he was known for his run blocking. Not his pass blocking in in this. I guess they're just going to run the football. I mean, you got Christian McCaffrey, right? That's got to yeah. be it. Well, but you know, it, but it's, that's irrelevant. You could have a ham sandwich back there. You got but Sam Darnold. Is what it you doesn't got. mean he it doesn't mean he was bad at pass blocking. Though. Well, that's and like, he, was, like, he was one of those guys, like the handful of three, four guys who were briefly in that pole position spot in public consensus. I'm not saying that he's not a stud, and I'm not saying he's not maybe the best offensive line to come out of this draft. I'm not saying any of that. I I guess it's hard for me to look at a football team with Sam Darnold as a quarterback and think 
none of this stuff matters. Having a great offensive line doesn't matter. Like, nothing else matters. Do you honestly you, think that Sam Darnold is taking the snap on the opening night? Yeah. Well, who else is? I, TBD. Baker Mayfield? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Potentially. Bring hey, E. Arbo jumped in, by the way, Jesus. said just call him the Commandos. Uh, I, I think, if I'm not oh, mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that people have started calling them the commies, right? No, that's what they were worried about, but I don't think anybody actually ever has. But I mean, maybe we could start it. No, I don't want to start that. You, you like Ron too much, don't you? I like the, – the, the problem is, is they're not very good and they're not a whole lot of fun to watch either. But I really like Ron. I really like Jack. And that's, that's an issue because they got two coaches – that well, I'm a pretty big fan of. But I'll tell you this. And you're not going to like them very much this year because of Carson. So, Well, know. yeah. They, I don't understand that. And if Ron Rivera had anything to do with that, I'm thinking, listen, you should. my stepdad had, has been on chemo for a long, long time. Listen, chemo does something to your brain. You shouldn't be able to make major, major franchise decisions. All right. Carson Wentz thing should have never happened. Shouldn't have been allowed to happen for that franchise. I think I might agree with you. Our guy Jason Wright is the president of the Commanders too, so I know. it's like I win a little. So I win so a little bit more every so time. So like it's your for fault. example, that they're the Commanders, but I think we all. I think we all know who's who's <laughs> bigger, driving bigger. that ship. I would say bigger I do not pro- believe bigger that. problems than the name. Yeah, that, I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm going to tell you that that Dan is not driving that ship. I don't think Dan has made a decision think? there. No, for the last, I don't think Dan's made a decision for the last two years. I think that has been stripped of him, and he's been told to sit in a corner and stay quiet. And he hasn't been told that by his wife or anybody in that building. He's been told that by his attorneys. Get the fuck in the corner and don't say anything. Yeah, just collect your check. That's it. You're the owner of the team. Just take your check. And and go hang out in Cabo. Go go yes. Disappear for a while because we haven't heard from Dan in a long time, and that's and that is by design. I guarantee who, that. Who makes that commander's decision then? Who I, makes I think, that? I think it's the front office. I think it's your boy. I, I think it is I, the president of the team. I'm not saying you're wrong. I've got a gnat <laughs> that has been bugging me. I cannot kill this son of a bitch. I swear to God. <laughs> he gets right in my face every time I take a drink of this scotch. I'm like, where did you come from? Give him a drink of the scotch. Jesus. Oh, God almighty. All right, so the loser of the draft. Uh, Chris, I- I'm going to have to go with your Patriots here. Yeah, I was going to go with the Pats, too. Very, very strange pick. Very strange. I think that's strange. a consensus. Uh, the ESPN stat said that there was a 93% chance that he would have been available uh, for their second round pick. Yeah, he'll be and available for the second fifth round, round pick. 50 something. Hang on. Get back to the second uh, round. 54. He'll be, in the, he'll be a day three guy. They took him with the first pick because Bill hates you. Listen, this is one of my rules a long time ago. Bill Belichick. <laughs> And the next two picks were Karloftis and Daxton Hill, too. Yeah. Daxton, Daxton Hill or Hill, Stings. Hill, Hill, Hill or Dean are both, are both, yeah, too hard to pass up. All right. So, uh, Patriots draft history. Oh, I don't Last year. <laughs> we're talking about Sonny Michelle. <laughs> Last year, they take Mac Jones, Christian Barmore, Ronnie Perkins, 
uh, Ramondre Stevenson, who looks like a stud. Uh, Cameron McGrone. Oh, yeah, he Josh- hits on all the. He has a better hit rate on the late round guys than anybody in football history. Uh, Trey Nixon and William Sherman. Um, all right, just so can't get the blue chippers. Uh, Kyle Duggar was their first pick at number thirty-seven, yeah. and they had Josh Uche from Michigan. Uh, the Kyle Duggar one was funny. I remember us doing this, uh, like me and you were texting because he the first pick that he had in that draft, he took a guy from Lenore Rhine. <laughs> it's like what the hell? Uh, they took Anthony Jennings that year, Devin Asizi, uh, Dalton Keene. Uh, let's see, Michael Unwinu, Justin Heron, blah blah blah. All right, uh, Nikhil Harry was another first round pick, twenty nineteen. Uh, Chase Winovich uh, was third round pick. Oh, Joan Williams. Well, that that Winovich pick was a absolute steal, and I cannot believe he traded him away. Oh, I got that son of a bitch. Got him. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a little surprised they traded him too. Uh, that was the year they took Jared Stidham. Is Stidham on the team? Uh, surely not. They were very confident in him about My 18 God. months ago. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> 2018, they had. Two first round picks, and they took two guys from Georgia, Isaiah Wynn and Sony Michelle. Um, <laughs> who, who who neither are on the team anymore. Of course. Of course. I don't know that there's I don't know out of that 2018 draft if there's a single guy left. Uh Duke yeah. Dawson, Jawan Bentley, Christian Sam, Braxton Berrios, Danny Etling, Keon Croson, and Ryan Izzo. I don't think there's anybody from that one. 2017, they only had four picks. Uh, the first one was Derek Rivers in the third round, and then Antonio Garcia two picks later. Stidham's still on the roster, holding that third string down. Oh, yeah, he is. Uh, Cyrus Jones, second-round pick in 2016. Malcolm Brown, 2015, first-round pick. That one hit. Yeah. Not easily. Have they had a first-round guy actually hit? Uh, Jones? I mean, it's been uh, oh, Dante Hightower. In 2012. Okay, how long? All right, you just fucking... Dante Hightower's about to retire. Ten. Ten years. Ten. Dante Hightower, you just gave me Hightower, and Hightower might not play this year. (laughs) He's that fucking old. (laughs) Ten. Ten on one in 2012. Uh, There are a lot of years he didn't have one. So 2013, there was no first round pick. 2014, they had Dominique (laughs) Easley. This uh, is the shit you have to deal with only because you're for the Patriots, Chris. 20, 2015, they got Malcolm Brown. Uh, 2016, didn't have one. 2017, didn't have one. 2018, Isaiah Wynn and Sonny Michelle. Whatever happened to Isaiah Wynn? Oh, that's a really good question. He might still <laughs> be there, but he's just he's hurt all the time. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, no. Yeah, he's he played for the Patriots last year. He started 15 games for him last year. Woo-hoo. Played in sixteen, but started fifteen. So they got us. They got a starter in the first. They got one starter in the first round in the last decade. In twenty eighteen, okay. uh, then twenty nineteen to kill Harry. They didn't have one in twenty twenty, and then they got Mac Jones last year. So well, well. So he played fifteen last year. In twenty twenty, he played ten. In twenty nineteen, he played eight. This yeah. is the, like the reason he's still around is because they still don't know what he can do. He still can't stay on the field. I mean, hopefully, he, it's all right. Fifteen games a lot. That's good. Yeah, he that's started fifteen great. games. Like that's okay. that's pretty I good. I feel like for the first time in forever, too. You're watching what another team in the East is doing. It's like who did the Bills get? 
because yeah. it's like which hasn't been i mean for most of your life not most of your life but far back as any of us can remember it hasn't been that way no we were always worried what are the Steelers doing what are the ravens doing because those right. are the only two teams but not the AFC that scare us right or or when peyton manning was alive what what are the colts. what are the colts doing that right. that but that's the list that's the only list that we cared about because right. the incompetency of the dolphins the bills and the jets for 15 of those 20 years right now it's like now the bills are like now you have to look and be like all right so like what does elon do for them exact like etc so yeah yeah but the difference is, is I find the bills to be like, here's the problem. When, when none of those teams have been a threat for a long time, like I don't, I don't understand how you hate somebody that you just destroy all the time. So I have no real hatred for them. Now I'm certain that give it a couple of years of the Patriots sucking some dick and these other teams getting better, they'll start hating them. But like every year the Patriots would split with the dolphins, no matter how bad the dolphins were, how good the Patriots were, it didn't matter. And, and I just didn't care. Like, I didn't care to lose that divisional game because that might be the only divisional game we're just going to lose. Eric, you have a question? I would like to submit the uh, fighting Illini as Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't – I just don't get it. I can't – I can't do it. I just can't. I can't hate a team that's not a threat to me. True. Um. I mean, Gary does the same shit with 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 uh, Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know. I mean, they've they've completely destroyed them for twenty years. I was gonna and, say Tennessee. And he can, even he can tell you how many days. Else. Yeah, he can tell you how many days it's been since Tennessee's beaten Alabama, and I think that's insane. Like the idea that you know how many days that you've beaten up this special needs team. Come on, what are we talking about? And now they're competitive. Now they look competent. But we're talking about twenty years of just garbage. Do they? And you're proud of that? Yeah, I think Tennessee is going to be real competitive. I mean, yeah, they, like they, they'll be all right. Well, one of them just said, "Do they?" So <laughs> the answer is yeah. And you say they'll be all right. They're gonna beat your ass one day. <laughs> like Gary's like, hold me back, hold me back, hold me back. Uh, Gary, they're handing out eight million dollars a pop to land these players. You know, they're stocking up. The uh, the last time that so the last time it was updated. Uh, December 2nd. So as of December 2nd, it was 5,521 days since Tennessee beat Alabama. So <laughs> what, what are we looking at now? Since December 2nd, we're, uh, we're almost to May 2nd. We're looking at, you know, another, another five months, you know, <laughs> 150 days. So toss in 5,670 something days. It is. Not bad. I'm not doing that math. <laughs> Oh man! All right, so uh, let's see. So Lamar, uh, you figure Lamar Jackson's happy? Uh, he's okay. I think. He, well, I mean, something pissed Disagree. him off. I mean, at least in Hollywood. But it'd be all right. I don't think Hollywood he's happy at all. I don't think he should be that upset about Hollywood. Like, this is the problem with some of these guys wanting to pick their own guys. Like, we saw a couple of years ago, Aaron Rodgers was bitching because we let all these guys go, and, like, a lot of those guys really aren't that good. It's like, yeah, you were friends with them, and they might have been cool to hang with in Wisconsin when there's nothing else to do. But, Jesus, man, we're trying to win football games here. Like, I want Randall Cobb back. Like, that's the hill you're going to die on? What did they get for it again? What did they get for what? For Brown. What did the Ravens get? Well, they oh shit, 
I don't know that we know the details. Oh, on... I don't know that we got the details on that. Yeah, because um, they didn't get another pick. Like, they didn't get a first-round pick in it. Hang on. Oh, no, maybe oh, they did get a first-round pick. Hold on. Yeah, they get for the first-round pick. For the, the, the 25th pick. Yeah, they yeah. got they got the Cardinals pick. So it's Lin... Well, so, I mean, it's Lindebaum. Green Bay, please draft Sam Howell so Aaron Rodgers has somebody to hang out with in Wisconsin. Oh, my God, yeah. that would be so funny. Oh, my God, that'd be so funny. Oh, no, no, no. Buffalo traded Baltimore that 25th pick. So which which pick did the Ravens I'm, get? I'm looking right here. It says Arizona Cardinals acquire Ravens wide receiver Marquise Brown for first-round pick. Okay, I think NFL.com just has this. Yeah, they just got this jacked. And that was pick. That was the that was pick twenty five. No, no, it was pick twenty three, and then the Bills trade it with the 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 Ravens to jump up to twenty three. That's why the Ravens pick at twenty five, not twenty three. That's right. That's this is how the math works, guys. Come on, y'all are gonna let the guy. So they got so they got Lindebaum. So they got Lindebaum plus whatever nickel and dime they got. Just yeah. swap those picks. I'm gonna, I'm yeah. I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet they got like a six round pick or something. Okay. But yeah. Okay. I can. I can get with that. Uh, David Hale, over at ESPN. Uh, in the last two first rounds, there have been three FCS picks. There have been three picks from future Big Twelve teams. And there have been big 12 teams <laughs> and there have been zero. Hang on. There go, this 12. is listen. Hang on. This is Wait, zero picks from where? From the Big 12. Wow. In this two is, straight drafts. This is the bullshit propaganda gaslighting stuff that college football does. We're not going to say that the American has more draft picks than the Big 12 cuz we're going to already go ahead and give them credit for all these guys. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> Still talking smack about the, the current Big 12. So, no Texas guys, no Oklahoma guys, no Oklahoma State guys. Oh, but Hollywood Brown, we're going to run it back. We're going to run it All back. All those guys are good. No Texas. Right. And that's, and isn't Texas, don't they have, ESPN has Texas like seventh next year or something. Yep. And like FPI. They sure, they Amazing. sure do. Amazing. I'll take the under on whatever number comes out with them. Oh, yeah. uh, their number is going to be uh, close to eh. okay you, anything uh, under eight. That'll be about eight and a half. I'll take anything under eight. Sounds reasonable. Well, that is interesting. Boy, the more I look at this Jets draft, the more I'm like it. Yeah, it's I'm, good. Oh well, I mean, there's a world where they got the two kind of out and i'm biased outside of maybe stingley i think stingley went over sauce because stingley is more athletic than sauce but there's a world where they got the two most athletic guys in the draft it's very possible let's see what did the jets do last year um they got uh zach wilson yeah they got zach wilson uh elijah Elijah moore Michael oh Carr. yeah, they oh they had a real good draft last year because because yeah they got more. So the, yeah. the only thing they did not solve is there's a lot of questions around Becton, right? At, well, at, at they still have a lot of holes. They were a bad football team yeah, for a, a long time. This so two good drafts means you got yeah. a bunch of sophomore year and rookie year guys yeah. that are the best players on the team and the leaders on the team 
and that's not what you they, want. They got to string another couple good years together before. Yeah, they need they need gas, they need right? last year's draft class and this year's draft class to be four or five years old. Yep, and last year was the first one with uh, Sala and that new bunch. Well, so. the whole yeah. new regime. Yeah. You're talking yeah. president, every, everybody. So, yeah, this is. I like what they're doing. Like, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the uh, when that new group took over the Grizzlies. Yeah, and they started drafting like really efficient, like players that were more valuable than where you actually drafted them. That's right. Like. And, and not that Ahmad Gardner is, like, I don't know that he would have gone any higher than fourth. Yeah, well, yeah. But, yeah. but they, they still, I mean, they killed this thing. I, I, think, I think they had a great draft. I, I promise this is not sour grapes. It does not take uh, a rocket scientist to draft John Moran. Uh, agreed. <laughs> but is it, but no, but he's talking about Bain. He's talking about Clark. He's talking about, like, the, the listen, this team is about as deep. As they come, I mean, don't get me started with the Grizzlies. Now we don't. We'll go all night. Yeah, I don't have yeah. a whole pot of coffee. No, um, th- but, this team, but but, but, but the, loaded. But, but the T Wolves have made like one good decision in Anthony Edwards and a bunch of really terrible decisions, and they're like, but no, they built you you built your team with a bunch of strange trades and free agent signings. Okay, yeah. and, and I, nobody in the world would have thought the combination of Russell and Beverly <laughs> and another young stud would have ever been anything. Or that you would be getting what you're getting out of uh, Cat. So that that team is young and in really good hands, I believe. This Grizz team, yes, Jaw is a stud. But when you look at Clark, when you look at Bain, when you look at these other guys that have been drafted over the last couple of years, and the guys that they traded for, right? Tyus Jones is a backup point guard. Is I mean, well, yeah, he's probably the best backup point guard in the league. Which backup point guard is not something a lot of people go after. But that's very fair. But you see how important it is. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's incredibly important. Uh, let's see. Pulling up the Grizzlies here. Let's I would, see. Yeah, I would I would absolutely was, tear the heart from my chest to give it to Brandon Clark if he needed it. Uh, they, they took Zaire Williams last year. Uh, oh, yeah. It, Zaire was a hell of a pickup. Uh, Xavier Tillman, like nobody wanted him in the draft, and they got him in the second round, and he is uh, he's doing pretty good. Slow-mo, Kyle Anderson they got from San Antonio. D'Anthony Melton, the guy they signed to three straight ten day contracts, and then he ended up with a like a two or three year deal. Yeah. So yeah, I mean they they got some dudes. They've they've drafted really well. They've built this team. That's a that's a decent comp. I mean, we yeah. have to see how it turns out in football because way oh, basketball wait. you get results immediately. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, one guy. I mean, short of a QB, right? Well, that's it because you're you're a five man roster, and you're if you're one fifth of that, that's yeah. that's. Almost yeah. impossible to not be great. But I think the so real tomorrow, the real question is: Do we think that Mercedes is taking care of the porpoising uh, for the Miami race this weekend? I d- next weekend. Yeah. Next weekend. I doubt sure. it. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> don't don't. I'm not all the way caught up yet. Don't. <laughs> speaking speaking of Vegas, like yeah. Vegas F1 2023. Let's, let's really, yeah. Do they have you a don't, race? You listen. I'm I'm a I'm a fair to Midland dad. All right, but you don't have to convince me very hard to to, to take a trip. All right, I'll hop on a plane in a second. They're, they're, shut, they're shutting down to... the strip for F1. Yeah. Wow. Look, Scuzz, you live in Cincinnati, and it's just been... a complicated place to get to I'm and just... to do anything with. I was about to say, I've been waiting for you to come to the nanny for three years. Come I, on I, understand, I understand that, but 
think we about the a, conversation I have to have about going to Cincinnati. We had a pandemic. I realized. Well, I went, uh, that didn't stop me going anywhere. <laughs> Here's the, 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 the issue is, is I can get a one-way ticket for like 80 bucks to Chicago. All right. It and is- I'm in Chicago, Sanchez. I mean, yeah, I, I, can't, I, I love can't, Cincinnati, I, yeah, but I, I'm, come I'm on, man. Three humps, people pasteurize my spaghetti and you want me to come visit your city. I'm not <laughs> down with that. To get to Cincinnati, uh, Chris and I both would have to go through uh, the bourbon trail and we just never get there. <laughs> so, I, fuck, dudes. I'll meet you on the bourbon trail. There you well, go. We can, we can do the draft there next year. Yeah. Well, that's, that's I just want to do this thing in person, mainly I because I, like I don't have an excuse to take a trip in April ever. So. Uh, number of draft picks per state in the first round. Y'all ready for this? Oh, Hit me. Uh, let me. Let me get a hey, guess. On, is this the state they played college or is this the I state they played high school? No, the state where they are from. Like, okay. where they played high school. Okay, so the high school. Oh, okay. Anybody want to take a stab at number one, two? I'm gonna take a stab. Florida. I assume it's Georgia. I, I bet. I bet the state of Florida is number one. Incorrect. Oh, shit. Uh, for both? California, California with five. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yep. Texas had four. Yeah. Georgia had three. Florida, Iowa, Minnesota, Mississippi, North Carolina all had two. I knew Mississippi had two. Texas. I love. You said Texas had how many? Four. Four. Texas had four, but the Big 12 had zero. Oh, yeah. This is, wow. this is a trend. <laughs> <laughs> Arkansas, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Minnesota. Oh, sorry. Michigan had two, not Minnesota. Sorry. Uh, Louisiana, Maryland, Minnesota, Missouri, New Jersey, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Tennessee all had one. Where's not where's a Hutchinson goddamn from? kid from Alabama? Is, is Hutchinson from uh, Michigan? California. I think Hutchinson? I think he's. Isn't he from California? Yeah, I know. Plymouth, Plymouth, Michigan is his oh, first place. Yeah, okay. He's he's from he's hometown boy, and he's um, staying at home too. So easy pick for yeah, lines. It doesn't bother me that there ain't anybody from Alabama. I'm already right there. Yeah. I was gonna ask you guys: Do you think all of the quarterbacks go tomorrow? No. Let's say I mean, through I, Howard. I thought Se- I thought there were third, there was second a and third round today. Second and so. third round. We got two rounds. Oh, is tomorrow second and second third? And third. Yeah, they're all going tomorrow. They're all going tomorrow. No, let's on. say second, second round. Do we think they I don't? All I don't know that now. I would have said a hundred percent yesterday. I think. Yeah. I think. But Malik, I didn't think there was a world that who, we didn't get three today. Malik Who's is going. Your, yeah, Malik and and Ritter are going tomorrow. Yes, for sure. In the second, hey, in the, the second Seahawks round. pick. Seahawks I pick. Think Corral will be. Too. I think Corral will too. I think. I think Corral's going yeah. tomorrow, and I think Corral's going to be. There's a world where Corral might take New York. Seahawks pick oh, eight and I, nine. Howell is the question for me. Like, I don't know that Howell goes round three. Yeah, Howell probably third round. I can't imagine the Seahawks not taking a quarterback because they're 40 and 41 back-to-back. Yeah, the Seahawks will take Corral. And a bunch of of teams in front of them that won't take a quarterback in, Texans, Jets, Bears, Vikings, Bucks. I feel like at some point, point. The Giants might take Malik, too. Yeah, I could see the Giants taking a quarterback here. I could see the Titans taking a quarterback <laughs> well, here. The, the Giants taking a quarterback would be the most validating thing of our visceral reaction to the Daniel Jones. Jones. To the Daniel Jones. Oh, yeah. 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 No. Uh, this is just one Chris, another. Chris, you were in a movie theater, but the rest of the four of us, like, fucking flipped the fuck out. Yeah. That. No, I didn't miss two years ago. I missed three years ago. Three yeah, that was ago? the Daniel Jones pick. Yeah, it was Daniel yeah. Jones. Oh, I thought you Daniel said two. Just... Okay. 
It was two uh, drafts ago. You, that that was when you missed. It was whenever. It was whenever. Uh, it, not in, in games came out. Yeah, yeah. Do, do y'all realize who the youngest quarterback uh, is still available is? Youngest? Right, that's the, the youngest quarterback in the draft. Huh. Let me see. Zappy? I, mean, I would have. No, Zappy's old, didn't he? I thought Malik was the youngest. Uh, Bailey Bailey Zapp is uh he's just a senior. Okay. Anybody want to stop? John, I'm waiting on you. Well, no, he's I'm, looking it up. I'm like, is it Willis? I don't know. Yeah. That's what I said. Willis is a redshirt senior. Oh uh, no, Matt Hell Corral no. is a redshirt junior. Yeah, I knew Matt Corral was going to be too old. Kenny Pickett was, I mean, old a as super hell. senior. Yeah, he's like he took his COVID year. Uh, Desmond Ritter, redshirt senior. Yep. I, knew, uh, I thought I knew Ritter was old. Is it is it Carson? Nope. Sam Howell. It is Sam Howell. Wow. Great How junior. Old is Sam. It just three years out of high school. Wow. Sam oh, Howell shit. also doesn't throw over the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Howell had a lot more talent around him, <laughs> and and against pretty mediocre defenses sometimes, and he still didn't win a lot. Look, a North Carolina quarterback without a lot of experience, what could go wrong? <laughs> Hang on, th- hang on. He's been a starter for three years now. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stand by and let you do that. Yeah, was it Trubisky? Yeah, Trubisky. Yeah, Trubisky. Mitchell had, yeah, like Trubisky had one year. Yeah, he. he and well, I don't think it was a full year. Let me just I go. He got 12 games. I'll just go out on the street here and ask an- anyone feels about Trubisky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of real, lot of real bridge, sadness in Chicago land about him being gone. Bridge quarterback Mitchell Trubisky. I will tell you this, as as the resident Steelers fan here. Um, it's now between Mason Rudolph, Kenny Pickett, or Mitchell Trubisky, and I kind of feel like they're all the same guy. No, no, that is not okay. That is not, Mitchell Trubisky has not been good. Mitchell Trubisky could be a starting quarterback in the NFL. You just, you just cannot say that about Mason Rudolph. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You- I don't know. I'm I'm going all in on Pickett and being like, and that's fine because he could come in, be a rookie, and just be somebody. Both of those guys, head and shoulders, better than Mason. Mason's in the room because you have to have three people in the room. That's the only reason he's in the fucking room. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree. I would agree. Sixty-five quarterbacks in the NFL. Mason Rudolph is worse than all of them. Jack Cohn, Dustin Crum, Bailey Zapp. uh, Chase Garber. Carson Strong was a guy that was getting like a lot of. Is that the guy from Nevada? Nevada. Yeah, yeah, yeah Nevada. Like, he's getting a lot of chatter, at, like like at the beginning of the football season, college season, etc. Like, seems to have fallen off a little bit. I don't know. I, like, he got a leg injury. Is that it? Okay. Like, yeah, that's it. But like like big body, you know, he, played played in that interesting Nevada offense. He de- he definitely you know, had. There was some buzz around him for sure. There is, yeah, for sure. A, a lot yeah. of it's probably. Um, just he's prototypical size. He's got a big arm, all yeah. that. But yeah. uh, but he's not like he's not overly talented, and and now he's injured. So it's like, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? Well, it, what, well it, it, it's hard to assess traits if you can't watch him work out, right? That's right. Yeah. So, but I like if, if somebody takes a flyer on him, I think, I mean, like Zappy's the type of guy that is gonna be. You know the the Gus Ferrat 
of the next, you know, 12 years. Well, I mean, um, what he's going to end up being in this draft and for a team is going to be a lottery yeah. pick. I mean, you just but, sometimes I buy a lottery ticket because I got a couple of bucks in my pocket yeah. just burning a hole in but, it. But, but he's a dude. He's a dude who's super smart. He, yeah. he knows exactly what to do in any moment. He has yeah, a, noodle, yeah. a noodle arm, but he accounts for it with his brain but, and his timing, right? And so, like, yeah. he's the perfect third string back in QB. He's going to be in the he's going to be in the league forever. His his uh, hands are nine and three quarter inches. Oh, Jesus Zappy? Christ! Yeah. yeah, Bailey Zap. Yeah, that's him. I don't know. I uh, E Arbo hey, jumped in. By the way, Mason Rudolph's girlfriend is smoking hot. Well, that's got to be why he's still on the team. I saw Sam Bradford and his girlfriend at a burger joint in Dallas uh, many years back, and like similar. Well, okay, yeah, that didn't surprise me that super yeah, rich Q- guys have Q- hot girlfriends. QBs have hot girlfriends, right? Yeah. Uh, so, question. Yeah. Does Matt Areza go tomorrow? No. Yes. Hey, okay. tomorrow or second round? Okay, all right. Tomorrow so, is second round. My brain, my brain is locked in. To, it'll only be in second round. All right. Uh, he's, he's, yes, he's he goes tomorrow. Round. I agree with that. Ooh. Third round? Yes, I so. the point God. He is worth it. Yeah, I Somebody, agree. Somebody's going to do it because of yeah. it's just a thing to do. Hey, because I, their I, team is it's going to be a team that's been really boring for a long time, and they just going to be Bill Belichick. No, my God, could you imagine? Could, sure? could you imagine no. him in Denver with the with the altitude? That'd be incredible. But I wonder how hard it would be for him yeah. to adjust because it's not that he booms it so far; it's he can put it anywhere he wants on the field, and. If he's never kicked an altitude, how hard would it be for him to adjust? Oh, yeah, don't you, kick this that hard. You want that dude at sea level where he's yeah, been I, like, like I think epic that, for how many think years? You, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, if he goes from a humid, hu- it, a very right? humid place to a dry, you know, altitude and dry, I don't know that that is that easy. He's a god, regardless. I would love to see him go tomorrow. <laughs> I do love. I do love when like a punter or a special teams guy, like a, like a field goal, not just special teams guys, but like a kicker, a nerd that they were all the nerds when I played football. Um, I, I like that they get drafted now. I like that teams realize, fuck it. Let's just take the best player at the best position. Right. Sebastian Janikowski, first round pick. God, I love that man. (laughs) If I, I, once I realized You stop. You need to stop being uh like having heroes that are superstar athletes because you'll just never be that. My just, I was like, I want if I could live the life of Sebastian Janikowski, that's got to be the greatest life in the world. Do, do, do the Chargers need a punter? No, I don't think so. Okay. Hey, t- so let's ask. This. What, what about Tampa? What does Tampa need a punter? Oh yeah, no, they could use one. Everybody, could everyone, use a everyone guy needs like a punter, this. right? Yeah. I just don't know who you like. I couldn't tell you who's a good punter and who's a bad punter to be able to say this team needs a punter. I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair. The Pats fair. might have the best punter it's, in the football last year. I don't know. It's more of a question of like not enough needs elsewhere, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, that's the team I could see. Because Tampa it. like rings that bell big time. Is a team that yeah doesn't have a need. Well, listen, I'm gonna tell you this, this right now. Tampa's he- on the clock, and and you're taking Dean. And that's what you're doing. If you're me, now I'm sure a lot of people disagree with that because they say they don't they don't need that, but they don't need anything. So yeah, I mean just, may, may, maybe O line, but like so many of those guys went first round. Like you're not going to go O line, tight end. I mean they could, but 
Is is Ooh, they is, is Gronk coming back or is Gronk done? No. I mean, that's the question. No, I think Gronk's I think Gronk's done. But even if you're the franchise, you have to think more than this year too. If Gronk plays, how good is he? How how sold are we on the other guys that we have? And I think they either bolster D line or they go or they go Dean. Like that like that, that oh, that's what I, would, they, they, I will tell you this. Being a fan of Tom and you know. being a fan of Devin White, I mean, you know, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate that yeah. at all. If, uh, they, they, if they don't trade out, I think that Tampa Bay is going to go offensive line. You think so? I just there's not a lot of guys at the, at the top yeah. of the space right now. Like they could trade down and still get O line. That's the thing. I I I would bet that they trade. My bet is you trade down because someone well, wants well, Jacoby Dean we'll and will will pay extra for him, and Tampa will take that. Right, someone's someone's moving up for Dean. Yeah, someone will do that. Yeah, if that'll never happen, that's interesting. Look, and I feel like there's going to be a run on running backs tomorrow, and I'm wondering when it's going to be. You think because, a I mean, run? Like for, the, when, for the first round, you're like, all right, well, it's just Brees Hall or nobody. But when you start looking at the second round, I'm like, both the Georgia backs, Walker. I could see, I could see. Hall going off the board, and then there being a run on a lot of these guys. I don't know, man. That would shock me, but I mean, again, I think... it's like I guess it's all like relative grades. Once you get down to the second round, I'm like, I mean, I'm still wondering when all these quarterbacks are going to go. I don't know. That's what I'm looking up right now, just trying to trying to get an idea. Like, Nagobi Dean would make a lot of sense, especially if at this point you're oh, just going but, but hang on, when we all kind of agree that he's probably the best player on the board, he would make a lot of sense for all 32 teams because exactly. Exactly. he's the best player left to take in, now, in the consensus. for need, then, you know, okay, like, uh, I don't know. I don't like the idea of being out of a premium spot and saying we're now drafting for need. And the reason that doesn't make sense to me or that's hard for me to deal with is because the hit rate, now I guess all these teams think that their hit rate's 100%. The hit rate, the later the draft goes, the smaller it goes down, you need to be taking elite talent because that elite talent you might at least, even if it's not a need, you can trade it for a better version of the need than taking a shot at a question mark for some position you really need. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I, I think the smart... I know teams do it, but I don't like it. Smart thing would be to take Nicobe Dean. That would be yeah. the smart pick. I mean, the, yeah, but like I said, I don't know you get I get credit for saying that or anybody does because that's the consensus, so. Yeah. I mean, the highest-rated offensive lineman left on the board is... Uh, Bernard Raymond from Central Michigan. He's six six three oh three. Uh and I mean he was rated as uh as like a first round guy. Like uh basically will eventually be a plus starter, but he didn't he doesn't help you this year. Yeah. I I'll be interested to see where uh Daniel Falele goes. Yeah, I'm gonna bet he goes second round based on nothing more than his size. His mass. I mean, that, I mean, if you were worried about uh, Icky's, you know, run blocking to pass blocking ratio, like Falale, <laughs> yeah, is this like, 
Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, if if they're looking for somebody to replace Gronk, well, I mean, they could take Trey McBride out of Colorado State. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad pick. I was looking at that. So when do we think um, David Abuji? Abu, Ajabu, Ajabu, Ajabu. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that one. So, I mean, someone's asked, someone's got to, to snap him up fairly early, right? Second round. You're gonna... My question is, do you think he can make it to Cleveland, or is that asking too much? Forty-four. That's a lot. That's passing that's, the Bears. That's passing Seattle. That, I think the Browns are taking a wide receiver. Ooh, I, I, we, I don't know that we agree there. I mean, does he go before Boye Mafe? Well, I'm not saying he's the best player left at that position. I'm just asking, because of his injury and stuff, do you do you think teams would take a chance on him? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they should. They should in the second round. Yeah, like because that's what my question is. Is I I want Cleveland to do it. I think Cleveland will if he's there. My question is is how many teams might pass on him? Go, does he make it through uh, eleven picks? Yeah, yeah. I mean, two, if, of, if, two if, of them are from Seattle too, and that that scares me because I think they need it, and I think they'd take it. Oh, that, if, I mean, if, they're, they're if, taking a quarterback with one of well, those but, two. We get okay, but that that still leaves the other. That's the question. The Colts maybe might. I don't know. I don't know, man. They're pretty loaded on the front line. Fal- but... Fal- Falcons. Well, and, and that that that's why that's why I say the Colts might make sense because they're loaded. They don't need him right away. You uh, rehab yeah. you rehab him. He, like he th- could just I, be a. That's where I, I think like someone who may not need him right away. W- so would, would, I would so I'll tell him. you why his name comes up. It comes up in Cleveland because of what happened last year um, with with Koj is being. A guy who had bad medicals fell to them, and he was perfectly fine. And the medicals are just wrong. And is there a chance that this guy's much healthier than everyone's giving him credit for? A torn, a torn Achilles. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a torn Achilles. <laughs> Achilles at his pro day, like it in March. Then, I mean, but I understand that. But it's not like guys don't come back from that. Oh, you absolutely do come back from that, but not in like well, okay, so it's not months. the same as last year. But like, yeah, uh, an Achilles, Achilles that, that's like a year rehab. Well, yeah, no, no, no. he's not going to play next year. I, I get that. Oh, but he, he'll absolutely, like, there's no reason why he wouldn't come back at 100%. So, I guess I'm not asking this question right, so that's my fault. But, like, the teams ahead of him, like, if you're the Falcons, do you want a project or a health risk? Because at some point in time, they're going to have to win some ball games. So they need someone more, maybe the more. Fa- the Falcons know. are not going to try to win ball games next year. They're going to try to tank. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, 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 so was not wrong there. I think they are shooting for uh, uh for okay. Yeah. So, so here's here's the, the the Giants are almost certainly taking an outside linebacker. Yeah. With the fourth pick in the second round. So yeah. that like whether that's Mafe or and I think um, the Giants. I do think the Giants are going to be in tank mode because I think they yeah. they're out on. They've already made it clear they're out on yeah. Daniel Jones. So it's one of those two guys. So then he's got to yeah. go another eight picks to get to Cleveland. And then I think, I, and I, I think I, Seattle's going to be in the in the mix for that, and they've got as, two picks as could Atlanta. So if, that hurt. If, All if of that Dean, hurts if, me. If Dean is still there, Atlanta and and Seattle probably have inside needs more than outside. But like, if, but if Dean goes number one, I don't think Dean's making it to Atlanta or Seattle. That, yeah, I don't think I don't think so either. That's too far down. Yeah. 
But just Jets, like running Jets, Jets, Bears, Houston's Houston could all all consider inside linebacker. Yep. Right? all of them, all of them. Yeah. So I don't think any of those guys are making it. I'm just like running through, being like of all like the college football that we've watched, like who's left that I love. It's not a super long well, list. Uh, so, da- but, oh, David yeah. Bell. Ba- Bell. I was, Bell. Just about to, I was just about to say the easiest one for me is is it's it's Corral and Bell. Yeah, Bell for uh, sure. Leo but, Chanel still available. He's. I mean, again, I feel like he's going to do better in a in a, on a team that runs a three four, but he's still a great inside linebacker. And Brisker from Penn State. Brisker, I felt like, was in a lot of positions where he was doing a ton of stuff from them for a position that's not normally a super impact position. So, um, but again, and it's and it's like it's relative at this point. But those were there's not a heck of a lot of guys. Yeah, like, I'll be, I love Bell as as much or more than anyone else that's left. I'll be oh interested to see where Wondell Robinson ends up. I I was I was going to bring him up that. earlier. Because like he's right ahead of Bell on the on the wide receiver list, right? And I think that's a dude that has not has not shown a lot of success as a wide receiver. Say, so, like same certainly as, as, same. A, as an athlete, one hundred percent. As a wide receiver, now yeah. whether that's mismanagement by his coaching staff or something else is is TBD. But hey, he's just another Debo. Could be. You put him in at, at San Francisco, and they'll trade Debo in a heartbeat. I'd be real careful. We just start throwing around. I don't know. We saw He's we saw there. a lot of Wondell Robinson. At no point did I say, "Oh my was, god, that's he was like he was ne- never that explosive." Yeah, yeah. never I, came. I, about to say, that's, he's, that's, he's, I, I don't know that I can stand by and just let that happen. He's five foot eight. Does anybody believe that Brock Purdy is going to be drafted at any point? No. no. No, I mean his name jumps out on the list because I was because, looking at it but only to college like, football fans, only to college football. Yeah, fans. yeah, right. The right. NFL scouts do not want Brock Party. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I've just seen. I I can tell you so much more about him than I can tell you about Carson Strong. But I mean, well, yeah, that's because we watched twenty five sure. games over the last I, four years of Brock Party. I would. I mean, Josh Pascal from Kentucky. Yeah, he uh. I mean, he put up insane numbers. Part of Purdy's problem is that he's only six foot one. Oh yeah, right? with well, that and he he likes to throw the ball to the wrong color jersey. But if he was six three, they would overlook that fact, and that's why yeah. Jack Cohn is probably going to get know. drafted, and Purdy will not. Oh really? You think Jack? Yeah, I don't think Cohn's getting drafted, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Seven rounds is a long is a it's long true. time. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, Sky Thompson will probably go in the second round. Eorbo asked about him. Uh, he asked, "Where do you guys think the running backs fall to?" Um, I think we were just yeah talking. Is there going to be a run? So here's uh, we've got Brees Hall, we got Kenneth Walker the third, we got Isaiah Spiller, right? And then after that, it's kind of up in the air. You got Kyron Williams out of Notre Dame. You got a uh, Cook and White. Like who else? Oh, Damian Pierce out of Florida. <laughs> yeah, the, the two Georgia guys. James Cook from Georgia is that's going to be a dude. Yeah, he's uh, no, a stud. One of the Vikes. Vikes, come on, get the family together. Got to do that. <laughs> Take James. Yeah, that would be fun. James Cook, man, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Like he is explosive. 
Uh, Jerry on Ely out of Ole Miss. Uh, Rashad White out of Arizona State. Tyler Algier out of BYU. Um, Jerome Ford, Cincy. Don't, like, let's, don't overlook him. Yeah, he's he's down there a little bit, but because who that, that that dude was a stud with no offensive line. Yep, and I was um, just about to say that. True. Other Natty's got another defensive back in this draft, right? Yeah, um, yeah, they had two, right? But I don't know that that guy. I mean, that guy's like questionable draftable, right? No, no, he's he's rated as like a second, third round guy. Oh shit! Okay, all right. Yeah, I, thought I, was, was I thought it was a day three guy, yeah, but, 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 but dramatically lower than Sauce, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yes. And it's, wait, is, wait, it, wait. is it Bryant? Something Bryant? Yeah, but Kobe still, Bryant. Kobe, Kobe still Bryant getting two two DBs drafted for a school like Cincinnati is a big fucking deal. Yeah, but no it, doubt. You, you no still doubt. got you still got Andrew Booth, uh, and then the one that I think is going to go. Like it might surprise some people is Roger McCreary out of Auburn. Um, I mean, he was a lockdown dude last year against everybody. Hey, are we talking about running backs still? No, corners. Uh, that's corners. That's oh. over to corners. Okay. I'm yeah, sorry. Kobe Bryant. What, yeah. I missed that transition. What about Kyler oh, Gordon awesome. from Washington? The other Washington yeah, guy. Kyler Gordon's going to go somewhere. Um, but uh, the the kid from Auburn locked down uh, Burks this year. He locked down Jamison Williams. Um, I mean every. Big time wide receiver that he went against, like he was shutting them down. Why? Why is so. Cam Taylor Britless is a corner? Didn't he play safety for Nebraska? Yeah, or maybe he played some weird hybrid role. Yeah, yeah, he they used him all, all over the place. He was a hybrid. Yeah, he was just a defensive yeah. back. Fair so enough. he he played more snaps as a corner, but you know, yeah. E. Arbo jumped in and said uh, Purdy to the USFL. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, he could be a good. Yeah, I mean, XFL next year. He could be probably would be a good fit. Darion Kendrick, uh, the cornerback out of Georgia. That's an interesting one. So he he's the one that uh had all the legal issues and left Clemson. Uh Josh Job from Alabama, Alante Taylor from Tennessee, Martin Emerson from Mississippi State. Armor Davis from from Alabama too. Yeah, Jalen Armor Davis uh Davis. Uh that's yeah. He, I mean, he was hurt all last year. Let's see. We got any kickers that are going to go? Oh, Dicker the kicker. Okay. Cade York. Cade York. Da, 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 da. What about wide receivers left? Who we got left? Pickens. Pickens, uh, is the, Pickens is probably the most interesting one. Maybe followed by Watson. Yeah, Watson. Then Sky Moore. Uh, Mechie. Uh, Alec Pierce. So Alec Pierce played for Cincinnati. was like – surprisingly explosive for a wide receiver playing in Cincinnati. I think like we've been tearing our hair out because his dad went to Northwestern. Apparently he wanted to go Northwestern. Like it's kind of like fucking crazy that Northwestern wasn't interested in him. <laughs> like, it doesn't make <laughs> any sense. Um, so I like, I don't know. There's some pedigree there, but. Uh, yeah. Jalen Tolbert is one to watch from South Alabama, mm-hmm. him and Calvin Austin, the third from Memphis. Uh, both of those dudes like Calvin Austin, he's only five eight, like, but he can fly. Um, Jalen Tolbert, however, is like he's a stud. He's six one, one ninety four. And what about Me- how would you line those up? Those guys up against Mechie? I mean, like Mechie is Mechie's fast, but he is not as fast as Calvin Austin. Um, 
Like, Mechie, he's got the pedigree. He's got the – I mean, he played in Saban's offense for four years. Like, he's – or no, I guess three years. Um, like, he's just a stud. Like, he's an incredible route runner. He knows how to get open. Uh, he's the most targeted guy on the team the last two years. Like, you know, he's – and that's over uh, – yeah, I take that back. He was, like, right behind Devontae Smith last year. But, um, I mean – like Mechie's good, but he's not a game breaker. He's he's going to be like a good number two somewhere. Is anyone surprised Justin Ross is so far down? I was I was just looking at him. Like that that's uh, the medical issues. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a long and winding road for him. Yeah, he he had he was that hard so good issue. as a freshman, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's technically listed as a junior, but he's you know that was the the January 2019 championship game where he kind of showed out and then he didn't do anything mm. the next, you know, two years. So, da, 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 da. Uh, he he was out for the 2020 season. I was just going to say, how much is that because he didn't get to play with Trevor Lawrence again? Uh, Well, no, he did get to play with Trevor Lawrence again. He played the 2019 season with Lawrence and, and wasn't great. Oh, I see. You're saying January yeah. 2019. Like yeah, it was a, it was the 2018 season when they won that national championship. That he was so so fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was just making like one-handed grabs in that national title. Game. He was he was he was bonkers. <laughs> Chris and I were watching that and like, what in the world? <laughs> he was making those guys look like fools out there. Uh, no, Justin Ross, like he just it's not because he didn't like he obviously had good quarterback play. Um, it, I think the expectation was just so high. Like coming off of that national championship performance, like nobody could live up to that. So he played in ten games last year, forty-seven receptions, five hundred twenty-four yards, three TDs. But he's just—he's got like the good size his, and everything. His, his average is not—I mean, like he was over twenty yards per catch in eighteen, and he's not sniffed even like no fifteen yards per catch since right partly because he like he had the heart issue and had to sit out an entire season they thought he might not even play or no it wasn't a heart issue it was a spinal issue wasn't it like it was it was something crazy like they basically they were saying he might not play again and then he came back and played last year and now he's in the draft so yeah, he, had, he had like he had like um neurological just took a long time for him to come back Jalen Naylor. I, he came out early. Huh. Talk, talk, talk about a raw player. Yeah. Who's got like some real, some real speed, some real like potential traits, but raw. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely raw. Uh, Tyquan Thornton, the, uh, the kid from Baylor. Uh, he's, so he's six two, one eighty one. had 62 receptions, for 948 yards that's over 15 yards per reception had 10 touchdowns and he's the one that ran like a 424 or something wasn't it yeah but i <laughs> i i can go for a long time on those combine 40 times this year yeah chris did, we talked a lot about that didn't we i'm yeah, not 40 times being all wrong i'm not reading anything into those 40s this year oh, but but hang on those weren't official 40 times like those were all reported and yeah. then the next couple of days the official times came out and they were substantially lower substantially lower. 
watching a lot of guys where it was like go and they had it and just being like somehow they've all figured it out yeah <laughs> not reading a lot into that don't they have the micro? Don't they have like the little chips on their shoes, though? That's what the official times are. Right? That's how they get the official times. It takes yeah. a couple of days for them to get all that data. Yeah. So, uh, looking at the sharp football analysis from or the mock draft from Brendan Donahue, uh, who has been the number one most accurate mock drafter over the past five NFL seasons, uh, he he had everybody in the first round. That ended up going except for uh, Kyler Gordon, Malik Willis, and Boy Mafa. Interesting. He he nailed twenty nine. Uh, now he didn't have them all in the right spot, obviously. But he had Mafa going in the first round. Interesting. Yeah, he had him. He had him going to the Chiefs. All right, would have made sense, I guess. But fucking Carl. Oh, no, he missed. Oh. He missed. He missed uh, Logan Hall, defensive lineman from Houston, going to the Bucks. So that could be somebody to look out for uh, for the Bucks. At 33? Yeah. It's interesting between that and then hearing your boy McKinnon talk about wanting Mafe. And it's just like, I mean, we watched so much Minnesota, and I was just like, but I he mean, he was good. That. He was like, good. I'm just like, we all of these defensive ends slash I mean just rushers, you know, just pass rush guys. And just we saw them all and there were a lot of good ones, but I mean there's like a def there was definitely a pecking order and he was not at the top of it. No. Now he uh the reason why everybody likes him is because of his combine stuff. Yeah. Uh, he he was ranked fourth or better among all defensive linemen at the combine. Mm-hmm. And the 40-yard dash, the vertical jump, and the broad jump. Yeah, and guess what? You don't play football in shorts. Exactly. Really? Underwear Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> Last I checked, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Mel Kuyper has Moffitt going uh, number 35 to the Jets, and that was, that was before the first round. CBS Sports has him number 46 to the Vikings. I just saw, Chris, I just saw the tweet you that that you uh, quoted there, uh, the, the the video shot of did the Rams. Did you listen to it? I did, of the Rams yeah. brass, specifically um, the head coach reacting to the Patriots pick. Well, the guard from Chattanooga. I mean, it was like... He said, hell, we were scouting him, thinking he would be there at 104. Wow. They might have had a couple. uh, You know, took back a couple beers tonight as they're watching the first draft without a pick. Fuck Sean um... McVay. (laughs) (laughs) It took until the very end of this. Tell tell us how you really feel. (laughs) Put together some friends and family super team. That's Bill climbing inside his head. If, if the video of the if the video of the Vikings staff last year when the Jalen Nager uh, the Jalen Rager pick was made was like a muted reaction, this was like this is pretty aggressive. A, a lot more. This than this is this is openly making fun of another team, which I yes that part of me respects the move. You 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 love it. You love it. You just hated it this year too. I hate him hey, so bad. I was, Scuzz, I was. This popped into my head, not to dig into old wounds, but 
with the oh lord well the vikes picking wait so the vikes That's exactly what i say when i'm about to dig into somebody's old wound who had 32 was it the vikes yeah vikings at 32 so what if the vikes didn't get their pick in on time what happens uh nothing they have nothing? instant they have instant they, they basically have until tomorrow at 7 p.m yeah so they because so they they, based on past experience what i can tell you is the, the clock opens but it doesn't yeah. close yeah. Like, it's not that, like, you lose the pick after a certain time. It's just that somebody else can go ahead of you. Yeah. So, the like, would a team, so could a team, like, drag the first round of the draft out, like, indefinitely? Sure. Theoretically. Oh, yeah. Well, not indefinitely. Tomorrow at 7, the second right. round is going to yeah. open, yeah. and the next pick is going to become available. Oh, my gosh. Someone has to do that. That'd be incredible. It would be a pretty unbelievable move to – just for another 30 three or four hours. Team. Just to just oh, – no, I wouldn't even do it for – oh, God. Yeah, what if you just waited until, like, 6 a.m.? Oh. <laughs> oh, my it God. It just constantly – just every, every 10 or 15 minutes have a guy, like, walk toward the podium and be like, oh, I think it might be – no. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just, <laughs> you just fake him. Or, or the funniest thing would be, yeah, to, to call him, like, every couple – couple of hours or whatever and like they're all excited about the pick and just like ask a random question right <laughs> and then just like cut have the cut shots to the cut to the war room every now and then there's guys just sleeping taking a nap they know who they're gonna take they just Playing don't want to tell anybody yeah oh that would be the biggest f you to roger goodell and that would be the amazing. uh in in the league Oh, maybe the commanders do that next year. They trade back in for the 32nd pick just to do it. Just to I piss off Roger. Trading in to do it. That would be the best. Well, we traded for the pick, but we're not really sure who we're going to take, so we're going to sleep on it. Right. <laughs> we're going to sleep on it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, y'all ready to call it Speak, night? Speaking yeah, of yeah. sleeping on it. Yeah, it's let's four go. hours. Let's sleep let's sleep on, on this draft. Good lord! All right, gentlemen, uh, head over to westlotpirates.com. That is where you can find their podcast, etc. Or you can just go to your favorite podcast app, type it in Westlot Pirates, and if you're watching the feed, you can see it right up there at the top. We've also got it in the description for the Winning Cures Everything podcast. If you're listening on the Westlot Pirates pod, uh, which I don't know if you boys are posting this or not. Oh but- yeah. All right, so if you're listening there, you can find us, winningcureseverything.com. Very easy to do. Gentlemen, any last words? Anybody want to jump in? Good night. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I wasted I wasted a heck of a lot of volume. Oh, oh, Chris, Chris is out. Off. He's, He's out. out. Mic drop. <laughs> it's perfect. That's perfect. Right, gentlemen. It's because yeah. we gave him shit about the Patriots, but uh, yeah, awesome yeah. times. Good job. Yeah. Good job, everyone. All right. All right. <laughs> Y'all take it easy. All right, take Good night, it easy. boys. <laughs>